by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp and Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you, it's Monday, October 12th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening or watching. Really appreciate it. Paula MX, a.k.a. Fox Raceway. It is a wrap. Round 9 of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships is done. We got through them. We made it through all nine rounds. Congratulations to Jet Lawrence, Chase Sexton. They both won their first career nationals and of course Zach Osborne and Dylan Ferrandez for winning the championships great show tonight looking forward to uh, our guests for sure tonight we have uh, some groundbreaking moments going on here on the Pulp Mech show for guests wise but uh, 702-586-7857 give us a call let's talk about Paula let's talk about the nationals let's talk some MXGP if you want let's talk about uh, many many things going on in the industry silly season as well I can't believe it, Paula, how many people I saw, agents and riders for all different teams and, and representing different people all over the place as far as where they were going and where they were talking to. So lots of things going on in the pits. Lots of buzz right now uh, in our sport. Supercross 2021, where's it going to start? We think January 16th will be opener. We're not sure on that, but that's what we think. That's the rumor. That schedule should be out in a couple of weeks. We're going to discuss that and more tonight on the show. Uh, we have the 450 motocross champion and friend of the show, Zach Osborne, coming on. We have Ryan Dungey coming on, multi-time Supercross and motocross champion. Ryan Dungey will join us. Intense cycles team athlete along with me. And Ricky Carmichael is going to be on the night, folks. Ricky Carmichael will be on the show. He is calling in. We talked in Salt Lake City. We hashed some things out. And I asked him to come on. And he said yes. The GOAT, Ricky Carmichael, coming on the show. Jesus, can't believe it. Uh, also, thank you, thanks to you people for listening, and thanks for supporting the Amazon app on Pulpamex.com and making a purchase on that. We're an affiliate for the folks at Amazon. Uh, that's an easy thing to do. The Pulpamex app should be out any day now, absolutely coming uh, as we speak. So please uh, pay attention to that as well. And um, 
Uh, we got codes with Karcher and codes with GrowYourAssOff.com. Codes with uh, a bunch of our affiliates as well. So, yeah, thanks for all that. Sponsored deals on PulpamexShow.com for all that info. And Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, uh, Zach Osmond, of course, their team using uh, uh, Rockstar Energy over there, Husky, using uh, WUSA for all their wheels needs, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us, and our video is not up yet, but it'll be very shortly on uh, YouTube and Facebook as well under Racer X page on Facebook, so please stay tuned to that. Uh, we're working on that, so... Looking forward to my in-studio guests. This uh, this should be a really great show. Two guys that are really knowledgeable about the sport, um, former pro racer, and now working for 100% Goggles, Charles Castley. What's up, Chuck? How are you? I'm good, Steve. Thanks for having me. You haven't been here since the video and the lights and, and yeah, all that? Yeah, there's lights and cameras and right. people can see me. And yeah. It's much different. Yeah, yeah. Before, it was just like in a dingy old studio. Yeah, like we here. were just talking, but now there's like bright lights. Uh, and now there's, there's producers pressure. and people, and it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, thanks for coming in. I appreciate yeah. that. You were at Paula, of course. Yep. Uh, so lots to talk about when it comes to that and everything that's going on with 100% as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in studio, he's back for a repeat performance. You people liked him so much the first time about a month and a half ago or so. Uh, he is back in uh, from uh, uh, Pro Racer himself, Justin Starling. What's up, Starling? How are you? Dude, stoked to be here. Yeah. I love it here. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. You hit me up. You were in California helping Jerry out. You were doing a two-stroke race. Yep. And uh, you're like, hey, you got any room? And I'm like, well, Chuck's coming, but if he's okay, he can bring you up. Yeah, I figured if I'm out in California, I might as well make the, the four-hour trek up. And, right. Uh, yeah, it actually worked out really well. Uh, you were wrenching for Jerry Robin this weekend? Yep. <laughs> two, uh, I did WW Ranch and, uh, and uh, Paula. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. So we got lots to talk about when it comes to that uh, coming in shortly here. Uh, directing the show, holding things down over there. New promotion since Chuck was last in. Probably on snowboard as we talk. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? How are you? Hi. What's going on? Frazzled. We got video going yeah, or what? Yeah, I got it going. What are the people uh, on snowboard saying about this I, snafu? Honestly, I don't know yet because uh, I've been scrambling, so I haven't gone on yet. Okay. But right. I will let you know. All right. Don't worry. Pulpamex Fantasy, uh, both of you are players. And uh, tonight, Marks, we are going to give away the random draw for a YZ450 from the folks at Yamaha if you were in the Championship League. It, it is going down tonight. Yeah. And that's one of that's something I'm always excited about. Like yeah. you don't have to be good at our game to have a chance to win cool stuff. Uh, yeah. I hope I win. Weekly and oh. uh, and a motorcycle. Can so you imagine cool. if I won or Justin, somebody that like legitimately paid to play like yeah. everybody else? Yeah. People will not be happy. I know. Yeah. Like well, uh, wait, am I in for something? The, if no, you paid money. You didn't pay for both leagues, though. You didn't pay for supercross. No. Right. Just no, outdoors. No, so. no. Just me. Dang Dang it. My odds just got better. It. Right. <laughs> Your odds got yeah, Charles Math. Charles Caslew. <laughs> God, it'd be awesome. Hey, you need a bike. Your bike still has a I carburetor. Did. I drive home would be no, nice. <laughs> I know, but yeah, no, I, I'm What's in. wrong with carburetors? Uh, yeah, Mark, <laughs> Mark's, Mark's is trusty 06. really working on the main jet still to get that top 06. end feel. 06. We're good. Uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down. We're on a strict sco- show schedule, of course, with this man in uh, in in that chair. It's Tits Legendary. What's up, Tits? You run a tight ship, and I run a tight ship. Thank you, Marks, for uh, sticking up for me when uh, you know the, the race deck rant last week when Everyone was shitting on me. You were there to protect me. Thank you. Marks? No, tits. No, Did I say Marks? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't here last week. Otherwise, you no, could be sure that on our group they would have freaking got yeah. Oh, yeah, on, yeah. Yeah, on a group text, you were sticking nah, up the insubordination me. is just appalling, and I am happy to see the end of it. Thank you. Thank you very yes. much. This freaking guy, dude. Uh, <laughs> I swear. Tits, are you going to be okay with Dunge? Call. I didn't even think put this together. Like, 
Ryan Dungey's calling we, we, in. We have a little bit of a history. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, it may be really awkward or it may just be just fine. And there's only one way to find out, and we'll see. <laughs> is there any potential that the only reason Dunge came back on is because he thought the show had moved on from tits and there was a new that's guy a, named that's Talon? A, that's a great point. Very I never thought of that. I never thought of yes, that. Yeah, Are you still blocked? Be. No, because remember, I, I deleted my old account, started new, and I'm, <laughs> wow. I'm flying under the radar. That's yes. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't tell oh, him yeah. that. Right. No idea who I am. No, yeah, no. I'm just Pete Sundell to him. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. This could be good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> nice. could, it could be great. Yeah. So um, uh, looking forward to that. And Carmichael, I said RC mm. is on the show to you on a text, and you said Ryan Clark? <laughs> I mean, that's where my brain went. Right, I'm, right, I mean, right. I know the, the beef got buried, but yeah. I didn't know it got buried that deep. I hit him up. Got his number from uh, some guy, Main Event Moto. I don't ever heard of him, but mm. you know him? Nope. Yeah. He had a number, and uh, uh, yeah, RC said he'd come on. So so here we are. Here we are. You are uh, both on is a... He, is he the GOAT number two? I, we can't go there yet. Yeah, we can't go there. We're 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 that's, that's too soon. <laughs> is he on your Mount Rushmore? That's too soon. Uh, yeah, he'd be on the Mount okay. Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Mount Rushmore was a big source of debate <laughs> as well. Uh, but uh, you, so you two are on a groundbreaking show. Congratulations for both. For cool. both I'm of you. hyped. Yeah. I was yeah. nervous when I found out, but yeah, I'm hyped. You're in. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, can we can we talk about what you're doing next year? Do, is yeah. that official? What, what are you going to do? I mean, it's not like official, no. but, but yeah. But, okay. We're going racing on a 450. 450. 450. Four. WSR Motorsports. WSR. WSR. What is that? Yeah. Walker Starling Racing Motorsports. Okay. Or Walker, Starling, Robin. So I don't know why I keep saying racing. Right. But Robin. Yeah. Jeff Walker. Yep. You, Jerry Robin, forming a yep. team. Nice. Yep. Yep. Indoor out. And what kind of bikes do we know? Steel frame. Okay. Yeah. All right. Steel frame. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. It's gonna be one of those. Right. Um, we all agree on that. Yep. And I think that's definitely the the right way for us to go. And um, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go 450. I've been wanting to go for a long time. Yep. No one's ever given me the chance, so I'm going to make my own. Yeah. Uh, you're going to love it. It's great. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. That's why he's on the show, Steve. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's been pestering me for two yeah. years. Yeah. Two no, years. Listen, I, I, how many Privateer Island podcasts have I done where I'm like, you know what? You should just move at 450s, man. Yep. You should just do that. Yeah. Just, 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 I've been wanting to. Trust right, me, for right. years now, and it's just time. Right. Uh, we got the Race Tech rant coming up later tonight. We all three of us have one, uh, I hope, anyways. Uh, we got the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs coming in, as well as the Motorsport.com tweet at tit segment. And uh, so there's lots going on tonight. And like I said, Jason Thomas will join us later. And uh, uh, looking forward to a great show. Also, RacerX Online, they are going to uh, unlock a story I did uh, called One Fine Day. I did a story. I took, with the help of a guy named Clinton, I took all the moto winners, that all the guys that have won one career moto in their, in their life since uh, way back when. And I called some of them and talked to them and got them on the line. And uh, we put it in a story. And I wanted to find out. So, Charles... I'm a failed pro racer. I didn't even nearly succeed as much as you did, but you are too as well, mm -hmm. to a point. No, no. And, and, Not disputable, yeah. failed. You never got a point, but you got close, no. right? Close, you got yeah. close. Uh, Starling's a professional racer, yeah, he, so he, he, yeah, he made event events and such. Yeah. Right, but, but but I wondered if you were a racer and you won one moto only, would you be pissed because you couldn't do it again, or would you be like, I am so happy to just have won that once? You know what I mean? That's For my what, position, it's super happy, right? Yes. But I bet there's yeah. varying... Yeah. Larry Brooks, not so happy. I bet Nick Way wasn't very happy. Not, wouldn't even talk to me for the story. See, yeah, yeah, wouldn't I, even talk to me for the story. Like, didn't want to do it. Huh? And I'm like, and I didn't know that coming in. I just yeah, knowing Nick, yes. and knowing his his outlook on things like that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and Nick Way has the uh, Nick Way is first for the most career motos with just one win. That, I'm sure Michael that drives him nuts. Michael Byrne is next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways. 
So that story. Oh, Burner missed that one at Unadilla. Yeah, he would have had two. Ooh, uh, yeah. I remember that. He cartwheeled. Yeah. 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 No, he broke his leg. Put his leg out. Didn't he cartwheel? No, though? I don't think he cartwheeled. He put his leg out on, a, on an off camera and broke it. Um, I don't know where I'm at then on that one. Anyways, so RacerX Online is going to unlock that story for free for you people to read. And I'm really stoked on it. And uh, then also there's a, there's a podcast that comes along with it. And it's uh, that kind of stuff that we want to get you to subscribe to RacerX Magazine. So uh, please check that out. That's, go- that's coming real soon uh, as far as that goes on RacerX Online. I want to promote that and talk about that and uh, get into this a little bit. So Zach Osborne is your 450 motocross champion. He's on tonight. He's the oldest champion we've had. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. 31 years old. What yeah. a season. Remember, don't, I think this all started. I really think this all started with that Salt Lake win when Anderson's seat fell off. That final round that he won, I think that just started him. You know what I mean? That just got – you just – as a racer, I think you need that little thing that like, hey, I can he do this. He ended it strong. And yeah. he was just like, I'm ready now. Right. Well, you know, Tomac won and he was on high and was still just celebrating that. You know, like, yeah, I yeah, I think I that think there's something him. to that. Like when you get it and the ball starts going, yeah, momentum headed in one direction. It yeah. it just keeps going. Whether it's bad momentum, like yeah. when yeah. stuff's yeah. going bad, yeah. it goes yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. When stuff's going bad. good, it just keeps snowballing and yep. gets. And, you know, I know people always say like, when it's your year, it's your year. When it's your time, it's your time. But that's just it's a happenstance of putting yourself in good positions right. and believing. And once that that confidence comes, stuff and, just starts happening. And stuff. look, AC's chipping away at it, you mm-hmm. know. And then he gets that flat front, and AC's chipping away at it. He comes back at WW, and just I'm the guy. She stamped it there. Yeah, yeah, that was a big uh, ride. Uh, pretty cool, right? To see Zach win this. I think really, is, yeah. is everybody happy? Yeah, everybody. I mean, yeah, right. I, I think AC's even happy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you like yeah. yeah, like everybody likes Zach. He's such yeah. a good dude. Like, right so down to earth like this isn't going to change him at all no. right like zach's just he's yeah. a good guy and he's a million dollars richer probably what do you figure probably about a million more. yeah probably more probably more i bet the husky deal is a million right i don't know i mean i don't maybe less with nine races instead of 12 i don't know i don't know how hard works, to say right, but right, yeah right. I, probably a million dollars would you take a single digit or stay with his number 16 now he had a chance when he won the 250 national title and he stuck with 16 i know that's hard for people to follow oh, on your twitter dude but yeah yeah <laughs> Anyway, I, I go single just because I'm I'm back even if to it's, like even if it's a number that you don't really like. Yeah, I still go okay, single. You still, yeah. yeah, I think single. just from like my like growing up, like the numbering system back then, the, yeah. there's such a prestige of a single digit. Like yeah. I, like a single digit, even if it's something weird, unless it's an odd number. Right, I don't really like I'm going numbers. single. You're going single, absolutely. But I would have done that first before I took a double because he had a choice to go single before. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have went single then. So what's right. open? Five and eight. 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 Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ferrandis or both. Is able to as Frannis well. will too. Yeah, I wonder. If, wonder what he'll do. He'll keep. What 14. if they both want five? Um, it goes to the four fifty guy, right? Yeah, I would think. Guy gets, okay. gets choose first. That's what I was wondering. Um, but then, yeah, the number should be out. Well, the AMA, so we never really know. But um, they should be out shortly. Can they just hire Dan to do this for him? Why not? Right? Like, Dan's so gonna, I think they have na- the numbers done. They're waiting on those two. Yeah, it's they, about two weeks. But they always screw them up. And Truman oh. tells them you screwed hey, up, and then I they texted, go fix it. I texted Pelletier last year, like, "Hey, numbers are wrong. Numbers came down." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying they need to yeah, cut yeah. off the middleman. Let's just get Truman to do we got, it. Because we got riders that don't uh, aren't eligible for points. You know, if, if you're riding on a foreign license and they're in there sometimes. There's like and, yeah. four this yeah, year. Yeah, Tanty and, and uh, three Australians yeah. and uh, Subras. Right, right. So we'll see. I mean, but sometimes those guys get points because they ride on an AMA license. So, but anyways, um, yeah, good job for Zach Osborne and his team too. Rockstar Energy Husky Dave Feeney as well. Mm-hmm. This puts Osborne into a four title career now. Yes, it's two, awesome. two of them are two of these Supercross. You know mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily always count, but 
That's pretty amazing for a guy Reg- that was forced to go to Europe. Regardless, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. And then you got 250, 450 outdoor. Like, you've done it all right. at that point. Yeah. I think the only thing he doesn't have is Supercross 450 yep. and then an opposite coast. But yep. that's huge. Yeah. Uh, that's something like that happened to to, uh, to Langston. You know, mm-hmm. Langston got every championship with the 450 Supercross 1. And, I mean, look back on Langston, you're like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone's just like, that's gnarly. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's an elite class right there. Yeah. If you go back to Zach Osborne graduating out of, out of amateurs, though, People could see this coming, right? Like he was that good as an amateur. He was solid. KTM. He was KTM's guy mm-hmm. as an amateur coming up. Um, but then, if you fast forward into that first year or two as a pro, there's no way anybody saw this. I mean, Zach wouldn't even have saw this coming. No, you know no. I mean? But I, I think his career path was cool because really he got cool, to ex- yeah. like he got to travel the world and experience things that a lot of riders haven't even gotten to do at all. And then he's still able to come back and still win these championships. Yeah. Like, yep. I think I would maybe take his career path rather than someone else because traveling, well, I like to travel a I'll lot. I'll take Carmichael's. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I know what you mean. Like, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he brought it around yeah. full full yeah. circle. And, yeah. and for him, like, he got to travel the world with his wife and everything. And then yep. now he's able to settle in and win all this and, stuff. Like, that's awesome. And that probably, a lot of, that only works really for Zach Osborne, right? Like, a guy with that attitude and his outlook yes. on things yeah, like yeah, yeah. a yeah. lot of other guys would have quit and they'd oh. be sitting in a room by themselves in germany somewhere well he told the story he slept right, in like, a tent yeah, in, like in, a, in russia that, that yeah. only before that is insane because yeah. I, I go to europe all the time yeah. i wouldn't do that yeah <laughs> um i think that this is going to help him in supercross 21 i think sure. that this 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 topping of eli tomac toppling of all these guys is going to really i mean he, look he's already a top five guy in supercross uh, you know, top six guy in Supercross, but I think this is a boost that he's going to really take with him in Supercross twenty one. I, I think it's going to be huge. Well, ends with a win. Yeah, is okay. hungry for more. Yeah, now once that one more title. Yeah, oh, he's going to come in the yeah most mentally ready for right. sure. But I think number nine had a big mental step forward this summer too. Yeah, yeah. I really, I think yeah. Adam. Adam's a smart kid, and he's more closer to his like amateur success and being baby Jesus than Zach. You know, Zach had a yeah. farther. departure from that but i think adam's consistency this summer and his breakthrough rides when he did dominate and did have moto wins like that i think adam is sitting today thinking i'm the best guy i'm i'm gonna win like i was supposed to this last five years or whatever so i think i think adam's gonna be really good yeah because he's got speed that not many people can match okay i don't want to take this too much into supercross 21 but like we were kind of discussing this on our wrap-up show. Like to me, Tomac is still the favorite. Mm-hmm. But Charles, you sound like maybe not for you. No, I, like, it's hard to du- the guy with the number one plate yeah. that has three titles. Like it's hard to bet against that. But like, what's the Supercross pie for you right now? The Supercross pie. I think Eli has to have more than anybody else. But okay. it's Eli forty, Adam. Thirty and Zach have, thirty, but no, we still okay. have Ken Roxon. Yeah, still, no, like I, I know, yeah. there's a lot of pieces yeah, of the pie. Forty is high, like yeah. we're, sp- we're splitting up this pie. So I mean, Jason Anderson, he's a champ. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cooper, Cooper Webb was a champ yeah. last year. Jason yeah. two years ago. I mean, that's tough. But okay, but so Tomac's got it, but not by much in your eyes. No, yeah. Early Supercross twenty one. Do you agree, Starling? So I'm flipping uh, Osborne with Tomac on that. Really? Yeah. I think Osborne has it. Just just because. The confidence thing, and I don't get me wrong, Tomac is really—I mean, he won the championship, really, really yeah, good. Yeah, but he—he he has those races, and if he didn't Osborne, have him this year though, so much. You're yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. but but he does. He maybe does. he will yeah. now with that number one plate on right. his bike. You never right. know. You know, right. things can yeah. can change so much. Yeah. Um, but if AC can keep it on two, God, that's a big if. 
Yeah, if he if he can keep it on two, yeah. I would almost put him as like sixty percent. Like he's and good. Sexton just won Paula, and you got to put him in that list of top five There's or six so guys. Many. We just so named many. five or six guys, right? But that's got to be. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ferrandis is going to have a learning year, but yeah, he's fast, right? Like yeah. if he shows up and he's right running up front at some races, that's yeah. not going to surprise me. Unless anyone. you forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's funny because Sexton wins this race, goes three one. Him and Craig in that second moto were, were awesome to watch. The Jet breaks through with his first win, and they're kind of overshadowed a little mm-hmm. bit because we're talking about Osborne and Ferrandis and yep. all that kind of stuff. But, you know, both of those guys are going to take this into next year, and they're right. going to be top guys. I mean, look at that happened with Zach at, at Salt Lake. Yeah. You know, got overshadowed yeah. with yeah. championships yeah. going on and 100%. look what it did for him outdoors. Right. So, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. How pissed do you think Jet was just following Cooper with a with <laughs> butt patch of Cooper's dog eating the donut? I think it made him hungry. <laughs> Pissed enough. To pass <laughs> Literally. Him. Yeah, yeah. You wanted the donut on the podium. Uh, I think that was great. What do you guys think of the dog on the podium? Uh, just revisiting that. Like, I loved it. Any problems? I don't care. Yeah. Like, care. it's d- be different. Right. It's 21. There were some, angry, there were some like, angry people uh, on my on uh, in the industry. Yeah, I, I took a little poll in my column on Wednesday. I just have more important things in my life to be angry about and worry about. I thought it was cool. <laughs> like he, he won. Let him yeah. do what he wants. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, let's go Chase is on one, uh, not Sexton, though. Chase, what's going on? Hey, I had a quick question about uh, Art of Sport. Um, yeah. I hear everyone on your show talk pretty good about it. Yep. So I was going to go ahead and order myself some and try it out. Okay. I wanted to know everyone's opinion there in studio, kind of what the best scent is or whatever, because I got like three different options, so I wasn't really sure. Right, right, right. Um, I like the red deodorant. Okay. Uh, I forget what that is. But just, they're all colored, right? There's blue, red, and yellow. Uh, I like the yep. red stuff, and then I like the orange shampoo. Okay. Yep. The uh, it's uh, it's or red red shampoo. I think it's red red or orange shampoo. It's a little different. Um, I, I don't know that what they're called, but I wish I knew. Uh, I can look for you though. Um. Oh no, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, colors is perfectly fine. What about tits or marks? Any preference on what you like? What you guys so- like? Steve, you will be happy to know that I actually, in the last week and a half, went and bought my own deodorant so that I can have matching uh, washes and deodorants so I'm not having conflicting smells. Oh, wow. It's brand loyalty. My, my own wow. money, my own hard-earned you know, money. Instead this of is saying, why, Steve, yep, can this, I get something else? Just another reason why yes. you're, yep, you're top. I am yep. employee number A1. Absolutely. That's right. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Better believe it. Uh, I like the Compete 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. That's what it's called. All right. Yep. Well, Victory, then what's in their hands out. is good. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, give it a try and, and let us know what you think, man. All right. We'll do. Uh, have a good show Thanks. and shout out to Snowboard Nation. Snowboard Nation. Snowboard. Uh, Starling's in snowboard. I'm in snowboard. Who knew a pro racer is in snowboard? Oh, A Ray is, though, too. Everybody in snowboard knows that a pro racer is in snowboard. Because A Ray is, too. So is uh, Clayson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. We got just some heavy hitters in there. Just get in it. Clayson, uh, one point. The uh, Starling and Castlew here tonight, uh, they got some Art of Sports stuff. They got hair and body wash. They got some uh, recovery cream, some sunscreen, a little bit of a, like, a, like a gift bag for, for showing up and coming in. Uh, Art of Sport, let me tell you about them. They're one of the fastest growing new body and skincare brands on the planet. That counts uh, Kenny Roxon as a partner, uh, along with guys like James Harden, in other words. Uh, Art of Sport nationwide at Target stores. Everything's under 10 bucks. Charcoal face wash, any dander shampoo. All of it under 10 bucks. Learn more at artofsport.com or go find them at Target. You won't be disappointed. Uh, I've been using the deodorant. Like I said, I love that red uh, Compete 
uh, shampoo and deodorant, as well as the charcoal body wash stuff is great, too. Art of, Artofsport.com for more information. Bringing you tonight, um, Justin Starling. Let's go, Justin Starling. Bring, bringing you by uh, Artofsport.com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board with us. Um, let's go to Cannon's on four. Cannon, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? What's happening? Hey, so I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Geico Honda and yeah. closing shop. Uh, I heard on a news article that I was reading that the governor of California signed an executive order about uh, banning gas and diesel-powered vehicles by 2035, I think it was. Yeah. How do you think that will, I know, affect the motorsport industry, especially with so many teams being based in Southern California? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, that's a long time away. What if that governor? Yeah. What if that governor and that party gets kicked out? Then the yeah, new one maybe. comes in and reverses that. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. You know I um, yeah. like I I well, don't I don't know how that affects it. I know, you know, there's rumors of Star guys. There was, I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's I think it's true. Star they're bought, going to Florida. They're going to Florida, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I I could see more teams doing that. Uh, Yamaha moved almost everything to Georgia. Except for like marketing and a couple of uh, warehouse stuff, uh, everything else is in Georgia for Yamaha. Uh, Suzuki is basically done. Honda's in Torrance, but I could see these guys getting out of California. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. I could see it happening, but maybe not for that yeah. because of that order, but just because of taxes and corporate stuff and all of that land. Yeah, you Florida's know? a great place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like the same thing happened with uh, the Alta guys. So, you know, they had such a big overhead and. The Bay Area, that they just had to basically close up shop because yeah. of that. So I wonder if yeah. they would still be around if they were somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it's it's two different deals, right? One's the the cost of having businesses and land and employees and things in California, and then the other part is the the order that you're talking about for gas powered vehicles, which I think we're a long ways from that. Yeah, you know, worrying about impacting that. anything yeah. like. Remember we had the thing with 50 cc motorcycles a while law. back, lead law stuff. Lead like, law, yeah. oh, I remember you know, that. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal, and you want to take it seriously, and you want the right people fighting it to to keep people having the ability to ride motorcycles. But like, it seems like these things kind of come and go all the time, and we never really get the impact of it. And like, right. it always sort of works itself out to like a logical solution. Yep. So I I kind of lean towards that happening right like something logical yeah, is gonna yeah. work out and it's gonna be fine i agree um, but so. i think it needs to be taken seriously for but, sure but, but i could see teams leaving california but not for that reason right. just, exactly. just in general yeah. you know what you mean just in general so uh thanks cannon appreciate it thank you yeah thanks all right zach's on too zach what's your question about the national schedule uh yeah uh looking at the uh, this year they went to the nine round series uh you know you just kind of look at everything as a bigger whole you know uh talks of the amateur stuff getting so you know so thin with uh, the Supercross futures, and then you know you hear teams talk all the time about money not or being so hard to get for nationals. With it being a nine-round series, do you think that that's gonna kind of show them like, hey, it doesn't have to be twelve rounds; it could be nine, or maybe uh, it could be even shorter? I mean, no, do you think that's kind of like a Zach? Let me tell you something: eighty-five percent of the people in the pits would want it would take a nine round series in a second they really would um i heard it yesterday or i heard it at paula like three times um you know obviously look uh, mx sports runs the nationals and they feel like there's 12 viable events but i i could see there being nine um you know i, I don't know they, they have i mean i feel like there's three tracks that we could probably skip or rotate right i don't know i mean muddy, right. creek, muddy creek was one of them and that mm. went away to indiana so indiana is a good one that's a strong round um, do we need 
Do we need Hangtown every year? I don't. I don't know. There's got to be some that we could clip. But I'll tell you what, the teams would be in favor of that. But uh, but let me tell you something though. If you cut those three rounds, let's say we did that tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know what would happen? These jerk off promoters would just start putting events in, in there somewhere. Like that's what's happened. That right? was like, my, that was my next right. that was my next like, question. Out of that eighty five percent, is that eighty five percent like we're all we, we're going to cut these, but we'd also want to race more Supercross, or they're going to say we don't yeah, want to do yeah, anything no. else. Yeah, Feld would be like, hey, what about those three weekends and and the maybe Rockstar Energy Ro- Cup, the Rockstar Energy <laughs> Cup, and yeah, the Rockstar uh, Barrel Races, yeah. and you know what I mean. So there is a right. point where yeah, you got to watch that kind of stuff because I firmly believe that like we've. We've created these off-season events that keep these guys busier than ever, but but there most people in the pits would 100% take less national rounds for sure. So I'm super down for the horse, uh, the horse versus a random fan on a dirt bike in a horse barrel race. That would yeah, be a pretty yeah. solid deal. Yeah, I know we, we, about. Hey, you can do that. Speaking of Muddy, speaking of Muddy Creek, they had the two-stroke race there this past weekend, the big purse two-stroke race, and uh, man, Alessi came out and I tell you what, that's a pretty solid guy. You wouldn't think, well, not wouldn't think, but just the stuff you see and hear from that from them over the years, you know, you think it'd be kind of kind of wild to be it, but man, he's pretty cool. Like yeah, Friday, he just no, kind Mike's, of hung out, hung out with everybody, right. at, Mike, hung Mike's, out at Steve Litz's trailer with everyone. Right, right. Super cool. Guy. Mike's Mike's a good dude. Uh, you know, for sure, there was stuff that he did on the track that, like the tickle thing, and I insert another ten things in here. There were sometimes you just yeah. shake your head at him, but down to earth, off the bike, Mike's a good guy. I just did a privateer podcast with him. You know, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You, you, either one of you, right? That, that, that yeah. guy's awesome. Right. Yeah, he's always been. He super saved cool me to me. in Denmark this year. He's a big fan too. Like to hear him talk. Like we talking to him, we talk about the races and stuff. And you think he'd be like not wanting to talk about it or oh I don't watch that, but he wasn't at all. Yeah, he no, was no. Real up to date on what was going on and like bragging on all the guys. I thought, I thought that was really neat. Yeah. I hate seeing when those guys are like burn out. No, so. no, he's yeah, he's he's, he's solid for sure. Uh, absolutely. Thanks for calling, man. Hey, thank you. I I, uh, I was talking about in this podcast because um, I saw on Twitter or somewhere someone said he's the big one of the biggest busts ever in the sport, and I said on the podcast to him, I would love to have one races, uh, make millions and millions of dollars, finish top three in the points, and be called a bust any day of the week. Please, yes, I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. Like Mike Alessi is so far from. Yes, did he achieve any championships? No, he did not. Uh, you know, he's the greatest amateur rider of all time. Sure, okay. But he was far from a bust, Michael Essie was. No, that was a, and, he's, a, and he's still doing good. That's a fantastic he, career. He made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And won races. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, just uh, what, two weeks ago, he made 30000 Yeah. Yeah, really, right? Like, he's doing good. Uh, so there's, there's lots to get into when it comes to Michael Essie, of course. But uh, but the end of the thing, he's a good dude. Andy, what's up, man? Hey, I think uh, Air Age should just give Kate his ride. You do? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he got a he, I was worried for my buddy A-Ray because in the last lap of the first moto, he did not come around. He was in 20th, and he did not come around. And guess who got that 20th spot and that one point? Kate Clayson, everybody. Clayson. Yep. Right on. And, uh, and but Ohio Zone. Get Berluti in studio. All That's right. all I got. Thanks. Well, all right. It's quick. Great talk. Uh, <laughs> Ricky, talk uh, Ricky, you want to know about the yellow place on Hot Raft's bike? Uh, yes, Troy Lee Designs released a, a K, or KTM released a Troy Lee Designs KTM 250. It comes with yellow plates because, yeah, that's Troy Lee, and they were allowed to run, run yellow plates for that weekend to promote that new bike. Okay, and uh, it's kind of confusing for some people because I had friends asking, like, how is, how is he on a yellow Played bikes. Everyone else has black backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, just a promotion. I mean, they they did. I feel like they've done this before, with with a bike with with sparkly numbers or something. 
Or maybe that was the back of the jersey. Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like there's been exceptions yeah. before. I had never seen it, but right. it, I understood it. Right, yep. Yeah. All right, Ricky. Thanks, man. And, uh, oh, what else? Well, oh, how, would it, how did Cody Shock get to ride the 21? It was homologated, apparently, but I, I would love to put some money on the fact and, and, and see the frame in the, in the AMA trailer. I highly doubt they have it. I highly doubt it, but yes. Yeah, I was confused on that also, but all right. All right, see you, man. I think right? 2020 is just, it's such a, like, a, like, I have a 21, and I wasn't allowed to ride it at the beginning, okay. but then at the end, they were like, yeah, you can race it. I think yeah. it's more just like, I, I, it's it's fine. I mean, yeah. if you just don't ask, they're not going to know. Like, the, <laughs> if you're pushing it through tech, there's not like they're like, nope, that's a new one. Hey, like they they just look at the foot pegs. They look at the end of the levers. I mean, you don't even push through tech this year. Oh. There was no tech. It's like a virtual you tech. You went up and got it, like all your stuff. You oh, like, no, I'm good. Trust me, it's a 20. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> yeah. My backgrounds are, are white, I promise. Right, right. Ricky Carmichael, Ryan Dungy, Zach Osborne coming up here on the show. Motorsport.com and Fly Racing bring you Justin Starling and Charles Caslew. Uh, Charles, I want to ask you about 100% as well as everything's going on there later on the show. And, and Starling, talk to you a little bit more about Supercross and your plans for that year. But uh, like I said, Dungy and uh, uh, Carmichael and Osborne coming up. Carmichael coming on. I'm still – it is weird to say. It really is. It's weird hands to are say. sweaty. It's going to be crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, all right. Uh, what – what did you make of Paula Track? What did you think? I'll start with you, Charles. What did you think of the place? Um, it was okay. I mean, it, it the dirt is good when it has a lot of moisture in it, but, man, it gets chewed up and square-edged, and that it doesn't second, look fun. That second moto didn't look fun. It doesn't look fun. No. I I think the track is fine, and the facility's okay. Like, everything's good. It's yeah. just it doesn't have, like, the character that a lot of the say outdoor it. tracks just have, right? It. Like Just say it. No, like it doesn't like every. Do you want to call Parabinos and talk to him about Glen Helen? Uh, no, he hates Glen Helen. Um, but no, it's it's good. Like I don't. There's nothing yeah. wrong. I guess is yeah. the answer. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah. But there's nothing that's like outstanding or extraordinary Sh- about it. Should they go back to Glen Helen? I don't. I don't think so. No? I, I'm okay. not married to All it. Right. Like yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It can yeah. be Paula. It can go. Just not Elsinore. Right. Right. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Starling? What do you think of the track and, and all that, having the final round there? Well, I was a mechanic, yeah. so I didn't make it past the mechanics area. Yep. Uh, I just watched the races here, and that's the first time I've seen like the rest of the track. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like potholes a little bit. Right. I, the uphill thing where like Fernandez went off the track yeah. and stuff there, that yeah. looked really janky. Yeah. Like they didn't really put a whole lot of effort into making that section. It looked or like a weird bottom of the corner, and then, yeah. yeah, that's kind of odd. Um, but it's a California track, so like you can't really expect it to be like loamy and perfect. Right. I mean, it looked like the second practice looked really good. Yeah. Um, and then everything past there it looked like California. Yeah. And and it was a seventy-five degree day or eighty degree, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. Like it super wasn't hot. that hot. So. Um, do you think this win like this, it, so so J Mart's gonna stay down? Well, let's talk about the Geico team folded. Mm-hmm. There was word we knew the Geico thing was leaving, and that was expected. But they were still working behind the scenes to find a sponsor, and they didn't know for sure. But there was going to be Jet or the Lawrence brothers, and then J Mart on the team. And then we got word Thursday night, nope, like it's done. And, and so J Mart has already said he's going to find another manufacturer for next year. Um, I think it's Pro Circuit. Charles, you think it might be Star? I think the Star bikes are good, and if uh, I was in J Mart's shoes, I would do whatever it took to get back on that. They they accused the team of sabotaging their bikes. And I think he had a different agent at the time. <laughs> there was a different situation. Okay, there was brother on the team. I was, know, but but how do you walk some? How do you walk back from that? I, I mean, anything Star Racing does, I don't think should surprise you. Right? No, I mean, uh, good point. That's good. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they did a yeah. trade. There's serious shit going on with. Those we we guys. traded yeah. a Barsha for yeah, a Thrasher. For a Thrasher, year. yeah. Like I mean, I feel um, like. But anyway, so. So Mumford, Shimoda, Don, uh, looks like the Lawrences will be a factory Honda next year. Uh, by the way, that's a nice race for them because they get to do their own clothing deals, I'm sure. 
So that's a good job for them making more money. But, um, yeah, I guess I talked to Mumford a little bit. He said people were crying under the tent. Like, there was a lot of emotion, right? So this is a that's program. That's a big team going. Dude, this is a program. Like, that's not, like, just some, like, standard team going away. That's right. a big yes. team. Legacy I, of championships. Yeah. and a lot of people's livelihoods. Like, it's, yeah. as much as it's, like, the racing side and the team going away, but, like, all those employees and all their families. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah J-Mart's the, fine. Like, yeah, like he'll he's going to be fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, you know, suspension yeah. guys and motor guys and truck, truck drivers and, and all those people that yep. – you know, they they have families. And they, Shout out to Borch, by the way, who took Mike LaRocco's man friend job and carried it into a 20-year career. Yeah, that's good for him. What, what, what a hero. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm with you, Charles. Like, this yeah. is bad. Bad yeah. deal. We gotta and, think all those dudes work so hard to build this team, and yeah. then it's just like one year of a crazy economy, and then yeah. not economy, but yeah, no, world, yeah. and, and it's just gone. Something I struggle with is like they had that really secure financial backing for so long. Um that they, I guess, on the bright side, they invested it all back into the team, right? So they had this huge facility. Like they, they, yeah. They kept just expanding and growing and growing, and yeah. and then when that rug gets pulled out from under you, to continue that, you've built up such this this huge, huge nut every month that yeah. it takes to keep it going, right? Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Um, I kind of like I looked back at it and think like, man, what if they had just kept it a little more within check? Um, Not expanded so much. Yeah, and maybe yeah. save some yeah. of that that Geico money every yeah. every month or year. Well, and, and uh, also, tough, and also, right. don't forget, um, they lost Amsoil like what two yeah, years ago. That was, that was a, a huge deal yeah, for yeah. them. So they got hit. Yeah. Um, I okay. heard. I mean, maybe, will Phoenix Racing pick up some of it? You know, they had Jace Owen. They had uh, uh, Peters. Peters. You got to think what now. They're I think what Lopes and Peters right now. Oh, they get Lopes. Uh, he posted a photo on the bike. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, it's who, like who it's Starlink's breaking news. You can yeah. tell it's the bike, and he posted a thing saying he's in like, Brazil. He posted it like uh, like a while ago. Really? Yeah. Go look at his Instagram. Okay. And you can uh, fully tell it's a Phoenix I, bike. I could talk but to his brother-in-law. Brother <laughs> I could see that. I could see something like that happening as far as Shimoda or somebody because, um, I mean, the Phoenix Honda crew was there and Paula. Mm -hmm. I don't know if word yeah. just got out that the yeah. Geico team was going south and there was right. you know vultures. Just yeah, I seen, I seen fire Peter's sale of people. Around. Like they're just hanging right. around the fifth. Hey, what are you doing with that? You need that brake disc? <laughs> what, look about, like, Shimoda finished. Okay, look, I, I haven't been the biggest Shimoda fan, but he's really turned it around the last month. And he did get third overall in the series, like in Supercross series. Trust me, it's amazing, but he got third overall. Mm -hmm. And I think Mumford's had a solid year. Mumford yeah. doesn't make mistakes. He's looks rode like, like a veteran. Yeah, rode like a veteran. Like, man, if I'm Honda, are, are you, like, saying, like, hey, Phoenix, just can you keep Shimoda and Mumford? Like, well, why can't, like, like, say Shimoda go to Phoenix and then Mumford go to Michael? Lindsay, yeah, I don't oh, know. Like, why? Piece. Why yeah. can't yeah. Right. that's that's still Honda? Just support them with some product, yeah. and yeah. then just right. hey, just here you go. Yeah, I, I don't know. That'd be great. Absolutely, I at least saves yeah. those two. The other two already have spots, and then yeah, J Mark goes to PC or wherever he ends up, right, you know, right, Star right. or whatever. Because yeah, if you're Honda, you were planning on those motorcycles and parts anyway, right? Like so, yeah. you yeah. just give yeah. them to Phoenix yeah. Racing. You give them, yeah, yeah, just, but, just but, support them. But you know, I mean, Phoenix has to come up with. Not salary. Yeah, uh, there wouldn't be any salary, but they'd come up with money, right, for each yeah. rider and mechanic or yeah. whatever. But but I would want to keep, if I'm Honda, I can't go into Supercross 21 with just uh, Hunter Lawrence and Jet Lawrence because injuries strike. Hunter's already going under the knife for shoulder, shoulder surgery. I need more red bikes out there yeah. on the 250 class, right? So, like, hey, Phoenix, like, let's let's help you out. I would just say send one to Phoenix, one to Michael. Right. But, obviously, there's yeah. way more into right. it, but that's what I would do if well, I could. I mean, Michael Lindsay's guy just got 10th overall. On a team yeah. that you bailed on, Starling. <laughs> I'm God, kidding. I'm stop. joking. But but no, Cody yeah, Shock, yeah, road well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure job. there's there's lots of 
very high-level meetings going on at right. Honda over the last weeks and, and today and these Would weeks. Would you feel confident to bet that J. Mark goes to star? Like enough confident enough to bet? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I like just how th- much? Well, I just talked to Peyton about it. That's why I... It, it makes total sense to go to PC, but... Yeah. <clears throat> um, Mitch is like, I'll put my own money in if I have wow. to. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I did, walk I it back a bit. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I think... <clears throat> I think but, it but, does happen. But, but if I'm J-Mart, and if those comments about them sabotaging my bikes, if I can get over that part of it, <laughs> I go to Star because of that bike. Yeah. Like, if, if, if everybody's cool, who I accused of sabotaging my bike, if everybody's cool, I, I go back. I think they're all still there. So right, right. That's, that's what tough. I mean. Uh, but then you think, like, Star would have a brighter future for him. A just, longer, like, here, somewhere else to go. And they have a 450 program now in-house that could lead into that. Yeah, um, I think that's a factor into it because Cowie's booked up, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they yeah, bet, yeah. they put their bet on AC as the guy after e- Tomac, and then Forkner. I, and then Forkner's the you know yep. the next guy in line behind yep. Adam. So yep. I think if you're Jay Martin, you're looking at it, you're like, well, there's not a whole lot of room for growth there, right? Yeah, so yeah. you got to think PC could probably only offer him one year, yeah, and then I'm sure Star could offer more. If you're yeah, uh, you're, does, does J- yeah. Well, does Jay Mar- Mart's points thing resets now, right? Three years in a row. He, yeah. he he bailed because he didn't point out, so now it resets. Really? So theoretically, J Mark could just ride forever. Is it three years in a row? Yeah, I thought it was three years in a row. Oh, I don't know. I think it's just three years. Total. Just three no. years? I don't know though. Okay, um, right. but I think yeah, it, I can't. It can't be one. three years in a row because then you could just dive one time. I know. That's what be I. Good for yeah, another three. That's what I mean. You <laughs> and you reset the clock. Check that out, Marks. Uh, Supercross rules. Have his Davalos done Marks, that? Marks, he's after, playing excitement. He's on snow. He's on snowboard, or he's playing excitement. He's too busy. Trying to figure out why the video is lagging, but oh. yeah. Oh, we're lagging. Yeah, a little bit. Oh boy. Like audio is fine. Um, that the video this, just this, like this, skips around this, a little this, bit. This Can we get this out. fixed before Ricky? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's watchable. It's fine. But oh boy. It's not the quality that I'm that I'm a fan of. So there we go. Um, mm-hmm. Coming up shortly on the show, like I said, uh, Dunge is going to come up first, and uh, you know what? Oscar Weirdeman, the crew chief for AC, uh, former mechanic for Chad. Former mechanic for um, uh, uh, Stu, former mechanic for Roxon. I uh, was supposed to come on last week and he fell asleep, so he hit me up on a text and he wants to redeem himself and call in tonight. So we may have Oscar Werdeman on the show tonight, uh, depending on what time and how it works out. So stay tuned, everybody, on that. Our buddy Randy Richardson, the best follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. top five follow, yeah, top three. I just followed him for me, like, yeah, not that yeah. long ago. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Randy Richardson over there at Michelin doing great things with the uh, with the whole entire line of Michelin motorcycle tires, whether it's cruiser tires, whether it's sport bike tires, the Enduro Extreme tire, Michelin Starcross 5 as well, That the ones that are on my bike that I took to a 14.9 finish for seventh overall at the World Vets. I think Christian Craig needed some Michelin tires. He did. He, yeah, because he went 4-2 uh, for fourth. If he would have had Michelins, he would have went 4-2 for first. I'm a 4-4 four, four for third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelin, uh, motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information. Visit your local dealer or your online Most retailer. Nice. Follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Also, follow at FMIP222 on Instagram, and uh, you'll see an incredible uh, uh, social media presence on there. So thanks to those guys. Uh, again, they won Erzberg with it. They uh, they have World Vet t- Championships on it. Uh, Michelin, they won Bercy Supercross years ago. So Michelin's got you all covered no matter what kind of bike you ride. Also, mountain bikes, too. They got an E-Wild for the e-bikes and a Wild Series on their mountain bikes, and they have some great guys on there like Cam Zink and everything else. Uh, Michelin also sponsors the, Mich- the uh, Publimex Wrap-Up Show, which one of you two will for sure get the call to be on the, mo- the wrap-up show this week from our buddy Darkside. So... 
It was in studio last week. Berm right? Lords. Berm Lords. The Lords of Berm. Coming in hot. Thanks to the Michelin folks for coming on board. Um, all right, let's move into this. So, Ferrandis wins the title over J-Mart, like we said. Uh, going to 450s next year. So, is Ferrandis going to be Osborne? Is he going to be Coop? He's going on Yamaha. Is he going to be AP? Well, he did pretty good in Bercy on it, right? Yeah, but I don't know if that's an indication. But, but I mean, right. he's good on a 450. So, and now you're going to give him, was it two and a half months or so? Which then? way does he go, do you think? Does he break a Yamaha 450? I don't want to say curse. That's too strong of a word. But He's a top five guy. You think? That would be breaking Yeah. Him. Yeah, that would be breaking that'd be Big yeah. time. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a top five guy, in my opinion. Yes. He'll I be aggressive. Sorry. I mean, I, no, I think there's going to be more flashes and than maybe Plessinger's had. Um, yep. But he's not going to be you know, winning championships or you know in that kind of talk, no. I don't think. So somewhere in the middle, I'd say. Does that bike go factory side bike or do they try to make it more like a star bike? That is going to be interesting. I had some people tell me that the star team will fix the issues over there. And I'm kind of like, eh. I thought like, RV fixed them. I thought Travis Preston fixed them. Mm. Right? Yeah. I thought you fixed them. <laughs> yeah. Kiefer's been trying to fix them. They have Sergio over there. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Factory team. Like, so I, I, I looked at that with a little bit of skepticism when they told me that. But it is interesting. It's a new set of eyeballs on the yeah. bike, right? It's all. It's a, it's a new people. And I think somebody like Dylan is, is comfortable with the crew at Star Racing, obviously. He's been there and he's had success. I think Aaron Plessinger is looking for that breath of fresh air. Even though it's the same motorcycle, I think he's looking for, you know, the star yeah. crew that he had a lot of success with. Yeah. He'd be comfortable uh, there. Yeah. I, so. I heard at one point AP told the Yamaha crew, put my star settings on here. Even the springs and everything. I just put the 250, 250 stuff. settings on there. Put it on there. I want to try it. <laughs> That's not going to work. And they said it's not going to work. And he said, try it. And they put it on and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. But the, the I heard that from a pretty good source. Simple just, math. Yeah. Doesn't work. Weighs he, more. Different. He didn't want to hear it. He won. But that yeah. shows you how desperate they were. Yeah, like yeah. How, yeah. You know, Aaron was – he was a double class or double series champion his last year on a 250. He's in the exact like same he, spot that Ferrandez is right now. Yeah, he's yeah, legit. Right. They're, when Aaron was moving up, I, me personally, working with Aaron as an amateur, all that aside, like I thought he was going to be on the fast track to running top fives, podiums. Yeah. And by this point in his career, right. be in the conversation for championships on a 450. Just based on the size yep. and yep. success of riding a 450. Right. Um and as we've all seen, it just hasn't hasn't worked. He's been hurt. That yeah. doesn't help things. But right, right. Um, even when he's not hurt, it hasn't been good. No. So, so well, Ferrandis just not even – you think he won't even miss a beat, Starling? Like he's just going to go right – I mean, he's not switching teams. Yep. So he's going to be comfortable going, you know, with the same guys. And I I think – I don't know how that, how that bike is, you know, and how much different their programs are, you know, and all that. But I think – He's going to be pretty good. I mean, when he rides the star Yamaha in Europe, he's good. How many people does he piss off with block passes and things like that? The whole field? <laughs> I think quite a few. You think but he's going to come me? out swinging? Me at one point? Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he, I've gotten yeah. a handlebar to the arm from him before, right, like right. pretty hard. So, yeah. Yeah, me. so when does the when does the 51 and the Ferrandis collision happen? It would have been good if they're on the same team yeah. somehow. Where, where 51 is like, I'm going to beat you on the Yamaha because I'm going to show everybody, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And Ferrandis is like, screw you. Mm-hmm. And it just comes in together and the world melts and the world Jan- explodes. January 16th? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got to imagine Barsh will be pretty good next year. Yeah. Maybe breath of fresh air. Yeah. And then yeah, I think Fernandez doesn't want to come in and just get his feet wet. I think he wants to do good. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 DV's not out in the Elsinore sun all day for <laughs> just getting your feet wet. Yeah. Um, no. You know, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be, it's kind of reiterate what I was saying. I think he's going to, I think his flashes are going to be brighter and yeah. there's going to be more of those than like Aaron has had. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately at the end of the series, he's not going to be, you know, in the championship right. discussion. Right. There's going to be right. learning and right. teething right. and right. issues that come up. Uh, uh, is Sexton in the championship discussion? I kind of put Sexton and Ferrandis in the same boat. I, I put it more towards championship. Sexton? I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think if you're putting, you know, a bet on who finishes higher in the points, I'd, I'd have to go chase. And partially because he has the, the you know, the right. nine rounds of outdoors this right. year on the right. 450 with the team, getting yeah. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now you're going to a whole new bike, too. Yeah. But, yeah. and you know, I haven't I mean, heard a lot of great things about that motorcycle either. I know Kennard's been riding it, Soupy. But that's Ken, all I know. Apparently, Kenny bought one from a dealership. That's yeah, what I'm saying. like a bone stock one. That's what? what I heard. I heard he bought it from a dealership. He put cool. bars on it. Like they can get them faster? Right. Don't shoot the messenger, bro. Uh, I mean, I heard Moto Concepts is even riding the new bike next year. They're riding the, the 20. Really? Yeah. I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought one guy wasn't going to ride it, but I didn't know all of them or whatever. That's not yeah. what I heard. Yeah. I who's who's going to be on that team? I assume Hill's staying, right? Hill is staying, and Vince will be there. And uh, Tony, apparently I heard that Mike? Tony. I was going to say Mike? No. Tony <laughs> Tony told somebody I know that whoever shows they want it the baddest will get it, the worst. So I don't know if that means sleeping in the high des, calling them every single hour. I don't know what that means, but that's what I heard he said. Because literally, your buddy Joey Savacci. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out at JGR. I, I, even I think if so. JGR comes back, he needs a ride. Hartraft could move up to 450. He needs a ride. Um, he deserves one. Yeah, he deserves he's one. He's so good. Um, Tickle. Number 18. Tickle. Bogle. Bogle. I think Tickle or Bogle get that spot I alongside see, Baggett. I, Bogle. I would pick Tickle before I pick Bogle. I would too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but these are the ideas of the spots that are out there, right? right. Uh, Marty Party staying with Ted Tedder. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. So he, yeah, I just saw his bike. He's right. riding Supercross today. So there's gonna be a lot of McElrath. I heard Hep. Yeah, I heard too, but you know, I don't know for sure. Hep. So Anst- or uh, what is it? Anstey, McElrath, Deuce, 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 Deuce. Yeah, Deuce, Deuce is not leaving. He's on there. No, that's his team. Yeah. So that, I mean, there's the, a lot the of anchor. He's the anchor. There's more riders than seats. Right. Right. Um, I, your buddies with Savachi. What happened? What happened? With what? The, the, his year. What what happened? Injuries. I, I thought his last year on Cowie was good. Like if it wasn't Adam seen Cirillo, he was going to stay there. Yeah, you know I what would, I mean. I would have kept him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought shots. they would yeah. find a way to keep him. Ran up front, led laps. That's what I expected out of Joey. I think that's what he expects out of himself. He's so, just been hurt since. Like the injury he had down in Australia was a lot worse than people yep. think. Right. Like there was a there was discussion when it happened that he might not be able to ride again. And really? legitimate, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. my wife's right. in the um, medical industry, and she saw his X-rays and stuff, and was like, "Like, there's this is going to take a lot to put it back together." And yep. then compounding that issue is you don't get a lot of blood flow to your feet, so things don't heal as good. Like, he was off the motorcycle for a long time. Yep. Like, it, and that I mean, doesn't help. Right? I don't think he's a fan of JGR, and I don't think they're a fan of him. So I think yeah, they're I think, just both going to go their separate ways. Yeah, and you know, there, 
you could say they both might need each other again, just like what put him there this year was like, yeah. well, yeah. we need a 450 guy. Yeah, and yeah. You need a ride. Here yeah. we are. Right. It could come down to that again, but I, I think that bridge might be right. pretty right. burnt. But he, so he needs a guy. Yeah. So I don't know if he would do a Moto Concepts thing. I don't know. He doesn't suit. He doesn't su- so what, what else does he do? I don't know. I don't know. What? Golf? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's made you money, but not enough, to, no, no. not enough to do that. No, no chance, right? Uh, yeah. That may be another spot at Pinwright or yep. Brayton, Smart Top. Clout. Like, those are the those are yeah. the only open seats, right? I mean, you, you, you think uh, he doesn't think go we, to, we like, think... a cycle trader or not cycle trader, to a Rock River or something. Like, he's. No. No. He doesn't do that. So, no. what, but, what's but Do the... we think that Brayton and Clout are at Pinwright for sure? We Right? I think. I mean. I, I don't know yeah. for sure, yeah. but I I mean, Clout's really good on a 450, and he's shown that he wants to be there. And then Oh, another 2 rider that's really good on a 450. Yeah, and then <laughs> you look at Brayton and yeah. the, the relationship there, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that they could do a third guy, or yeah, if they can't, I don't know. But if but, I was going to pick two, I would say those two. Okay, but isn't McElrath your first choice of any 450 guy right now, ahead of everybody else available? No? no, no. If you're JGR, yes. Okay. But if you're somebody else, you, you go Joey. Joey really? Yeah. Okay. Dude, you've seen the the. I guess with what Shane Joey? has going for him, right? Is it's an unknown. Like we don't, you don't know yeah. what you're gonna get, Joey. Yeah. yeah. You have a sample size of last year, which uh, if you're Joey, you're hoping they rewind the tape to Monster Cowie, yeah. not JGR Suzuki. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. I. Joey's I, good. He's really, he's really, he's really Joey's good. Got that, Look, he has a lot of wins on a 250. Joey's yeah, got that money from Eli for pulling over to, 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 to relax on. I mean, he's got that. Maybe Eli will start a team or something to pay him back. <laughs> pay him back. Uh, Andy's on two. Andy wants to make a bet. What's your bet, Andy? I got I got 20 bucks that says uh, J-Mart either goes to uh, Pro Circuit or Gas Gas. Okay. I see him, I see him going to Gas Gas. Okay. I mean, did, did they sign those other two kids? Is that a done deal, or yeah, they got, there still spots there? Uh, they got Moseman going over, and they got uh, Pierce Brown. But is it done? I mean, wouldn't you just throw them aside, put J-Mart on? No, you would not. You have contracts. Ah, shit. Uh, the, uh, all right, well, I think, right. He, I'll take, I think I'll take, Circuit is a good spot. I'll take I'm the 20 in for bucks. 20. He's in, you want some of that? And he's in for 20, Charles. I'll raise yep. it 40. Okay. I'll take 20. Well, why did you know right. we were bidding? I mean, I'm All right. cheap. I'm okay. in for 20. Uh, well, Let's I, get a pool going. I'm on your side, Andy, so you're betting Chuck here. You're betting Chuck 20 bucks. And All you're, right, you're... just give me an address. Where, where I'll give you my address so he can send okay. me his cash. And you're, you're committed to PC, right? You're not just saying PC, gas, gas, maybe here, maybe yeah, there. Yeah, Andy, you're, you're saying you're PC. PC. I'm saying PC. I got to okay. pick one. You know, I'm, okay. Not, okay. I'm, not, okay. I'm not waffling here. Are you I'm on, taking PC are you for on 20. So, are you on social media? Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. Do I need to get an account? No, nah, we'll, we'll, I'll put you we'll on hold. Put get your information to, to give your information to Tits over there, and we'll, we'll 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 make sure that this deal happens whenever it goes down, Andy. All right, I got right. I got right, cash Andy. money. Okay, cash money. Thank All right. you. We'll put, thank you. Stay on hold. All right, Andy's got cash money. Cash money. All right, let's do the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment, shall we? This is uh, always a fun time. Let's do this. Okay. Sorry, you just threw me through. You're making an answer call. Uh-huh. I missed that. What was I supposed to do? Wow. He's hey. employee of the month, hey, Steve. I was remember. getting ready to answer the <laughs> phone. and It's hey, fine. You, know you built I, up I, a lot of equity. I here. dropped the ball today, and uh, I apologize for that. So can I redeem myself? X-Brand Goggle Taros. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, yeah we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
It's the X brand tear off segment. So, 15 second rapid I got fire Q&A. two employees that shit on me, but the guy that doesn't shit on me is incompetent. That whole sequence. So, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, man. Fantastic. What do I do? I mean, he helped Marks earlier with diagnosing the computer problem. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I fixed it for you. We'll go to, we'll go to a few wires right. over there. Listen, we got six minutes before Dunge comes up. Uh, X brand. Anonymity. Anonymity. X brand goggles. Hey. A choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Uh, it is absolutely the finest goggle company out there. Highest selling goggle company out there. Most innovative goggle company out there. Uh, best colors out there. Um, anything else, Charles, that you can think of? No, it's all facts. It's, it's all facts. facts. Uh, EKS just watching down. a presidential debate right now. <laughs> He's biting his tongue. So I was just right loving now. the stare down, though. <laughs> EKSBrand.com. I did show you before the show. You did. A new product. And you were saying that you were... Yeah. You it thought it was good. good. Right. It, yeah. Right. It does as, look as, good. A, as a 100% representative, you were not shitting on the new product. No. no. Some good ideas. Impressed. EKS20 at motorsport.com as well. So check that out, of course. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you do you know him, Chuck? Did he sponsor the JGR team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a big sponsor. Same, same yeah. thing, right? I know, I know of him. Okay. All right. Is he on snowboard? I don't think so. Okay. We're working on that. All right. Let's, here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Let's do this. Steve, how big is the asterisk? On the 450 <laughs> MX title. Oh, God. Zacho. I was already tweeting him about, or I was texting him about how I'm going to send him a wooden, a big wooden one for the wall. Uh, there is none. There's none. No asterisks. Eight rounds, or nine rounds, 18 motos. Uh, no asterisks. He was straight up the best guy. He won the most motos and the most overalls, I believe. Um, well, maybe not the most overalls. I'm sure Adam led more laps. Yeah, he did. Yeah, by a lot. They had on the team. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. But uh, yeah, no, no asterisks. Zach Osborne, your champion. It was like 107 yeah. to 70 or something. Beat it. Everyone who says that. All right, Chuck. Where does 100% see the most ROI in their marketing budget? Moto 60 show. <laughs> Pulp Mix Fantasy. There you go. Um, that's a really good question. Um. It depends what you're trying to measure, yeah, right? Zach, if, Zach won six motos. Adam won four. And Zach had four wins. Everyone else had two. So, yeah. He won. Just no asterisk. He won. won the championship. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, that's tough to answer because if you're trying to, like, directly measure something that's very, um, you know, a metric you can tie to and say, oh, they clicked on this, they purchased that. Um, Fantasy 25 at checkout <laughs> to save on on, uh, on 100% casual apparel and accessories. It would be more targeted buys like that. But if you're you know in the endemic market and sponsoring riders and teams, if you're aligned with the correct ones, um, I think that's it's hard to um, go against that. Fantasy 25 at checkout. Fantasy 25. At checkout. Pulp Fantasy. You get a lot of clicks on the little logo on there. Pulp, Do you? Pulp Mix Fantasy. Do you really? Oh. Not really, I don't think. Oh. I can tell you we can exactly, say that. I can tell you exactly how many. Just we can say that. Way. All right. All right. So that's uh, that's Charles Cassie from 100% on the X Brand Goggles tear off segment. X Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. You know if, who wears X Brand? Um, I think you're going to list some champions here. Stu Baylor. Okay. Three in a row GNCCs. A Ray. Yeah. A Ray. Bellrod. Bellrod. There's a lot of buzz around A Ray and Bellrod. There is. And, they and that's X-Rays. their exhaust without a muffler on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin. I knew I was walking into that one. Like, I was kind of saying it, and I'm like. He's going to get me here. All right. Justin, Stu was the fastest 125 rider of all time. So who was the second fastest? So Preston? He was good on 125, wasn't he? What about Ricky Carmichael? Yeah, I think that guy's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about his 125 career, though. So 
Right. Medi was like was the young. last one, right? Oh, yeah, Medi was the last one, yeah. All right. Yeah, I was young. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was really young. I did. I, I'm going to go Ricky Carmichael. He or Bomber. A, he Bom- won a lot. Bomber. On that. Bomber was a broken collarbone away from a perfect season. Anyways. All right. Steve. Yep. Who have you enjoyed going on e-bikes rides with the most? E-bikes rides? That's what it says. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anybody. Anybody I've taken has been a lot of fun. And, uh, I mean, I went on with Damon Bradshaw. That's and that has much, to win, right? That's pretty much the pinnacle of life. That was the water bottle he left here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bradshaw. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, you, if you just would have told a 16-year-old Steve Mathis that he'd be mountain biking with Damon Bradshaw. One he's day. the reason I'm the number I am on my motorcycle. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. I was number four because he was on a white and pink. Yeah. YZ250. Yeah. He was the baddest dude I've ever seen. We're yeah. in Axo gear. He still is the baddest dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. Charles, if Oakley can charge so much for goggles, why can't 100%? <laughs> um, it's, it's because cool. they, they can charge whatever they want, but the actual transactions of people purchasing them at that price are the, the factor that we're weighing in. So, X brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Cheers, cheers, where X brands do. Lots of championships. Cheers is gonna cheers. Cheers has a Tampa Bay Sunshine Speedway Championship for sure. Facts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, Did you you guys manage to sign Sexton or not? Would you like to put us on the record? Um, I don't want to put anything officially on the record, but he won the two days ago wearing 100% goggles. True. I'll put that on the record. True. I I talked to another goggle representative who shall go nameless. Okay. And he is also in the bidding for Chase Sexton for 2021. Um, If it's who I think you're you're usually rhyming names with, he lost. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. He seems like he's upset about it. Yeah. He does seem like he's upset slightly. But that could be just a Wednesday for him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. I think I saw said person pulling out of the pits about two laps into the second 250 moto on Saturday. <laughs> no. That, I'm pretty sure. No, no Maybe chance. he was just moving his rental car. There's no he chance. He drove right by. You saw where I parked? Yeah. Like, the exit to the pits was right there. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I will be texting him. Yeah. To the bottom Maybe he was just moving it to Maybe. get closer to the exit. Maybe. I don't know. But right. he drove by during the second oh, 250 wow. moto. Okay. All right. Next question. Justin, is the jump from 80s to 250Fs too big. Did you have to do that? Sorry to jump. I in. rode 125s. Okay. Meant, but I mean, I also rode super minis, which is honestly, it's a pretty big step from an 85, I think, as well. Um, I would say yes, but maybe not in this era. Back in the day, yes. Now, no. All right. Rado D. Francesco did it very well. I think Steve got really caught up in the whole 85 super mini difference. At one point, <laughs> I, did. I think we've got that nailed down now. So yeah, I think I, think we're, I, think I also wrote right. a 150 too. So that was like a whole nother like uh-huh. little step. So uh-huh. like I, it right. was different for me. Yeah, right. Starling was a really good amateur guy. In case nobody remembers. No, yeah, like he yeah. was. I don't know yeah. what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad. It meant to be a compliment. Not <laughs> no, I was really, I was really good in amateurs. I will say that. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 42 titles. Steve. Steve? Wow. 42 titles. Yeah. yeah. Four. That's pretty good. Almost five. Missed it by two. Um, <laughs> Steve, who could Starling get a ride with next season? Uh, any kind of like uh, uh, gas gas monkey team where he's been, uh, Chaparral Honda where he's been. Um, but they're not 450. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, want to ride no, a 250. No, I'm just saying, I just like, don't yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I would say no to those guys. Right, right. 
have. Yeah. No, he's a main event guy. He's close to the top 10 on 250 class. Like, yeah, any, any team like that. Like, yeah. All right. All right. Charles, list some riders on the bubble for getting a ride next season. We just talked Which about Which class? Would he yeah. name the whole field? Yeah. Or? yeah. I just, mean, the whole Geico well, Honda team minus the Lawrence brothers. Yep. Just uh, tell Star. Hart Ramp, Derek Drake, Mason Gonzalez, Ty Masterpool. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I Mitchell. really feel like Brandon should not be on the bubble. He really should be on the team. Is Mitchell Harrison out? He needs, he needs a ride. Yeah, he needs yeah. a ride. I mean, there's. Yeah. It's a big list. That's just 250 class looking at yes, Saturday's results. All right. Justin, last one. We don't have tariffs anymore? Nah. Okay. Apparently not. Boy of the month. Justin. Who was a rider in each class that surprised you in 2020? Uh, Bellrod, 100%. Uh, Lights class, man, I don't know. Yeah, let me look at the points thing real quick. I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention. I was a mechanic at one point, so. Um, I think that Schwartz kid. Dude. Yeah, we were actually well, we talking about on the two, drive up. Schwartz three, was he's good. He's done three races this year. He's been impressive in all of them. But I will say, actually, I think at the end, Fry, he was really good at Paula. I think he got six yeah. overall. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. go with Fry. Yeah. All right. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Motorsport.com. He's got a deal on those guys. Or Gonzalez. Yep. Or he Gonzalez. He was good too. Um, Vortex Racing bringing you uh, our next guest on the show tonight. Uh, Dylan Ferrand is using Vortex on his star Yamaha to uh, win the championship. Cha- uh, James Stewart, Chad Reed have used Vortex Racing as well. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com. V3 bar designed by uh, uh, the Vortex guys of 29% stronger than the competition. Uh, trusted by champions everywhere, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Bringing our next guest on the show, this man nice. and I are Intense Cycles teammates. He's got a new venture with a coffee company. Uh, he may or may not be coming back to race. He's got a lot going on. He's multi-time Supercross and Motocross champion, Ryan Dungey. Ryan, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, doing good, guys. How are you? We're good. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's uh, Before I ask you about the coffee stuff and everything else, uh, let's talk about tasers right away off the gate, Dunge, because I, I do it every single week. Have you ridden one much lately? Are you on a regular bike? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, so I split my time pretty pretty evenly through the week. Okay. Um, I, uh, they, I got a new sniper, which has been a lot of fun. I actually found a bunch of single track. Uh, not far from my house. I've been ripping around on that. And yep. then, uh, yeah, and then the other 50% of the time, ripping around on the taser, keeping it charged up and ready to go and um, kind of cruising around. More fun. Right. I probably I probably shoot around that, and I take it on some training rides, but then the intense ones get on the sniper. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. The, That's been uh, fun. Listen, people, Ryan Dungey, who's in incredible shape, rides a taser. So just just everybody should get one, all right? Just, just sponsor just, our team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There Minnesota you go. guy, Jerry Robbie's on it. Yep. Help him out. Yeah, in 10 cycles. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Uh, I've, uh, I've been having so much fun on mine. They got me the new Taser MX, too, as well, so I've been doing that. That has the new motor in it, Dunge, and I don't know if you've ridden it, but that new Shimano motor is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't had a chance to try it out yet, but I, uh, gosh, just seeing the looks of that thing, I, I'm excited to get on it just with the, you know, the suspension, the new engine. I've heard nothing but positive uh, results with it, so I'm excited. Why do you, you – uh, You've already got on one, huh? Oh, yeah. I've got like 600 miles on mine. See where Dunge falls in the see where Dunge falls in the intense athletes here. It's Mathis first. Dunge's yeah. Yours is coming, Ryan. I'm sure they just they took care of me first. You know. Gosh, what? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, hey, why do you choose the sniper? Well, what? Tell us why a little bit for you. Why that one's the one you want to ride? Um, just, just a, it's a great all-around bike. Yep. Um, you know, from you know whether it's downhill, mountain bike, uh, single track trails. Sometimes, like even here, I'm on the road with it, just trying to bounce from trail to trail. And Minnesota's not the the. Uh, Obviously, we don't get a lot of elevation here, so yeah. but but for the most part, we got a lot of good kind of variety of rides, and um, I'm excited to get out on the West Coast, kind of get on the the big downhills and whatnot. But it's just a really aggressive bike, um, you know, kind of just pull it out of the box. It's yeah, like a yeah. race bike. It, right. It's stiffer. It's aggressive. It's got a good feel. I can you know a good adjustment adjustability on you know the suspension and everything. So it's. Uh, it's been quite the uh, the the process of just kind of learning it, and it's a lot light. I'm just so used to race, when you race dirt bikes, you got that heavy weight on the ground yeah. where these things are so light that you know it's a little bit of a learning curve. But it's it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Pulpamex10 is a code to save at intensecycles.com. I know our listeners have been doing a good job with the code. It's been working great. And uh, and you, for a while there, Intense is out of stock on bicycles, Ryan, which is a nice problem to have, for sure. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, I guess, I think, I don't think we thought that when uh, no. all the craziness <laughs> no. hit in March. I think we were kind of, oh boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, everybody's done a great job, of course, and, and uh, thankfully things are doing really well with the company. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Ryan Dungy? Uh, give us a call here on the Pulp and Mech Show, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, so obviously, as you know, Zacho, Zach Osborne, he, uh, he's going to be on later tonight. He won the 450 Motocross Championship and uh, oldest champion ever. Um, and what a season, Ryan. And you worked with him, of course, uh, under Alden Baker when he switched over to the thing. And you know Zach pretty well. Um, are you surprised at his season? Are you? Is, did it open your eyes? Did you think he had in it? in him to do this uh i did um it, it definitely i will say it uh he, he came out swinging when the outdoors of course he got that supercross win at the end there and he mm-hmm. was he had some good finishes but uh i am and i'm not you know you know with when he was racing the 250 team he kind of was a late bloomer there and then really came on strong and once he got some confidence and momentum going his way and i think the same thing happened with the 450s and you know he's he's hungry and he and he wants to win, especially at his age. It's really impressive, you know, a guy out there thirty years old and 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 still getting the job done. So I'm really pumped for him. I'm really proud of him. The guy I've gotten to spend a lot of time with him just at Eldon's, and he just uh, you know he loves to suffer. He puts in the work, he puts in the time, and he and he definitely gets what he deserves. So it's uh, it's cool to see see it pay off. And um, yeah, it's. Uh, that outdoor title's tough, and he he handled the pressure. He yeah. just handled everything really. He managed the championship really well, and and I thought just from the get go, his his setup looked good. He looked good. It just everything was just jiving. So um, yeah, kudos to him. It's really cool. I'm really happy to see him get that a 450 championship. I'm sure. Like, I'm surprised he's coming on the show tonight. He's not out there, you know, <laughs> you know, enjoying it. But it, it's cool. Uh, it's cool. I'm pumped for him, him and his family, and, and all the Baker crew. Yeah, I, I feel like Zach Osborne's post championship parties are similar to how Ryan's were. Yeah, like yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really. we're back to the grinding yeah. stone. Let's get ready for the next <laughs> right, one. Like right. very similar, very different than. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, think about it. You know, right? I mean, it's late in the year, and and it, the turnaround time is going to be quick. Granted, they, everything goes uh, forward in January, and yeah. So yeah, it's uh, these guys don't really got a lot of time before they got to turn it around. But um, that that's just what it is for while you're a racer. It's just on to the next, and and you'll uh, 
you get time to enjoy it after too. So well, that kind of leads me about uh, to my next question. So obviously, look, Eli Tomac, three-time motocross champion, won his first Supercross title this year. He won three out of the last six motos, so it's not like he he had a bad year. Eli had a good year. It just he wasn't as dominant as he seemed, uh, Ryan, in the past. And he got that Supercross win, and he talked about how much this how much pressure he felt to get a supercross title and how this was amazing and how you know he can relax a little bit and you know the media and the fans and everybody else that that stops asking him when he can win and i think and i don't know eli that well and i think you know he he maybe came into the year this outdoor season with a little bit of pressure off because he got that supercross title and it makes me appreciate you and carmichael and these guys that keep grinding do you know what i mean because it's understandable that eli kind of let the, the foot off the gas pedal if he did which i believe he did it's understandable yeah yeah no it, it is it is and you know i guess when i look at the scenario and i mean i i uh you know when i look at my situation just trying to compare of like putting myself in his shoes it's like uh and in 2010 when i had a great year when i went into 11 i i had lost I needed new motivation. I didn't know where to find it. And mm-hmm. not to mention, you know, Eli finally gets the Supercross title, which is great for him and the team. And he's been after it for a long time. And he's won the outdoors three times in a row. And I think after, you know, you got to realize when you come in as a, um, a, a racer, the, the height is the Supercross championship. That That's yeah. the big one. And, yep. and so if I had to guess, I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody or whatever, but just being in those shoes, I think, you know, it's like he did it now. Now what? Right. Like, yeah. it's like, yep. okay, you got to find the new motivation to do it again. And what I feel, um, you know, he's in that point where, you know, you won the, I think you win the first one for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you win them all, you win them all. Cause you know, that's, you know, that's the goal. You got to yeah. do it for your, you know, for yourself. But at the same time, I think the first one you win for yourself and the second time you got to change your approach and now now it's now you got to look at the bigger picture and mm-hmm. okay we won one you know now now it's time to be that kind of um uh, what really motivated me was just to be that um the guy for the sport who's going to fill that position and who's going to be like there was jeremy mcgrath right right there was ricky carmichael then came Stu, then came chad then came billow and like i found new motivation of being um you know, to keep carrying that, like, hey, like, I want to be the guy. I want to kind of be the face, um, yeah, the face, the face yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. the spokesperson and, and really kind of try to lead this thing. Not do it by yourself, but just be a good example. And for, for every, you know, bigger than just on the track and you trying to win a race. But, but heck, you know, like, you know, be that guy for the sport that everybody's going to look up to and you can set the tone. And, yeah. and, and so that's kind of. I think, you know, he'll realize that and, and to this has just been a crazy year as well. So Yeah. Yeah, can you believe that? The the year we've had, right? Seven races in Salt Lake City on a Wednesday and Sunday. <laughs> Don, yeah. you you were a guy of routine from what I know. This would have just thrown your routine right <laughs> off. This would have just threw you right out of the Oh, right for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean I was thinking of the riders just how there was moments, okay, we're getting ready. This is race day. This is the next race. And all of a sudden the schedule just gets changed and you're like full blown in training. And yeah. all of a sudden you don't know when you're going to race again. And that that's tough. I mean, yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of moments, but when you don't know when you're lining up again and it's just him and ha and mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you know, yeah, it's, you can burn yourself out quick, just training on both ends, but then not knowing when you're going racing. It's, it's a tough situation as a rider. Yeah. 702-586-PULP uh, for a question for Ryan Dungey on the show. Go ahead. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. 
Yeah, Ryan, do you uh, are you still riding a lot, or are you just kind of uh, trying to enjoy the enjoy the retired life? Yeah, I actually uh, I took a good bit of time off from riding. Um, it wasn't until uh, you know I, I started spending a lot more time on the bike this summer and, and, and through the off season. So it's kind of calmed down a little bit. It's getting a little cooler here, but yeah, it was good to get back in the bike and kind of find a new, you know, motivation to get back out there and spend some more time. And just, just, uh, just, we, we actually have a really good couple of tracks that have built around here. So, um, it really was uh, good to get out and yeah, get, uh, get some, get some laps in. I missed it. Right. It was fun. So Ryan, watching watching the races for you as you know having all the success that you did, um, and a lot of the guys that you battled um, and and beat are still out there racing and winning. Uh, I'm curious how it goes when you're watching the races. Are you watching it just as a you know a fan entertained by it, or are you watching thinking, well, shit, I can beat that guy, or that's not that <laughs> impressive, or this is the guy I thought was going to be dominant, but he's doing this, so this should happen. Um, I'm curious how how into it you get on Saturdays watching the races. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I always have paid attention to it, even after racing, and I enjoy kind of dissecting it. And, you know, I mean, you can pick everything apart in every which way that, you know, and tell yourself, oh, I could do this or do that. But I don't look at it like, oh, I can beat that guy. I should still be out there. I will I will say I, I miss it. You know, I miss, I miss the good times. Sure. And I think after racing, you tend to remember all the, the good mm-hmm. times and you forget about, you know, all the hard times, which, which is normal, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just the feelings, the excitement, the lining up on the gate that, you know, the adrenaline and all the, you know, everything that comes with it, it, it was a tough situation, but, um, and even the strategy of, you know, like kind of putting yourself in Zach's position, all right, he's a points leader. How are we going to go into this last round? What are we going to do? And mm-hmm. kind of just, just breaking it all down from, you know, inside my head and, you know, and trying to understand. So it, I enjoy that. I, I, I really miss a lot of the races. Um, I just, you know, I, when it's on Saturday, it's kind of hard not to, you know, spend four or five hours in front of the TV. And, <laughs> and you know, now you got dang, the NBC gold, gold package and you can watch practice. So it's just like, it's, uh, it's nice to just, um, yeah, I mean, it's your, it's the passion, right? It's something you've watched since you're a little kid, and just because I don't race anymore doesn't mean you know it uh, doesn't get me excited, you know. So yeah. yeah. Um, well, we you talked about this a little bit on the Millville broadcast when you joined the guys in the booth, and and of course it made news in the sport a little bit. You were maybe thinking of trying to line up things to come back and race again. Where are we at with that, and uh, what can you tell us about it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I did look into um, trying to knock on some doors, like I said, and, you know, the excitement, the, you know, the, you know, trying to find a good place, uh, a good schedule, that one that, you know, is looking doing the Supercross only and trying to do it under my terms. And, and definitely if we were going to go back racing, it was going to have to be a really, it was, was going to have to be a good deal, a sweet right. deal, one that made a lot of sense for, for me and my family and whatnot. And, and, and on the right terms, but, um, it's tough too. You know, I knew when I started seeking out, looking into it, I, I don't want to give up. I feel like after racing, you make a lot of progress. You learn a lot about yourself. You, mm-hmm. you, you start getting involved in other things, whether it's in the sport, out of the sport. And that, that was one of the things. And, and even we have our, we have our daughter now and it's like, you know, there is a lot more risk than there is reward going back racing. And so, you know, I'm just a person that I like to kind of, man, if there's a hunch, I like to look into it. And and it might've been a little bit premature, but at the same time, but, you know, it's like, you know, I can, 
being able to, to find the right thing and doing it under our terms and having a balance in life and, and whatnot, yeah, yep. I could see doing it. And I had some good talks with my wife and, and, you know, just trying to, you know, plan it all out. But in the end, you know, it didn't work out. And, you know, there was, uh, you know, COVID hit this year and yeah. man, things are tight. You know, a lot of these companies have their, their, their top guys dialed in for the year. So, so money's tight. And, and so it's a, um, it, it was a tall order going in and we knew that, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something I wanted to seek out and Hey, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, if it's not, then, yeah. then it won't happen. And we'll, we'll go other ways and that's totally fine too. But, um, you know, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's tough cause you miss it. You think about it. It's, it was fun and I had a good run. I don't regret any of it. Yeah. And would it be a cha- yeah. challenge? Absolutely. But, um, it's just the, the way it goes. And, and so just try not to give up on all the progress we've made and, you know, in other areas. And then, you know, and I got the coffee thing going now too. And I don't, I, uh, I want to make sure that lands in a good spot too. And, and, and it's, that's been a really enjoyable building and working on it and, and dedicating time to it as well. So I just, you don't want to give up on all these, these things that you started and, and, um, and let it go to, let it go to the wayside just, just to go back racing. Cause I did that, right? Like yeah, we raced and, you didn't you didn't do all these other things because it was going to take away from you on the racetrack. So it's a it's one of those things that racing can slowly kind of just creep back in and take over your whole life. But you got to keep it in, in its place, as you know. <laughs> yeah, well, and you don't, you're not going to do anything half ass at your level, and you're you know right. you're going to be all in. You are going to be all in. Um, yep. But why did why a Honda for you? Obviously, your brother's connection there, but we saw you on a Honda JB's ride. Uh, on social and is there was there a particular reason you got on a honda or you got hooked up with those guys uh, uh, anything that you know yet that made you want to get a red fender and in, instead of a blue fender or a green fender or anything else was there a reason well it, to me it was the it was natural one i when i enjoyed you know the little bit of time that i spent with the geico team and i got to really build some good relationships with uh, the Honda boys. So, mm-hmm. so, okay. so that yeah. was really good. I mean, I spent a lot of time with those guys. I rode, rode a bike a little bit, not to mention, you know, it just, um, uh, you know, it was like, okay, if I'm going to start riding when I, when I ended, when I kind of walked away from the Geico thing, I, the guys said, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll, whatever you need, let us know. We'd love to send you this and that. And I was like, absolutely. So when it came time and yeah, okay. I let the guys know, I want to do some riding and, and, and they were all on board. So it, it was nice. They hooked me up with a sweet ride and Jade actually put together some, some cool parts for me and got me something really good. And, and I just could start ripping laps on. And then, so, um, that, that's kind of, it was just a natural, right. you know, I was kind of, uh, with the Honda boys. So I wanted to continue that sure. too. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, it makes sense for sure. Rdcoffees.com. I ordered a bag not that long ago and, and tried it. And, uh, I'm a big coffee guy now. Coffee, real coffee people will okay. shit on me because I put flavored creamer in my coffee, which, you know, ruins everything. But, yeah, but I don't care. I like the flavored creamer. Leave me alone. But I have to say, I really I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a, it was a good tasting coffee. It was it was nothing. I don't like a, a bitter or a strong tasting coffee. I don't like any of that dark roast stuff or anything like that. So yours was, to me, pretty mild and pretty good tasting how did you get into this rdcoffees.com and what's your role in it and, and what's your passion for coffee? Yeah, yes, I pretty much all started from obviously starting to drink coffee. I mean, back when I was in 07, I think I was working with Johnny O'Mara at the time and Johnny loves coffee and every morning we'd go to the coffee shop and it kind of started there. And I loved my coffee in the morning and then, you know, that just progressed to having coffee every morning right. and, you know, once, you know, sometimes the afternoon. So just always had a passion for it. Um, 
I knew in like, it, it was around 2010. I knew it's like, man, I, I, I started kind of having ideas. I wanted to do something in the coffee industry. And again, I was racing. It's a lot of time commitment. So I kind of just put it off to the side. Mm-hmm. And so it just was always flirting in my mind for years. And so after racing, I was like, you know what, this is, the, you know, the where things were at this year. And, you know, and I was like, you know, here's the perfect time. Let, let's jump into it. And it's a competitive industry, no doubt. Yeah, but that's sure. what's cool. That's what, what's cool about it. And, and so I just dived into the details and learning about the, the roasting and the beans and sourcing and, and, and the whole nine yards. And so I uh, kind of just jumped in and it was, I think for a while, um, just kind of was just like, I just put it off, put it off. And I was like, well, there's no better time than now. So we did it. And I, I found, you know, started it up and RD coffees. I, I thought it was a great fit and it, uh, you know, kind of, uh, with the brand and everything yeah. and the, the designing the logo and sourcing the beans. I, w- I was roasting everything there. You were roasting for a while. Them? Hold on. You were roasting them. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, wow. I, I was, ro- I was did all the whole in. thing. I, I had a whole build out of, um, wow. you know, we had the roasters yeah, yeah. getting the beans and it was a full time gig. And it was kind of nice. Cause I, I was able to meet a lot of really good people in the coffee industry that kind of really helped steer me and guide me a little bit. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, with growing, we were able to kind of, to outsource with roasting partners and, and maintaining the quality and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is, it is, um, you know, uh, you know, from the very, all the way to the bean and making sure it's, just, you know, the responsible sourcing and the farmers get taken care of. So you do, it's, it's the highest, you know, the top of the line co- specialty coffee. So on my end, I, you know, I, I pay more for it and, 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 you know, you, you kind of get what you pay for. And, and like you said, Steve, it's, it's just, um, it's got a good, uh, it's a good flavor, and we got kind of different ends of the spectrum. Uh, it's real smooth, and we got some good bold flavors, as, as long with some kind of uh, smooth and, and a little sweet too. So it's, yeah. it's been a fun process. Uh, RDCoffees dot com for more information. Go buy a bag, check them out, uh, support Ryan's deal. They're real. It's really, really good coffee. We need to do like so. Seely's got coffee out, so we'll mm-hmm. do like some sort of. Red Bull straight yeah. rhythm race with with Ryan and Seely and coffee and I don't I don't know we'll figure something. Just put out. coffee in the line, have everyone try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah we'll, we'll do something with Seely and Dunge where they're gonna have shoot out their coffee lines or something. So yeah. um, there we go. No, it, yeah, it's yeah. I didn't know you were that into it. I figured you just kind of you know uh, found a guy and maybe a buddy and but you're roasting and you're building it out and yeah, Jesus, Ryan, you're right, right into it. So. Yeah, but if Ryan's gonna do something, he does yeah, it all I, in I guess, or. Right? doesn't do it right right yeah yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah it's uh it's been a good learning curve from every end of it from the coffee to yeah. all the way to the uh you know yeah i've always had an interest in, in business and, and yeah. kind of entrepreneur spirit so as you know and so it's just that's been a lot of learning a lot of developing so um yeah it's kind of kind of the next thing i really kind of sunk my teeth into and i've uh, been uh, been enjoying it it's kind of excited to share it with the industry yeah, I kind of heard like a little bit, uh, you know, you obviously you won those championships for KTM and you were involved with them on a little bit level. And I had heard through the grapevine a little bit that you couldn't be as all in as as you wanted to be. And so, you know, you, you that's why you took the Geico thing. But and, and so now the coffee thing and, and maybe coming back to race like that's your personality. Like you're not just one to stand out and be like, hey, let's maybe do this. And then you're gone playing golf. That's not you, you know, <laughs> No, it that, it does. That, I will say, I, there's a few things that I could probably, hey, just do these things part time right. and be okay with it. But right. I'm just, it's just there's something about like just <laughs> not, you know, I can't sleep at night if it's not done right. If I yeah. don't apply myself, like it's hard to. I think a lot of people know me, and those who do know me, it's um, you know they say go enjoy it a little bit, don't worry. And it's like I 
I just um, <laughs> I can't. And maybe a little, little bit of my dad. My dad just like serious work ethic, right, works nonstop, right. and and I uh, I got to keep the balance. But I just like to do things <laughs> and do it right, and you know, and and not to mention follow my passions. I yeah. I, I always feel like that's that's a great start and a great uh, a great starting point. Yeah, so. it's lots to learn with that for sure. Like in that in that kind of ethic and everything else, you know. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Ryan, yep. so now that you're retired and all that, and I remember watching a video, I don't remember, it might have been like a Red Bull signature series or something, but you were riding out of Alden's the year after you retired, and uh, Alden was just like that you were just, it was built in there to just kind of be like hammering out motos. When you ride now, are you kind of getting in the mindset of like you want to go do a moto, or are you trying to like just enjoy the riding and, and just having fun with it? You know, uh, I'd be straight up honest, it's I, I, I moto, and I yeah. only and I only do that um, just because I feel it, it, it's good for me to have a goal. I feel like the second I'm out there riding and I'm just out there putting laps in, I don't know how many I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you start brain fading, you start thinking about other things. It's just something about having an end goal. And I just always, you know, even at the practice track, I just always, I, I even do the stopwatch because I just love, I love having that kind of competition, you know, competing against myself. Can I do a little bit better? Can I get a little bit faster? Can I, can I shave off a little bit here like that? I just enjoyed that process, and so I still do that, and it keeps me focused, keeps me in the moment, and honestly, I feel like if I would ride 50, you know, 60, 70, 80 percent, it's like, you know, I don't know how to just do that, you know, and I I think a lot of racers don't, right? You you probably get that. Yeah, it's hard for me to just go uh, ride, too, so I understand. That's why I was kind of asking, because, like, it's it's also, like, I think safer if you go and do a moto yeah. because you're focused the whole time. And then sometimes you can kind of get a little bit lost, you know, in other things. And so that was yep. just something I was just wondering, like when you come back and you're riding, like, you know, what, right. what's your mindset, you know, after, you know, years off. Yeah. yeah. If it's on the moto track, that's kind of my game plan, but I, I still, you know, I have bucket list things to do. Like, yeah, I want to go up to Colorado and ride the fire, you know, the trails right. up there and just kind of cruise. Like I want to do all those types of things and other things as well. So, but no, yeah, on the no. moto track, we're no Don. You don't seem like a good guy to go trail riding with at all. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go riding with you. You're just gone. <laughs> yeah, just hammering right. it. Right, <laughs> hey guys, let's go cruise around. <laughs> gone. You're like, oh wait, 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 wait. I thought we were gonna hang yeah. out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna yeah. jump in on that that same topic of obviously I didn't race near at the level you did, but when you're done racing, it, it's um, yeah, it's difficult to to ride and just enjoy it right because you're you're driven like you said off of those goals and milestones and yeah. specific things that yeah. when you, you start just going to the track and riding you you get bored super super fast mm. right so like right. a guy like dunge goes to a local track he jumps everything the first lap yeah maybe second lap yeah, yeah, yeah. so then the third and fourth lap he pushes and turns by the fifth lap it's like all right i went as fast as i can like right. now what right. so if you don't have something specific yeah. measurable to go up against it's really hard to even ride around and enjoy yourself, right? Because if you're just cruising around, you don't get that adrenaline, that that feeling of going fast on the motorcycle that we're all after, right? It's a it's a tough yeah it's a tough spot I, to be in. I a lot of people just end up right. not riding anymore. I don't know, right? Donj. I went out with to Glen Helen with RV <laughs> like maybe two months ago, and yeah. and RV was out there, and then he, every time he came back, he just kept asking us how fast he was and how good he looked and and look at me and. <laughs> And so he seemed to be okay with just cruising and telling everybody how fast he was. <laughs> so, but, the, but that's just Don. That's I just, feel like Don and RV right. have a little bit different outlooks. Right, things. right. <laughs> By the way, does anybody know if RV is doing like a barbecue or a smoker career next? I, I don't know. Is anybody following his? Just the selfies. He just seems the barbecue. All he seems to care about is smoking ribs and beef brisket. But then, but then I'll tell you how fast he was at right. Helen on Thursday. Right, right. 
So <laughs> I, I, it, um, it's it's awesome. How things change, huh? Yeah, totally right. Totally yeah. right. It, it's amazing. Yeah. So and then and now and Dunch Stu is back. Stu has come back. It's amazing. The Stu, yeah, yeah. It's good to see him. I uh, yeah. He, he took a little breather there, but I, I like what he's doing. Coming, a little? Coming back. And, <laughs> he took a little yeah. breather. <laughs> My dude oh, hit Control-Alt-Delete and it's gone. Yeah. No, it's yeah, – it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're talking kind of coming back helping with Chase, right? That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah, just – Yeah, it's good. I, it's cool to see him kind of sharing that experience with the next group of guys. And Chase, Chase is going to – he's, he's going to be good. He's yeah. going to be a good rider. He, so he is, absolutely. Good. No, it's uh, it's good. And some people tell me some, – some people say he reminds them of you. You know, I mean, good riding form. Uh, he's taller than you are, I think, but, but perfect form on the bike at all times, you know. So I've heard that from a few people. Yeah, he's a he's a good kid, and he actually, you know, not to, but he does remind me of me a little bit. He's just got a relaxed style yeah. and really efficient and mm-hmm. good corner speed, really fluid. Doesn't look like he's going fast, but he is, and and that's a, that's a, you know, not to mention he just got his first win. It's his first, he just started in the uh, uh, beginning of outdoors, so well, it's great to you know. Usually, you can tell a lot when a guy comes in and kind of has that early success and so that's that's you know and our sport needs that i think our sport needs those up-and-coming guys new group you know uh, ac and right you know those guys those guys had some good speed ac and chase you know for being new were really establishing themselves and and really kind of uh showing like, like hey they can hang they got the speed and it's uh they're they're gonna be uh you know um a little bit more experience under their belts and stuff year by year it's 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 you know they're going to be tough. Yep. Well, Ryan, I don't want to. I know you're you're trying to speak highly of some other riders, but I think you won both championships your first year. So on a 450. So <laughs> yeah, as you're saying, like good. done. You're saying like, well, Chase came in and did good his first year, and Outdoors, yeah. like, I mean, if right. we're drawing direct comparisons here. Yeah. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate. I, but as a as a guy, you know, and I just just to add to that, like you, you know, I remember Mike going into the 450s, like. Stu and Chad, I was like, I may be dreaming a little bit big. I was like, man, I want to run with those guys. I want to run with those guys. But, like, the whole offseason, you know, like, man, can I really, am I really yeah. going to be able to right. hang with those guys? And right, right. So to be able to, for them to go at it and be up at the front, you know, that's a, that's a good start. And uh, hopefully Supercross kicks off like that. But Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, we absolutely hope so. Well, hey, Ryan, thank you. Uh, thank you for your time tonight on the show. rdcoffees.com, all of our listeners go there. Buy some coffee. It's really good stuff. Uh, we'd appreciate that as well and support. And, Ryan, at some point, let's try to hook up for a taser ride here. I've got four of them in the garage, so you just come on up to Vegas. I'll take you on my uh, my loop here. We'll, we'll go out on yeah. the tasers. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe Osborne will let us use his motorhome for the weekend, and we can there we go. Perfect. camp out of that thing, and we'll be good. Steve, how, <laughs> how's, the Pulp MX, how's the Pulp MX marketing budget looking for next year? For, for, can we can we make this happen with Dunge? Yeah, we got to try. We, we need, try. We we need make a title sponsor. We do. I feel like we can do yeah. this. Yeah, we can do that. Is it too late, Ryan? Yeah. Pulp MX. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep, keep me in mind, boys. All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep hey, working on it. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. Have All a good night. All right. Thank you. That's Ryan Dunge, everybody. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, next, moving on to our next guest, Vertex Pistons. Did you know every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes from the factory with a Vertex piston in the in the engine? From you, yeah. 
Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, sales at PivotWorks.com. If you're looking for a piston, whether it's a, a two-stroke or four-stroke, high-compression, GP-style replica pistons, VertexPistons.com. Visit your local dealer or your e-tailer and check them out. And if you want a deal, mention Pulp MX Show at sales at PivotWorks.com to pass on a deal from the folks at VertexPistons.com. From one champion to another, let's uh, get to our next guest on the show. He is uh, call- calling in from Florida out there. It's Ricky Carmichael. What's up, RC? How are you? I'm good, man. I just uh, just calling into you. Got done with uh, the kids' homework, all that fun stuff, and uh, yeah, glad glad to be on. I just caught the tail end of the dunge there. Yeah, talking to you. Did he have anything good for you? No, nah, he said he. Uh, it sounded like the comeback is done. It didn't quite work out funding wise and all of that on uh, coming back. We all heard that a little while ago, right? Um, so, yeah, he just said that that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah, you know. I- I was uh, when we were texting back and forth. I just, I mean, selfishly, I wanted to, you know, it would have been great to see him at the races next year, and I think it would have been fantastic for the sport. Uh, he's such a likable guy. I think definitely we know that the fans would have rallied behind him. Certainly, mm-hmm. that would have been the case. But um, I mean, but from one competitor to another, I just don't know that I could get on board with that decision. And what the motive would be behind it, obviously, I know the motive would be to go out and win. And uh, he's just accomplished so much. And I just go back to his, you know, his last season and how hard it was yeah. for him to win that championship. And he fought through and, you know, he relied on a lot of things, uh, his, 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 his past experience and his knowledge in the game. And, 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 he, and, and he had some... You know, he had some luck on his side, no doubt. Obviously, yeah. you make your own luck for sure. However, I just, I don't know. I couldn't get on board with it, and and I would just hate for him to, for some reason, have hurt himself. I personally believe in the last two years, the pace in Supercross, especially the 450 class, has just gotten so fast. Those guys are going so, so fast, and I feel that he would have been put in a position that, Quite frankly, he did, he wouldn't have wanted to be in whether it's right. quadding through a section, and I could <laughs> yeah. be totally wrong. You know, I yeah. could be totally wrong. However, I just man, I mean, he he went out on top. I love what he did. I am a huge Ryan Dungey fan, but I just I, I just I couldn't get on board with it for for those reasons. Mostly just yeah. you know safety. from a safety standpoint and how fast those guys are. You know, they just, I mean, they're so fast. You went out winning every race on your part-time schedule, of course, and then you went out. Did you ever think about coming back the next year or the year after or anything? Did you have any sort of things like Ryan is having where you're like, you know what, maybe I could line up or maybe, you know, I, I could make this much money or whatever. Did, did, it, did it ever come close to you at all, anything? The, the, only, the only time I felt that was, what was it, uh, after Millville, when Stu didn't come back to race, oh yeah, yeah, right. or, or Mil- that what it was? I'm no, like, watch you go, yeah, watch you go. Oh, I'm like, damn, I should have kept, <laughs> I should have kept racing. But no, but I will tell you, though, it did take two years. Uh, I didn't want to line up at the races, but I, I still had that feeling like, man, I could go out there and still do it, yep. and still co- and be be competitive and compete for wins. But I didn't want to go out there and do it. I still, I just think. I was so yeah, burnt, right, you know, right. and fried, and I'm like, man, I just, you know, I can't, I, I didn't want to do it. And I think that Dunge is getting to that that stage now. I, I always say it takes two years to get over that hump, 
to where you're like, man, I, it's just been too long since you've been out of the game in this sport. Yeah. That uh, he's almost over that to where it's not even a thought anymore. So. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Ricky Carmichael on the Pulp Mech Show? Give us a call. Brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Uh, he will take your calls for Linux a little bit here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. So, yeah, it was um, it was a surprise decision for sure. You know, I, I know RV pretty well. I'm pretty tight with him. And do you remember when he mm-hmm. came back to race the Monster Cup like two years ago? Mm-hmm. Like I do. Like, I think he was a little shell-shocked. He, at the end of the night and, and the next day, I think he was like, shit, I thought I'd be better. You know what I mean? Like, like he, he was prepping pretty hard. Yeah. He was just coming off yeah. his four championships. And like you just said, RC, a couple times, like these guys advance. And I think RV was like, whoa. A little. I don't know if he'd ever yeah. admit that publicly. but I No, think he, he wouldn't. I think he, <laughs> no. I think he was like, holy I shit. I mean, right. And you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, that guy is a warrior. I mean, if there's one, I mean, if there's one guy I wouldn't have won a race for a championship, it'd probably be that guy. I mean, he's just going to do whatever he's got to do to win. True warrior. There's no doubt about it. And he will just, seems like he would just grind on you and grind on you and <laughs> right. grind on you and just put you into submission or he's like, okay, I give up. You got me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked too. You know, I thought, I, I I thought he was going to get out there and do really do a little bit better than he yep. did, but that just shows you, especially in in Supercross, that these guys take off uh, you know a fair amount of time. And when I say fair amount, I mean when you're off the bike for two months, three months at a time, you lose a lot. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. And uh, to come back and, and and race these guys was is is really really hard, especially when they're riding all the time. They're yeah. constantly improving. And, uh, I mean, you know, things change. The bikes change, and they're always improving. The suspension technicians, the engine technicians, the engineers involved, they're working their tails off. And, uh, I mean, I, I just – when I watch down the Supercross floor – um, before the before the night program comes on, I, it just blows my mind how fast you know just how fast those guys are going, how fast the bikes are accelerating, and the things that they do just yeah. right out of the corner, and the talent that these guys have. It's it's insane how they how they're able to do what they do on a motorcycle. Well, and then too, you look at some of the data stuff going on with the guys and how they're programming the bikes to open the throttle at certain percent at this corner of the track. This is stuff that you never had, Ricky. You just twisted the throttle till it fell off. But, like, <laughs> they, they can now, like, monitor your throttle delivery at a certain part of the track and, you know, all of this stuff that just makes these guys so good. You know, the starts, I know. The starting yeah. maps, all and- that stuff. Yep. Yeah, especially when the riders are willing to accept the data and learn from it. And, and one thing is, it, you know how it is. One thing, it's one thing to have the data, but being able to apply it and put it to, to, to where you can use it to your advantage, whether you're the rider, whether you're the engineer, uh, making it work. That, that's another thing. And yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely so cool to see that. And it was funny when we had RCH and, uh, we were working on all the start modes and all that all that fun stuff and the lockdown device. And we're just trying to get the bike to where you could basically just make it dummy proof. Right. Right. Just let the clutch go. Right. And I, not, not, not racing with that kind of technology, dude, I sucked with that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> full start mode lockdown. I'm just, I, I couldn't even do it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not your guy for this. You need to hire. <laughs> we need to hire Ivan or somebody to do the testing. Just that that has raced recently. I felt like a complete goon. I and there's probably some video floating around somewhere with it, but it was it was so 
embarrassing, you know. So anyhow, but it's cool. You know, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's great for the sport, and uh, I think that it'd be cool if we could talk a little bit more about it, explain it uh, a little bit better on the broadcast next year. I think that'd right. be something fun that the fans would enjoy. RC, um, yes. Are you uh, are you still riding right now, or what's going on? Because I know you're not with Suzuki anymore. Like, do you have a bike and and all that, or yeah. you, uh, what's going on there? Well, besides the triumph, besides the triumph, he's got yeah. the triumph. That's so, right. right. That's right. right. By, by the way, we had a killer time uh, on our adventure ride. Uh, myself, Pagio, and uh, JH and Ray Butts from Rocky Mountain ATV. We had a really good time on that ride. It was so much fun, and and. Uh, I have some friends over at Triumph that uh, were at Suzuki at one time. So that's uh, when, when when this came about. We were supposed to go to Sturgis, but then with everything going on in the world, uh, we weren't able to go. So we're like, man, let's do an adventure ride. So um, I, I'd been, you know, that that market is really is really taken off. So I've been kind of watching it. I'm like, man, that'd be a lot of fun to do that. So that's how we ended up on that. But as far as like moto, to be honest with you, I'm a fair weathered rider. Um, <laughs> so I don't ride. <laughs> I don't ride that much, and when I do, it's the conditions got to be just right. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I mean, the thing about it, like living in Florida, if you can't go out, uh, I mean, obviously there's no mountains or anything like yeah. that. So if you can't go out and do that kind of riding, and you just want to go out and pound out laps on the on the track, to me, it's not fun riding at 50%. And to ride at 100%, honestly, I'm scared something's going to go wrong and I'm going to hurt myself. And it just so to answer your question, I ride once in a while. But right. what I do find joy in when I do riding, I like riding Supercross. And the reason that I like yeah. riding Supercross wow. is because wow. of speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know it's crazy for me, right? Because it's like, yeah. I mean, uh, outdoor was my thing. But the reason that is is because I can put the bike in second gear and just ride at my own pace and 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 not have to go so fast and and outdoors you got to go so fast to get that challenging feeling mm -hmm. and i just the speeds are what are what worry me so sure. but uh, yeah once only one only once in a while i heard through the grapevine you may be associating yourself with another oem in the near future do, do you have anything on that or is, is that crazy mm -hmm. sources yeah, oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't okay. heard from anybody. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard from anybody. Yet. I really, I really haven't. So, uh, you know, but but if it happens, if, right. if somebody's going to hook me up, we'll, uh, you guys will hear about it. That's for sure. Right. Uh, I talked to Fro this weekend at Paula, and yeah. uh, uh, how's the podcast going with you too? He he told me he's been bugging you to jump on, but uh, more and more. But how's that? How do you like that oh, end wow. of things? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm glad you asked that because we, we have fun. Uh, Real Talk 447 is a, is a fun little project for us. I mean, you know, we, we, uh, you know, you, you, you kill it. You, you own the space. You do a fantastic job. You have a, you have a, a huge viewership, listeners, viewers. Yeah, all, and, all uh, of that, right? We, yeah. we just, yeah, we, we get on there and we, and we like to have fun with it and, and, it's we do it when we want to do it and and we like if people listen to it and it, it is a lot of fun when we're able to do it and uh it, it's been it's been different you know right, it's been right. different but but fun but fun and for me is like i end up just repeating myself of what i said uh <laughs> from, on the broadcast yeah, yeah. so 
I'm always trying to find something other to talk about. Uh, not, not not so much gossip, but just other things. And even if it's other disciplines or sports, sure. I'm also down with talking about that. But it's a lot of fun now. Jeff will tell you, like, he'll pass the buck and say, oh, man, well, I try to get RC to do it, but he's always busy. But don't let him fool you. He's busy running the uh, <laughs> running the market there on Balboa, big dogging it. Yeah, so yeah. Don't, hey, you know, it's never Fro's fault. No, but, no, no. Yeah. No, no, never. <laughs> Never, uh, it, right? It's a it, well. It's funny at first because he was doing all the editing and all that fun stuff. So it was uh, he, he. I got to give it to him. He was doing a lot of the work, uh, the back end work, which uh, I got to give a hats off. But right now, he will pass the buck for sure. So it's funny that <laughs> it's funny that he uh, he he said that to you. Yeah, no, absolutely, he did. Uh, yeah, but check it out, four four seven podcast. I want Supercross starts for sure. You guys will be up and running. So give you a plug on, yeah. on here so go ahead Charles so I assume you're, you're back as um, the analyst for, for Supercross TV well I'm hoping so I mean that's uh, that's the plan for all intents and purposes that would be that'd be good I'm, I'm hoping everything sounds like it sounds like it's a go but right. man you just you know you never know anymore but I, I think that uh, we're in a good position I I was able to I thought I had a good performance in Salt Lake City and been working at it and doing the best that I can and and a lot of people's like man you really got better from the first year to the second year and did I work on it of course I did did I study it more absolutely uh but at the same time man I mean all you guys know um that it, it's it's just making laps you know making right. laps yep. as, as Ralph would say and <laughs> you get more comfortable you get better and you know what's happening. You know what to expect. And uh, what I will say what really helped me going from the first year to the second year is watching the outdoor races, you know, being a little bit more in tune. I didn't know that I was going to be in that position until basically December before uh, before uh, the Supercross started in 19. So I wasn't watching all the motocross events either. So right. I kind of just kind of pl- uh, unplugged from it. And then when the opportunity came up, um, I, I hopped in, but yeah, so, so I was much more prepared for the 2020 season. And yet, honestly, dude, just simple math, just more laps yep. and, uh, being there each weekend. And I really love that, um, what that balance looks like. Uh, it works out well from a, uh, timing perspective for me, uh, with involved, uh, with as much as I'm involved with my kids. And, uh, you know, so they're, they're during the school, they're, they're in school during the week. And obviously in the weekends I'll work and then I have them during the weeks most of the time. So I'm able to work with them, make sure everything's going good. And in the summers, for the most part, when I'm not doing my brand ambassador stuff, I'm able to spend as much time with them during the summer and still like, still get some stuff done. So it's, it's a really good balance. I like the routine. Uh, I had a long enough break away from it, and the kids are old enough now that uh, I can do that kind of thing. And yeah, I, I feel like I've I've found a nice balance, and I enjoy it. So does it does it give you any of that sort of competitive kind of the the thing you're craving and you're missing out on with racing? Do do you get that yeah, like with right tackling before, a new like before the gate drops type yeah, deal? Yeah, that, yeah that, like that type and, of and stuff? you're getting better yeah. at something new, and and you're getting the butterflies when yeah. the, the you're live on TV. Does do you get any of that from it? hundred percent. Great question. So absolutely. I do. Uh, the biggest things that, uh, like that I really get fired up on is obviously, uh, and bummed at myself and like pissed and want to do better is obviously the standups. 
I uh, really want to do my on ca- do a good job at my uh, on cameras, and we don't have a lot of time because your co-host uh, sometimes Daniel Blair always likes to hog up the airwaves. <laughs> you know, he's like, a hack. Land your plane, dude. Yeah, like yeah. I like you know producers in our <laughs> ear. I'm like, okay, well there goes about ten seconds of the uh, twenty that I have, but no. Uh, so I always want to do my best there and uh, and be short and concise and get the messages across. And really, the the um, the the when you guys are racing, what what the approach that I tried to take this year was like, okay, what would I do if I had my helmet on? And I really didn't knew like I just kind of really learned my role and what I needed to do this season. Mm-hmm. But this year I went into it. And I'm like, I'm going to pretend like I have the helmet on. And sometimes if you know I have to take the ball from Ralph and I certainly don't want to overstep on him because he's the play by play guy. You know, he is the front man, but there are times where, you know, I've laid off in the past and I've missed opportunities where this time, if I see a pass coming, I'm going to jump on it and take it. And Ralph has been totally cool. I'm like, Hey man, I just feel like there's times where I just got to do it. I, it has, I don't want to be disrespectful to you at all. And Ralph is cool. He's like, dude, totally go for it. So, I did a lot of that this year, and of course, do I get do I get nervous? And do is there anticipation? Absolutely. Uh, most of the time, it comes like I said for my opening stand-up. I uh, really work hard uh, on that one because that's you know that's the message that we're trying to drive home, and uh, what, uh, you know trying to deliver the message on what we want the viewers to see and what's happened throughout the week and and continuing from the weekend before. And uh, yeah, and then finishing strong, your closing segment, you always want to go out with a bang as well. So uh, I do get uh, butterflies, especially like championship weekend mm-hmm. uh, before the gate drops for you guys. A hundred and ten percent. I, 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 yeah, like I'm like man, the anticipation. I, something that I never thought that I would get. I didn't even get that when I was racing. <laughs> I get way more. Yeah, I get way more antsy uh, being up in the booth before the gate drops. No doubt. Oh, I imagine it's probably a lot like when you lined up against the great Tim Ferry, RC. Like, I mean, well, you know, you, you, you know, I mean, I would get nervous if I was up next to a champion like that, you know. He, right. He, and I can't believe Red's like, I, I saw uh, Little Red is uh, oh, Evan 16. Is 16, 16 now. I mean, that's just, I mean, I mean, yeah. where does the time no, go, you know? And, and I was like, it. man, it's, it's crazy. Now he's going all the way through it again but that's awesome you RC, know, I'm, you- I'm happy for them and i don't know what it is but since he's gotten on that husky the dude is like evan is like a new guy uh, and and i i love if you don't follow him if no one's following him on instagram give the guy a follow yeah. he is so much fun to ki- he has got talent off the bike as well it's 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 insane do you know how depressing it's going to be that i was adjusting his father's suspension for him for years and now i got to go ask his kid how was your suspension tonight in the race like that is that's the fucking depressing ricky that is depressing like oh my I, god well, i do we're, we're getting old i mean i, we, I mean just there's no just there's no beating around the bush you know <laughs> there's no there's there's no beating around the bush there's no doubt about it oh, it's, uh, it's short gonna... story for you guys the, the guy that used to produce uh scott mclemore if you, yeah, if you remember scott. him yeah, used yeah. To re- so he always used to say that when 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 I started racing pro, I'm going to retire. Well, the guy's still working. Yeah. Now, so. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. I just think it's in our uh-huh. blood, man. I think we, we like it, and I think that, uh, you know, we just can't sit around here and do nothing. So, 
Anyhow, well, that's, uh, I was going to say, I mean, because, yeah. you know, Ferry did take you down in 97. That was a perfect, yeah, perfect, bit, perfect bit of racecraft there. Not <laughs> winning one race. It was a brilliant strategy. It was a brilliant strategy. It's a long game. Yeah, it's a long game. But uh, anyway, right. Starling. Hey, I, I, can, I, I believe I had the most crashes that season and in, in 1999. So those uh, 99 definitely is a year that I would uh, – like to forget without a doubt it was just uh mayhem yeah. a rookie and yeah. you know it's just like people don't understand like i had to give ac a million kudos this year uh for how, like when he, when he crashed in uh was it glendale yeah i mean he that that was a tough lick and to come back the next weekend in oakland i wish there was a way that i could ex- have explained that better uh to come back and rebound the way that he did um, is so hard to do at the at that yeah. at the pinnacle of the sport, and I don't I, I don't know I don't know really how to explain it any better. Like I just I don't know how. I think you have to live it mm-hmm. and know what it's like. Uh, but I mean that I mean it's just and and I lived that, so I know how hard it is to do, and not only physically but mentally. You can it's so easy to get in a rut. Yeah. And the guy was just able to rebound, and it was and it was cool to see. And a lot like Zach Osborne, I mean, you know, kind of switching gears here to to finishing out the series. I mean, yeah. he won it. He won at Salt Lake, and then to be in a hole that he was in in the 450 class. I mean, he was used to winning in the 250 the last couple of years there, and then to be able to basically pull yourself out of the soup. And yeah. and win a championship, win in Supercross. I think we haven't seen the last of him because the guy knows how to win. And once once he he knows that he can do it, it's like he won't be denied. And uh, I just I just have a lot of uh, I just uh, mad respect for people that are able to do that because that is so hard to do. Yeah, don't you think we talked about this before? If he doesn't win the final round at Salt Lake, I mean Anderson's seat comes off to help him out a little bit. If he doesn't win that, then maybe he doesn't win this outdoor title. Do you know what I mean? Just that little spark. Yeah. And, and and honestly, you at Anaheim, the infamous Jeremy race at Anaheim, you know, mm-hmm. then you went on a roll. Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like, hey, I can do this. I can really do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Without a, I, I personally, do I think he would have been strong minus the win at Salt Lake? Of, of course, course yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I just you could just see his confidence rising. If you like, just say that the Salt Lake um, residency that we did was like a second season, if you will, of Supercross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if something clicked, and I haven't had a chance to talk to him as much as I would like to, but they clearly got the bike handling better for him, and it, it was in a comfortable spot. On an average, his finishes were better, his starts were better, everything was just working well for him. And then, yes, do I I think to to answer your question, Steve, do winning winning the final round help him go into the outdoor? A hundred percent. Had to have a boatload of confidence. You would assume that outdoor is more his thing, and he's just he's probably like, oh hell yeah, it's it, it's game on. And he knows he's tough, you know. And the guys that he's lining up against, he knows that he can run with them, and and he won't be denied. And he has that uh, never never say die attitude. And that's really what you need, not only in all racing, but especially the outdoors. Yeah, RC, I kind of want to go back into your racing career a little bit. And uh, mm-hmm. so you, you went 24-0 two times, and yep. you're 
super impressive with those. How mentally challenging was it to do that? And was the second one harder than the first one or, or how, like how did that work? Cause I've always wanted to ask you that. And that's, I mean, it's only one other dude's <laughs> done it besides you and you're the only one that can do it twice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, great question. I, in 2002, honestly, like I didn't think that, you know, I didn't have any intentions on doing that. And I, it just happened. That bike was really good, by the way. The yeah. the O two um, outdoor bike was was worked really well. And I just the only time that the pressure got to me, and I promise the only time it did was the final round. Was a final moto. Yeah. Because because you go the you you go twenty three races right yeah. undefeated. Right. And then it's like okay you you can't screw this up now. Yeah, I would be freaking you know, out in my head, like freaking yeah. out on the gate. Yes, I, I was. I was like, okay. I'm like, holy crap, man. I feel the now. I feel the pressure, but up until that point, it was incredibly, uh, incredibly. I wouldn't say easy, right. but I didn't really think about it until really all the marbles were on the table, and that's when it got me. Um, didn't know what to expect. So the second time that I did it in 2004. Um, that bike, I mean, to this day, that, that CRF 450 was probably yeah. my fit. Other than my RM um, 250, uh, my 2005 SX bike, yep. that was probably my two favorite motorcycles. Uh, and my 98 KX 125, was those, those three were, were my absolute favorite. And uh, it was just, it was so much fun to ride. I remember riding in, in 04, like during the week, just loving going to the track and riding. It didn't matter if the conditions were good, bad. I mean, that bike just excelled everywhere. And it was pretty much stock, like a stock engine. Uh, there wasn't a lot done to them. Those things were so fast anyways. But I knew what to expect uh, in 2004. Yep. So it was a little bit easier just because I had, I had done it before, but I, I did feel the pressure once again on that last moto, because like I said, you, you go so far and you're like, okay, man, I can't, I can't screw it up. But another reason that I think also going undefeated in 2004 was a little bit easier was not only did I have, I done it before and I knew what to expect, is uh, if you remember, I landed on K Dub's bike in practice, uh, and so I was kind of preoccupied mentally. Uh, my <laughs> ankle was all tweaked. Yeah, that thing was like a balloon. So I had I had something to kind of take my mind off it. I was more, you know, right. focused on not not dabbing my foot and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it was funny because in '03, Timmy beat you in a moto. Wyndham beat you, but you're the, the yep. two stroke. You're you're spinning, you're going sideways, the thing's revving. It's, it, you can, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like you got on the four stroke. It's like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh. Well, we all got problems now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, I mean, honestly, it was the, it, your, your two stroke was at a disadvantage. And, and, and that's the way that, that is, that's the real Dude, truth there for sure. You know, I, when we were at, uh, we were at Unadilla and Wyndham and I, I mean, I, I, I was going as hard as I could. And I remember coming off, and, and he beat me straight up. And uh, and uh, I knew it was going to be tough to beat those guys there, especially that track. And yeah. K-Dub, we all know how well he rides, especially at um, at Unadilla. That that track really suits his style. It's rocky. you got to have great throttle control. A lot of just slippery areas. It's, it's You have to have a lot of technique there. And uh, we come off the, got back to the Honda rig, and Cliff White 
for those of you guys know, he, he pretty much was the engine tuner there while my tenure at Honda. Love the guy, got a great relationship with him, still talk to him. And he's like, dude, he says, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way that you were going to beat Kevin at this track <laughs> against that four show. So don't beat yourself up too bad because I was pissed, right? Like, I just, I, you know, I wanted to win. So and, and I can he, see, he's like, and RC, I can see Cliff the way he talks. Like, just all quietly and a matter-of-factly, he would have just been like, yeah. there's no way you would have beat him, Ricky. And then just walked off. Yeah, you're exactly. And you're like, what pretty, the fuck? What do you pretty, mean? Yeah, right, right. That's, that's pretty much how yeah, it looks. Like, don't yeah. beat yourself up. Right. There's no way you're going to beat him. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me that at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, that is so, that is so close. But, but, yeah. then, but then, you know, like, what really, like, what then, fast-forwarding, now let's go to 2005, where I lost two motos. One was at Southwick. Um, I went, I kind of come from the back section and the front section. I went over and, and Reedy ended up winning that moto. And then, the, of course, the famous one that uh, everyone remembers of me and Stu at uh, Unadilla when he landed on me. Yeah. Um, those were like, like, I'm like, man, I was so close to almost doing it three times. I won all the overalls, but. Yeah. Uh, just won 22 motos, so th- that actually <laughs> though that that really pisses me off because <laughs> you I'm can like, hear dude, it in his two voice. more. Yeah, yeah, I'm like looking bad. I'm like, dude, really? I couldn't just pull two more motos. Yeah. Off. I brought up shit. It's my bad. Yeah, yeah. Good, good job, uh, uh, Ricky. I know I promised you half an hour. You got a little bit more time. We got some phone calls. Yeah, for yeah, you, yeah, but, yeah, okay. yeah. No right. problem. Right. No problem. Let's get to some phone calls for uh, Ricky Carmichael here. Brought to you by Vertex. Pistons.com. First up is Todd. Todd, what's going on? What's your question for RC? Ricky, got a quick question for you. Not, yes, not sir. to tag on to JT and, uh, and to Steve's um, Mount Rushmore discussion. A little bit different. But if you, if you could, past or present, line up on the gate with anybody, who would it be and why? And what bike would you be on? Ooh. Dude, fantastic question. Thanks for calling in. That is, yeah, wow, yeah. you put me on the spot. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, okay, it, it would be, it would probably be this. The the CRF 450 was was pretty sporty. I mean, I just feel like uh, uh, the advantage that I had on that season was, uh, yeah. I mean, that was that was nice going to the line on that thing. Um, the next would be who would I like to line up against? Yeah. Oh man! I mean, uh, uh, so uh, I, I would probably have to say Ryan Dungey or Ryan Villapoto. One, one of the, okay. I would be okay with one of those two guys because I've raced just about every other every other one that are high up on the record books, and uh, that would and those guys are the, basically the next two in line, and and that's why you know they're multiple champions in both disciplines. Uh, Supercross and motocross, so that's that's who I would line up against. That's that's fantastic. Great question. Cool. Thanks for the yeah, yeah, no. Thanks. Thanks for the yeah. question, man. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to uh, AJ on six. AJ, what's your question for RC? Hey, so um, my question is, um, like the NBA and the NFL, how they have like a roundtable of like past champions or past players of the past um, to talk about the sport. Mm-hmm. Would you think? that it would be ideal like for like I don't know like during just to keep like interaction with the fans to have like a round table of like four pass riders to go over like the week to week stuff like a show like a, you you mean like a like a TV show like a midweek thing or something kind of sort of kind of like um 
like uh, like the NBA tip off, right? Like right. how they have like Charles, Shaq, and and Ernie and Kenny. Yeah, they, they've done it. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, but I like to see that RC too. Like I love, I'd love to yeah. see a little bit more of a pregame show, a pre-race show for our sport. Yeah, just, so 100, 100. what four riders would you put on there? Okay, so well, yeah, which guys would you want us to talk with? Uh, well, I would, you know, I, I, I would, if, if you guys wanted to hear my, my input, I would certainly be on there. Um, I think Kevin Wendham would be someone really well, good for that. Um, I think RV, RV would be good. His, uh, I've had a couple com- a conversation with him at the motocross of nations about stuff like that. And, and, uh, I really, I really like, uh, Emig's opinions. So I think those are the four people that I would that, you know, I think it'd be better to have guys that, uh, that are retired from racing now. That would be a fun panel, I believe. And I think to, to answer your question, I think that would be awesome. Do I wish they would do it? 110%. Uh, I wish they would, but that costs money and airtime. And, uh, yeah. trust me, I, I'm always pushing for there's anything. Is there any way we could get, get like a 30 minute pre-show to just right. rehash certain things of, you know, certain rides and, and point out certain things that happened the weekend before or hey look look what happened at this race last year uh you could really you could really make your points but uh until that happens we're gonna have to make do with podcasts like uh like pulp mx and 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 real talk 447 and all the other great podcasts uh out there you know that's we got it we're just gonna have to do the best with what we got but it would definitely be awesome if we could do that for thanks, sure thanks for the call appreciate it let's yeah. go to uh three cody you want to uh, apologize to rc yeah just on behalf of kind of everyone who has talked crap about you uh and to you about broadcasting i i think i just want to apologize on for yeah saying that kind of stuff um because i think i think a lot of it comes from us fans being frustrated that it gets dumbed down a little bit too much um mm-hmm. but it's I mean, it comes from your bosses, and mm-hmm. I know, and I think a lot of the, um, I think a lot of the fans know that it's way harder than we'll ever realize to be in the broadcast booth and do what you guys do. And yeah, I just wanted to uh, apologize, and I hope you don't take it personally. I'm sure at least some of it does get to you guys because I'm sure it would be really hard to be on the receiving end of that. But uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, dude. Well, well, first and foremost, thank you for that. Uh, you never have to apologize to me, man. It's uh, I, I really do appreciate it. Listen, I, I, I don't claim to be perfect on that. I know I got a lot of work to do. Um, and so, so, so thanks for saying that I'm not, I'm, I'm never, I'm, I'm, I'm not always going to get it right, but all I can do is, is do my best. And yeah, do, do, do we have to, dumb it down once in a while yes we do because we're trying to capture new fans and you guys have talked about this before that's that's kind of our jobs and i think there are a lot of times where people really they don't understand what's happening uh, on the other end i mean so we 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 have to do what uh we're told to do sometimes and and i understand our boss's view and and the people that we're trying to capture as well i i think the biggest thing that I see a lot is what it's like people hate when, when they talk about when we mention the colors of the, of the motorcycles or something like that. 
Uh, that's that's the one that I feel like really irritates the fans. But you know, not a lot of people know what color a Yamaha is. I mean, sometimes there's there's bikes out there. And I'm like, well, what what kind of brand are they on? And I gotta go look. You know, I gotta go look. But um, anyhow, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. We work hard. Trust me, I can I can guarantee you that um, that NBC and um and fell they 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 want to provide the best tv that they possibly can but we also you know we we have to try to capture some new eyeballs and uh and and explain things to people that not everyone knows well yeah ricky i mean i'll be the first one to say i was critical of you the first year on the air i didn't i thought it was a rough start for you as a as the mm-hmm. only guy in the booth but i'll also say despite everything that was going on with us you and i uh, my record will show that this year I, I went on the record many times saying you've really improved your game. You've really stepped it up. For all those reasons that you mentioned earlier, watching the outdoors and focusing more a bit on it, I thought you made a, a big improvement from year one to year two. Uh, you, I want to hear your opinion. You've won so much fucking races that I, you know, I want to hear from you. I want to. You tell me why this happened. You tell me what's going to happen next because you know you know better than almost anybody. So I thought you stepped it up big time for year two, and uh, yeah. uh, it was good. Yeah. Thanks, man. I yeah, I, I appreciate that. And you know, the biggest thing, the so exactly like where I tried to improve, like I told you guys a little yeah. bit earlier, is like put my helmet on. Okay, and what what would I do in this situation? Now there are a couple times w- where people get heated up, as if a rider took somebody down, or you know, this guy cross jumped. Not always, you know, like it, it's in the heat of the moment, and my natural reaction. Um, might not be the same as somebody else that is, that is watching. Now, if you're at home and you're able to TiVo it a million times, you're going to be able to see it more times than I was right at the beginning. So uh, that that's the challenge, mm-hmm. and I'm not always going to get those those right. uh, not always going to get those those calls right. Uh, one thing that I kind of like that kind of irks me, not really irks me, but kind of bums me out, is when a rider gets bummed about my opinion on on what on on what they did wrong so and i and i'm gonna be harsh i wouldn't say i'm gonna be harsh but i would be doing my job a disservice and i would be doing uh the people that put me in that position a disservice if i didn't call it how i see it yeah and really explain it so you know we'll go to austin fortner for example at, at at salt lake city the mistake that he made and going over that uh, dragon back, mm-hmm. okay, he knows better than to do that. And are his li- are his fans going to be pissed off at me for saying that? Of course they are. But I could debate them all day long on why he didn't need to make that mistake. He was in a perfect position. He had there was no reason to freak out. He was doing exactly what he needed to do. And he got ahead of himself, yeah. and I like that's where it goes to. You know, I'm not ju- I'm not doing my job properly if I hold back. I'm just yeah. I'm just not. Nope, and that. so that I mean, and it has nothing to do with not respecting the rider. Not you know, I like Austin. He does a great job. He's great for the sport. He's fun to watch. He does a lot of cool things on a motorcycle, but at the same time. You know, you know, calling it the way it is, he shouldn't have made that mistake at his level. He should, he yeah, shouldn't have. Yeah. And I stand by that. And it, it's it's situations like that 
to where this year I just I call it like I call. I remember at one stage the our producer he could tell I was holding back on something, <laughs> and he was just he was just in my ears like you gotta say it. <laughs> say it, say it. I'm like, all right, here we, yeah, here yeah. we go. And I said it, but the, but most people appreciate it. But then you know the people that uh, whoever I was talking about, I can't even remember who it was. Uh, you know, the, yeah, they're yeah. just gonna they're gonna hate yeah. it. But anyhow, uh, it. it has yeah. nothing to do. Like I really respect these writers, and it, you, the, everyone, it, they, they blow my mind. I have so much respect for them, and I love watching them and how much talent that they have. So uh, it, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, I not, really, I mean, that's how you got to be. Tony Romo's, any of these guys that, that do analysts that come out of the out of the playing field or the racetrack, that's how that's what they deserve. That's what the fans deserve is your opinion. You know what I mean? And you've got the credentials to back it up. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and if I and if I got it wrong, hundred, I, I have no. Trust me, man. I can tell you. I'd say, hey, man. You know what? I got that wrong. This one's on me. Yeah. I, you know, and and this is why I got it wrong. I have no problem with that. Right. But anyhow. No, it's yeah, it was, uh, uh, it's good. Well, hey, man. Uh, I never thought you'd come on call on the show. At least well, I was. Here, I appreciate so. it. We uh, <laughs> we we as as all of uh, your viewers and. And and my fans like we buried the beef. We yeah. had a nice conversation we at did. Salt Lake, and yep. uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's going to be good. Um, I can't believe that. I, I feel like what we should be in uh, Monster Energy Cup this weekend. But know, uh, right. I'm glad that I'm glad that everyone got uh, got the season in. It was it was great. Uh, looking forward to Supercross next year. I think it's going to be a hell of a year. Um, yeah, least... Don't ask me who I think is going to win. You, I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> yeah, was we're... that the next question? <laughs> no, we can have you on closer to the series to, to talk more about that. I think. Uh, can, yeah, and bring and bring uh, um, bring. Uh, we got to have Daniel on there and yeah. bust his chops a oh, little yeah. bit that, too. That's you know, easy. like that's easy to do. Oh, dude, this guy he goes with his. So we'll have little bets once in a while, and he 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 goes with his heart all the time. And I keep <laughs> telling him, like, man, you're sipping the Kool Aid. <laughs> he just he goes with his heart. But we had to bust his chops a little bit, even if he's not on tonight. Nah, but yeah, uh, enjoyed uh, enjoyed all the questions. Thank you to all your callers calling in. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. And, on, now, my and, man. Now, and now my social feed will stop saying get Ricky Carmichael on and yours mm-hmm. will stop saying go on the Public Mech show. Like that. We'll both, <laughs> That's right. right there you go. That'll finally end. It'll finally end. Uh, no, That's I appreciate right. it. I appreciate you coming and talking the, the talk in Salt Lake City. Uh, you know, you came up to me. I, you know, we kind of talked about it. I that that was probably something that I was uh, too uh, too much of an asshole to do, and you did it. You know what I mean? On your end, it's all good. So man. it's I, all good. I appreciate that, and good job in the booth. And thank you for coming on. Thank you. Heck yeah, you guys have a great show, and uh, we'll be tuned in. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. That's Ricky Carmichael, everybody. Wow, it's a good interview. Great. He's really good. He, he talks really well. Interview. Yeah, he's he's 180 degrees from where he was. At the end of his in his racing and career, I, and I think some of my issues, no, not some, a lot of my issues had to do with him in his racing career and the way he was. Yeah, he's that's yes. completely different. Yes, I agree. I agree. And I, and I and you guys can back me up on this. When I wasn't a fan of his, I said he was good on the show. I said he was improved. Yes, you did. You know what I mean? Because he really did. I think he took a step up on the booth this year. Totally. Yeah. And and was great. So um, sometimes it gets like kind of frustrating though when they do dumb it down. For people like us that know yeah. so much, yeah. and we're just trying to watch the race and listen to yeah. RC talk about the race, the, the, that, yeah. but you also like we have to remember like it's 
to a different yeah, audience. Yeah, you sure. know, it's like the same stuff for like when I watch like a YouTuber, you know, and they talk and it's like, why are you talking yeah, like this? Yeah, but it's yeah. like they're going to a different audience than us. No, no, for sure. It was good. Good to have him on. We'll get him back on again. It's, he remembers every moto loss. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He remembers like where he, he got, got a past, little bit heated happened. about that yeah, twenty-two yeah. motos. I yeah. was like, "Yo, job, sorry." Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take our first commercial break of the night here in the Papa Mix Show, presented by Motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing. We'll come back. Zach Osborne's coming in. Oscar is going to call in, right? We got. I Oscar. might have actual questions for Osborne. I'm sorry, but like our our uh, RD and RC, like Starstruck. Okay, those guys right. are epic. Well, I, I get that mostly with with uh, Timmy. So, yeah, um, I, you saw the photo I took with Timmy. Yeah, that, yeah. That dude, I, know. That was I was starstruck straight. there. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll have a commercial break. We'll come back. Much more on the Papa Mech show uh, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing with Starling and Castle. See you after this break. Dude, I think this chick's into me. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. 
With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoosMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years.
it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in Northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons 
will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. back everybody Papa Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com Fly Racing Charles Caslew Justin Starling in studio uh, that is Van Halen R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen a, a legend a pioneer an innovator all of that I can't tell you Charles how many hours of Eddie Van Halen I've listened to in my life it's not even fucking possible I can tell you how many I have how many it's less than one I think would be my guess Okay, you gotta go. You gotta, you gotta leave. Ricky Carmichael was on your show, Steve. Yeah, that was good. He was really good. Really good. Yeah, he was great. He was great. I wish he was on longer. Like I wish we had more time. I should have booked it longer. Like I, I, I don't. I didn't know he was gonna be that good. I want to. I had stew questions holstered. Oh, you know what I mean. Like I was ready. Let's go back. Let's yeah. I want. I wanted to bring him up, and I was like, ah. I, I wanted to wait. ask. I, I wanted want to ask what his like like hardest race was. Like what was the one where he. 
right. whether he won or lost, like the one where he laid it all out, and I'm sure it had Stu, right? Had to have been Orlando. I don't know. That was but, a gnarly one. I mean, I just I would think a guy like Ricky that didn't have a, as much natural talent as a guy like Stu would watch Stu videos and be like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got to race this dude. You know what I mean? I got to pull this thing out somehow, some way. So, Paul Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Firepower Parts, Alex Ray, Rod Bell, Chiz, mm -hmm. just a few of the guys using Firepower Parts. Ben LeMay as well out there uh, with uh, Firepower is committed to offering Justin Starling using Firepower. Thanks to you. Yeah, I got you on that program, yep. didn't I? Yep. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Oh, guys are great at Firepower. Uh, committed to offering superior products with over 50 years of experience in industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get a more powerful, more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. They offer a wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O and X-ring, all made in Japan. Firepower Featherlight lithium batteries are all backed by two-year warranty. Firepowerparts.com. Instagram at Firepower Parts. Great products, great service. Do you use the batteries and chains? You I just both? use the battery. Okay. Yeah, because right. I'm Sunstar. All right. So I stay with that, but the battery, battery is so good. Battery. My bike has a Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a battery. Yeah, you, you got to get a new bike. Mm. You really got to get a new bike. Although, even you on the new bike will beat me on my 2021 Blue Crew. So does it really matter? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. What do you have? A 15 Cowie 450. It's good. It's good. I it's got good. Spring, I got spring forks on it. Like, hey, it's got, I've been it's got the, one of, I rode the Suzuki in Europe, Kickstarter, It's got one of NYK's good. old ECUs. Like, it's dialed. Flyracing.com. Please uh, go to your favorite dealer, favorite e-tailer as, as well, and uh, check out everything from the folks at Fly Racing. Of course, uh, Zach Osborne, Fly Racing's first ever 450 champion, which is really cool uh, milestone from the company as well. And uh, to talk about Fly Racing and more, it's, uh, it's our resident... Uh, Weekly caller, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too much. 2015 Cowie, huh? Yeah, All it's right. strong. I mean, Marks is rocking 06. If it so. ain't broke, don't rock fix it. rock it hard. What? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. JT, we, we, we just had Carmichael on the Paul Bamek show with me. On. How'd it go? It's good. Really good. Can we get him in studio? Oh. Uh, easy, bro. That I mean, would be come unreal. on. Uh, easy. Why he not? said he would. What? He said he would on Twitter. Like a, I, like, I seen it. Oh, that he did. Yeah, he did say Like that a Monday Twitter. after Vegas Supercross. Like, right. like, we can make this happen. I'd like to get him and chat in. Stu, probably not. Oh, but. my God. That'd be <laughs> this three right here. You don't Open have servers, bro. You don't Rick, have enough server Santa space. Claus there, too. <laughs> Do you, okay. What are the chances that RC and Chad would come in studio? 50% chance? Can we get Stu in there, too, so I can just go to a full zero? Well, that's what I was gonna, <laughs> No, I was going to add Stu to that. If we're at 50% for RC and Chad... What would Stu be in a percent wise? Zero, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think the uh, this twenty twenty year has been so wild. Nothing is out of bounds. I mean, I would have never expected to see him at Redbud ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching. Nothing, nothing so. surprises me anymore right, this year. Right. Nothing. What did Snowboard think of the uh, RC thing, Marks? I know you're not asking Tits because he doesn't have it. Right. Um, I think they thought it was good. Yeah. There were lots of comments. Um, a lot of engagement, which I think is always good, but okay. people were pumped to have him on. All right. They thought it was a little weird, kind of like you did. Um, just yeah. like it was weird hearing his voice on the air. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and you guys were just acting like you had been buddies for years. He he didn't want. I was trying to get there at the end of the interview about our beef a little bit, but he just zoomed past it. He he doesn't want to dwell on that. Yeah. Like champions that he is, like a champion. Yeah, he's that above he is. that. Right. No, he knew what he was those. doing. He's above that. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you made it clear that he was the. You weren't taking that step. No. In Salt Lake. Yeah, I was not. No, oh. I'm the JT knows I'm too stubborn. Yeah. You still you rode that home still. Right. Right, JT? Yeah, you're never letting that go. <laughs> never. No, yeah. He no. made sure Ricky I mean, knew that. Too. You're not gonna make the first move. You 
you have um, a lot of great qualities to you, but letting a point go where you feel you're right just in the interest of moving on is never going to happen no. ever, ever, ever. No, yeah, why would you? Um, <laughs> flyracing.com here on the show from Jason Thomas. Um, uh, I don't know. I got. We're going to do a Pulp Mex Fantasy Yamaha draw, too. Do you want to do that now? Should we do that now? Or should we wait? Yeah, we can. All right, whenever, let's, whenever you're ready, bro. Let, let's lose. Like, come on, let's oh, go. Wait, let's oh, go. Look sorry. at him rubbing his hands. I need, I need like I need like two minutes. I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize. Caslu uh, thinks the bike's going to him. I don't know why JT just feels like he's it's like it's all preordained. It's going to him. Right. So my chance is as good on. as anyone well, else. Honestly, with a 2015 Cali, I kind of hope it does. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not me? Uh, JT, you know what? I I, I looked at the Pulpamex Fantasy Industry Idiots payout today. This is where mm-hmm. JT hangs up. And no, no, this is where I get more mad at JT. We got the keto thing, and that always make, <laughs> that already makes me upset. But, dude, you won like seven hundred and fifty dollars. I did not last. Oh, night. how much did he win? I won that. Oh, Charles won seven fifty. Three something. JT won three four seventy five. JT four seventy five. JT, you did well. Come on, why are you so? I don't like ang- losing. You're so angry at Pulp Mix Fantasy. Like you, you're fine. You won money. I mean, that, that's like saying that that doing better is not better. That's like I, saying I'm, not... I'm on the Price is Right, and I want a whole living room set and a washer dryer, but I'm so mad I didn't win the car. I want the motorhome, and I want the trip to Hawaii. <laughs> I want all the things that Brittany Chisholm got. Well, listen, bro, you're fine. You know, you're you're fine. You're you you. I I didn't even. I thought you dropped out of the money, so you're good. I dropped out of a lot of money. <laughs> he did. He was in front of me. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you, you, you know, you did fine. Good job, because I never won anything this year. Nothing, and neither did. And neither well, did, you know, and I mean, did, consider the source. You gotta, you gotta think about what we're talking about here. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Listen, I, I'm very competitive. Yes, we know this. And when people can't finish races, <laughs> and it costs me money, I get upset. That's that's just a fact. And we have we have discussed how I will handle this for 2021. And we'll just move on. None of us believe that you will not be an industry idiot. That's okay. Wait, wait and see. <laughs> wait till like Wednesday before, or like Saturday night of Supercross, because I feel like no, the you, week I mean, before you can you wait till out. any point you want. Because I will not be a part of industry idiots in 2021. I cannot emotionally handle this. My <laughs> maturity level is not there, and I have come to terms with that. I've come to grips with it, and I have made appropriate adjustments moving forward. I like it. <laughs> Sounds like the therapy has gone well. So, um, all right, we got Dave on. Oh, go ahead, Sarah. Yeah, question. JT, you did a lot of racing. Well, not a lot of racing. You raced a lot in Europe. Um, No, he did a lot of racing. Yeah, a lot of racing. racing. Any way you want to put it. Yeah. um, The German stuff. I mean, I do that stuff now, not this year because it's canceled. But what team? I know you rode for 20 suspension, but was that the only team you rode for over there? Or what other teams did you ride for? Sturm? I rode for Waldman the most. Okay, yeah. Yeah, several years uh, for Waldman. And then um, I switched to 20 suspension one year when I got uh, when I switched to Suzuki. And it was always a problem because Waldman uh, had a deal with Fox. So yep. it was always kind of a battle on that end. And they, and they were cool. In the end, they needed somebody to win races. And yeah. I said, well, I'm not going to wear that brand, so I'm going to wear this, and we can work it out, or we won't. And uh, so it was it was kind of bittersweet leaving Waldman to go to 20. And then, of course, I win the title when I went there, um, which I, I felt bad for the Waldman guys because they had supported me for so long. Good, good guys. 
yeah, those guys are, those guys are amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're there for, you know, I raced 15, 15 years of that series. So you get to really be friends with everybody, you know, even the people you're racing against and the teams and everybody, you get to be really good friends, you know, the, the file guys and, uh, EBS and I mean, everybody, you know, that, that whole series is like a big family. Yeah. I've been on Castrol now for a while since I think 2013 and yeah, I'll be with those guys until I don't race over there anymore, which I'll probably, when I'm done racing here, I'll still be racing there, um, for them. But, uh, did you rate for, um, 20 suspension in 2009? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, was it you that had the subframe that was bent and they were fixing it with the bench? Uh, I don't think so. God, I, I remember a subframe being crash. bent, and they were fixing it with a a bench. They had it in there twisting it. I crashed that whole series. Right. But he like uh, JT would fly over with his tires and everything. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, serious. Everything. Yeah, it he was sick. Serious. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. What? And he, he was did. there to win. Yeah, yeah. I was 16, sitting there like I don't know what I'm doing, and he's over here bringing tires on our on our flight and everything. I'm just yeah. like, well, I'm <laughs> gonna get oh, worked. You're there taking it serious. Yeah. Uh, no, I just I had never asked you about any of that, and I just you know we, when you go over there, you're like a legend. Like you're still talked about a lot. So <laughs> it was just something that you know kind of came to my mind. No, it's cool. I mean, and you're living it now, right? I mean, yeah. It's such a a learning experience. Yep. And one day you're going to be my age, and you're going to look back on all those experiences. And fortunately, I have to get I get to go over there now, which is great. But it's not the same, right? It's right. You, you're going to miss that competitive side and being, you know, in that, that spotlight and having opportunities to win and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I've never, so, I've never won the German stuff. I mean, I've won heat races and stuff over there in the German stuff, but I've only done, I've won the Dutch supercross twice. Yeah. Yeah. Zoiderbrook, you always seem to do really I'm well. I'm really good there for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah. the low roof and no <laughs> lights apparently works for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, my, my advice is just to enjoy it because, uh, every, Every year when that stuff comes around, I miss it. I don't want to go do it again, but I do miss it. That is honestly like that series over there is the one series I look forward to the most every year because of the people over there. It's like a family and, and the team's so good to me. And now they're on KTMs too off the Suzuki, which I love the Suzuki. But, you know, getting with the program a little bit more. And um, I think next year is supposed to be like six rounds for the German championship, nice. which will be sweet. That's cool. Um, you went to Costa Rica, Chuck, right? Huh? You went to Costa Rica? No, I never did? Okay. Racing? Yeah. No, I went to oh. Mexico. So oh, Mexico? No, no okay. Costa Rica. All right. Um, JT, uh, by the way, motor, uh, this applies to you. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free. The first and only job board uh, sp- built specifically for the motorcycle industry. The uh, job of the week this week is a brand sale, brand manager for sales at Alpine Star at WPS, JT. It's a full-time job up there in Boise. Yeah, my, uh, my buddy is currently ha- holds that position but he's going through a career change so okay. uh, opens up that spot yeah, that, and i actually held that job as well i was doing fly and that job at one time yeah. so at first, uh, i you, know that job very very well when you first got the a-star thing that was your deal right when, yeah when yeah they, they just right. wanted somebody that knew the ins and outs of wps and uh it was a lot there was a lot of moving parts doing you know because fly kind of consumes my life and then adding in alpine stars was a lot oh. to uh to take on but um i I still am very proud to see where that brand has gone within WPS because I was there from from day one, from the very first meeting we had, I was there. The Alpine Stars brand sales manager will be responsible for sales growth and capturing market share. You can room with JT. This position is also responsible (laughs) for developing and managing brand strategies, implementation of stated business goals. And you uh, must be able to travel internationally two times a year, domestically, up to two weeks a month. That sounds like a cool gig. That'd be, Alpine Stars, that'd be fun. Yeah, Alpine Stars is a good company, right? So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that job entails going to Italy for distributor meetings. And if you've never, well, most listeners have never been to Alpine Stars Corporate, but what an impressive place that is. Yeah. Uh, they really, really blew me away. And I know you went there too, Steve, so you can attest to that. Um, yeah, but sure. it, I think it's a great opportunity for people that want to get into the industry and you get to be a part of two great companies because I, I truly believe WPS today is one of the great companies in the industry, and it's only going to get better. And then, of course, Alpine Star speaks for itself, legacy-wise. Motorcycle so, pretty cool. for more information on there. Check it out. Uh, Alpine Star's brand sales manager available at WPS. So, um, all right, let's do the fantasy thing, and then we'll talk a little bit of bench racing uh, with Jason Thomas here on the show. So, Pulpamex Fantasy, we give away three Yamahas a year, two 450s and one 250. The uh, one 450 goes to the person who wins Supercross. One two fifty goes to the winner of the motocross, and marks that winner. We found out as Kyle Chisholm's cousin, and he or she went from third to first on the last round. Yeah, very Sandy. Very Sandy with, awesome. with Which, Gage Shear. Yeah, Sandy was the theme on Twitter. I think I noticed uh, people were just like, "Ah, it's last round. I'm gonna send it," and it happened to work for Juice Thirty One. Juice Thirty One wins yeah. a YZ two fifty F. I think scored like a hundred hey, hey, points. Did, yeah. did the did the leader of the series going into Paula? pick Mitchell Falk. Uh, yes. Oh. Yes, he yep. did. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he would have been – I would have picked him too. I would Oh, I picked him. Like I, on, I, on paper, I, it's a I good pick. Him. Yeah, but he's a California kid. He's fast. Hey, yep. He got me 100 points in Lakewood. Yeah, but so generally speaking, he – <laughs> Okay, so um, our guy for that won the 250F will be in touch with you, Juice. You went from third to first at the last round. Congratulations on that. You went a 2020 Yamaha YZ250F. And uh, the other bike, the third bike, we, we give away to somebody who is a championship pl- league player. So that means you sign up for Supercross and Motocross on Pulpamex Fantasy. And you can be terrible at Fantasy, like Marks. And you're still, <laughs> you're, a dick. you're still in line to win a bike. Marks, explain this computer that you program you have built. Okay. Well, first, let me just uh, okay. add on to what you just said. Yeah. So if you, if you sign up before A1 or whatever the race may be for next year, yep. you get two entries into this drawing. Okay. Uh, if you sign up after, you still have to p- play Supercross and Motocross, but you only get one. Okay. Uh, and if you're in the top 100 for the year uh, between Supercross and Motocross, you actually get a third entry. What? Yes. Is that new? No, that we've always done that. We've always done that. Yeah, I, I know you'd forget, but I want to A top to 100 guy gets another entry. So yes. I have three, if case you're counting. So Castle has three. Castle has what three number, What national number are you? 34. Nice work. Castle is sitting here, and he's like, dude, Good I think job. we're taking a I bike three. home. I mean, yeah, so people, you know, it, it's kind of hidden in there. Like, a lot of people don't read it all, and we don't yeah. do a really great job. Well, JT can attest the people but, not reading yeah. the, the rules. <laughs> but, yeah, things, so yeah. that you do get that third entry if you're top Weege. 100 for the, for yeah. the year. So. Weege doesn't read either. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, so you built a randomizer yep. program. So I'm going to put it up on the screen right now, but you guys okay. can't see it. Yep. But um, it's on YouTube. It's yeah, on Facebook it's and everything. It's just this janky so. little thing, so we can kind of visualize so it. You just like add me in there. I'll just give you some money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bets was Bets was trying to do that last time. <laughs> oh, my PayPal looks good today. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, Bets was uh, Bets was going to throw all his one point. So next year, I just need to sign up no matter what, and then just kind of play it through. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. sign up. I didn't get two know in there. That, so. Yep. Um. So okay. So you're going to uh, uh, hit start. Yep. So what I'll do, I'll I'll tell you when I hit start. Yep. And then you wait as long as you want. God, what should I wait? A couple hours? Uh, yeah, fifteen seconds. Uh, it can in honor five, of Tim Ferry. Mm-hmm. Five seconds, fifteen seconds. If whatever. it's him, wait until we leave. Seven seconds in honor of Stu. Uh, I like Stu. JT, then, how long should I wait? I like Stu. Let's do Stu. Yeah, Seven Stu's, seconds. Stu's good. Seven seconds. So then, when you say seconds. stop, 
I'll hit stop again, and the winner will show up on the screen here for everybody watching. All right, fantastic. All right, you, All right. Ma, ma, you get the you think. Yeah. All right, on your mark. Yeah. Go. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand, five one thousand, six one thousand, seven one thousand. Stop. Winner is Ed three nine one. Ed three nine one. Congratulations, Ed. Brand new YZ450. Sorry, Charles. Dude, I think I was more nervous for you than you were. In (laughs) honor (laughs) of Eddie Van Halen, RIP, Ed391. Ed391. Very fitting. We'll be in touch, Ed. Congratulations. Look at Charles. So mad. He's upset. (laughs) Thought I had it. You had three entries and everything. Thought I had it. Why did you think you had it with three? I had three entries. I got top 100. Hey, how many (laughs) entries were there, like in total? Oh, I don't know. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, because. Two million. Because people got some got two, people some got one, two, yeah. some got three. Yeah, yeah. It had to be yeah, a lot. A uh, so yeah, also, thank you to Yamaha, uh, great company, Blue Crew, uh, giving us uh, three bikes to give away, and uh, we're happy to do that. We'll be in touch to Juice and Ed three nine one as well, and uh, congratulations to those guys. And again, thank you to Yamaha. Thank you to everybody for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy. We will see you in twenty twenty one, and uh, more heartbreak and joy each and every Saturday night. Marks, can you look up what place Ed got? I feel like uh, that'd be good for people to know. Like, yeah, hey, I, I signed yeah. up, I paid, and I got five thousand seven hundred fourth. Right. Like, oh, I what still if, what if Ed never played all year and just literally yeah, just bought it for the raffle? Bought it. Can right. you do that? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to play Supercross. Yeah. No. I can just pay. sign up, just, 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 and I'm good. Just give us the damn money. Sorry. The 30, 35 yeah. bucks, right? Uh, thirty. I think it was thirty. Early entry was thirty. I, think I paid it's twenty 35. for outdoors. Okay. Right. Thanks, Thanks for paying attention to your own game. <laughs> Fuck, <dude>. bro. Unbelievable. <laughs> JT sets all the rules. I mean, I just let him do it. So. I do not. So I paid twenty for outdoors, but you can pay thirty-five for both. Yeah. Oh, I messed yeah. up. Yeah. You get a discount. Right, you probably had this little Dang. thing called Anaheim get to get ready for. So God. Ed. No, you're doing the right thing. Just wait. Do one at a time. Yeah. Exactly. Do it the right way. Uh, in 2020, Ed was 532nd overall. For oh, so Ed he's was fine. Ed was okay. legit. Yeah. He played every, every and he week. He was 1,010 last year. So, I mean, he's you know, average average player. But so just next, yeah. next year he's going to win. Nice. Good job, Ed. So, yeah, Ed's a real player. All right on. Good job. Did he pick Mitchell Falk the last round? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'll, I'll look. But <laughs> um, it's upsetting. It is. Falk. It's very upsetting. Falk. Falk. It was very upsetting. <laughs> I saw him pushing his bike back to you. He, I Dean said, right I said things area. that should never be repeated. <laughs> I've saved JT's texts as blackmail, just in case I need them for any day. Yeah, yeah. And he, Ed did pick Mitchell. Oh. <laughs> well, at least he's got that. Yeah, at least he's got a bike. Got a bike out yeah. of it. Yeah, absolutely. So He went from pissed to happy real quick. Thank you again, everybody, for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy. It's been so fun. It's been great. Uh, uh, it's funny. I've, I was in an elevator this year in Supercross at some point. Going down from the press box, and I just heard a bunch of people talking about well, how'd you do in fantasy tonight? Oh, I had this guy with a handicap. Like I didn't know who I they didn't know who I was or whatever. And it was just cool to hear yeah, a couple of cool. people talking about pulp. Dude, Vex I was in the mechanics fantasy. area checking it, <laughs> watching Jerry go by. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, sweet. I feel like there's cool. enough demand we can get it on a screen in the mechanics area. There's plenty of mechanics. Yeah. Hey, my dad has a lot of control in that. Yeah, yeah. I might need to ask. Okay, him. we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, seriously, you bridge the gap from Ricky. Like, how long until we're talking about it on the? The Supercross and broadcast. don't forget, uh, with JT's help, I'm allowed in the pits to do, like, a live show. Like, we're actually doing a live show every yeah, Saturday. Yeah, they take off your straight jacket. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they wheel me out like Hannibal Lecter <laughs> with a mask on. But we do a live show. Pulp yeah. MX, like, now that we can't call it that. What is it called, JT? Fly Racing Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Pulp MX show. <laughs> so, you know, things are moving along in that direction. Yeah. Soon there'll be live scoring on the on the TV. Although I bet it. you that check that Rocky Mountain writes for their janky league is quite a bit. 
quite a bit. The check that they write is very large. Yes. And fantasy is a big part of that. Yes. Right, right, right. So, I did start with them years ago in Supercross. Look, they, they're fine. But picking the top five in a wild card, like, give me a break. I didn't like that. The game, the game is totally different. They, yeah, it's they not the same. They coexist, and they have their own world, and they don't really compete against each other. There is no real comparison. Yeah, they're, so. they're more towards the, the very low-end con- – yeah. viewer that doesn't really know and right. just wants to pick five people. And yeah. It's pretty simple. Yours yeah. is the very educated, in-depth, you know. And they, they capitalize on in-stadium players. Sure. Right? That's who yep. they're catering to are people that just happen to go to Supercross that night. And like, oh, that would be fun. Let's try this. You know, what's right. totally you guys different. are totally right. But what sucks is they're dicks about our game. They're dicks about our game, which sucks. They're fantasy experts just no more. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's just like we had some riders post some stuff and they had to take it down. You know what oh, I mean? Really? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, really, guys? Huh. We charge. Yours is free. You pick top five. We pick handicaps. Like As JT different. said, it couldn't be any more different. But anyways. Yeah. Um, all right. Get some phone calls. Let's get to those. Uh, Dave, what's up, Dave? Oh, hey. Um, <clears throat> I just got e-bike talk. Oh. You've been talking about yeah. e-bikes for so long. Yeah. I finally tried a buddy's, and freaking it's the greatest. I, I ended up getting my own. Thank you. Um. Yeah, my question is, though, I've been not motocross. I do hair scrambles. I know you think that's probably horrible. But I've been riding dirt bikes since I was a little kid. And I'd like to think I'm decent. Yep. I get on the e-bike, try and hit any jumps. So this is more of a question just for anybody who's ridden an e-bike, who rode dirt bikes and an e-bike. I cannot jump a mountain bike to save my life. I get in the air. I turn into a mannequin, just freeze. (laughs) Anybody else experience this? Well, they're heavy. E-bikes are heavier, so they're not great to jump. I I, I hit a few jumps uh, here and there, and they're not awesome that way because they're so heavy, right? But Um, they're not heavy compared to a dirt bike. I mean, No, but it's just different. Just jumping jumping mountain bikes in general is is awkward compared to a dirt bike. I I can't do it. Most most motorcycle riders rely on the throttle to kind of blip them off the face of anything. Mm-hmm. And, and on a bicycle, you don't have that, right? You like you're just along for the ride. at the top. Yeah, it's, uh, it's true. I, and I wondered how much that had to do with there's no real rotating. I mean, you don't get the motor rotating or the tires sure. really aren't yeah, all of that. Yeah. heavy yeah. or anything. Yeah. But, I mean, so am I not the only one that no. can jump a dirt bike fine, but I'm garbage no, on a no, bike? No, like, I, scary. I, I don't scare think, myself. I think, I, think, it, I think you're all right. And it's not just e-bikes. It's all mountain bikes, yeah. I think. I think an e-bike versus a mountain bike is pretty similar. Right. I think the awkwardness is just yeah. a bicycle. Hey, I'm still racing supercross, jumping triples. I can't jump a bicycle. I can't, okay, so, I can't do it. So then it doesn't sound like we have any pointers. Uh, right? no, no, I'm no, in the no. same boat yeah. as you here. And J- JT's a road bike guy, so he's got zero pointers. That's what I am. Well, I yeah. avoid – no, that's your – this point is well made because I avoid mountain bikes because I crash so often. That's why I don't mountain bike. I mean, it's, it's a true story is why I don't mountain bike because everyone around here mountain bikes and I don't because I hurt myself and or I, I crash every time I go. And I could not get JT to go out on, in Utah. Like, tried hard. Could not get him to go out. I would have loved to go. So, um, are you clipped in or do you wear flats or you use flats? Uh, flats. Okay. Yeah. That Tip. makes it also difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Tiggs is going to come through with some like real oh, help. Oh, trust me, I got the dirt uh, over here, but now's not the time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, I feel like if thanks, I in, I might not crash on jumps, but I crash everywhere else. But uh, maybe I'll figure something out. Yeah, figure it out. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Ryan. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, I had a question about um, bonuses. Like, I know when um, riders will win, they'll uh, give their mechanics, you know, a percentage or whatnot. 
But do any of the teams or the factories have, like, a bonus type of program for any of the mechanics? Like, yeah. if you're a yeah. rider. Yeah, no, with, Geico, uh, oh, Geico, had, Geico had a bonus. I think PC has a bonus. Uh, Honda did for a long time. The KTM does. The Honda guys were getting $200 every time Ricky won. And, dude, just imagine that. Everybody on the team, $200 every time Ricky won. Like, sweet Jesus. <laughs> oh, you know? that's cool. So it's not just the the – Personal mechanic, no, the whole team. no, it's everybody. And but when I was at Yamaha, uh, when I uh, went, I uh, went, went, went on Monday. <laughs> it, that's what PC does too. Cool. Yeah, so. everybody got a bonus from Chad, but you. Yes, yep. In, in 03, Chad gave everybody on the bo- a team on the bonus. I think it was six grand. Oh, four, right? Yeah. Oh, six grand, oh, four wow. grand. I maybe two. Maybe I'm getting my numbers wrong here. But everybody on the team got a check from Chad for two to six grand, somewhere in that range, except for me. Wow. <laughs> except yep. for you except for me and i was fine with it we weren't talking much and we were angry so it was fun so yeah hey real quick what did you think of that uh uh rollerball uh inspired bike i sent you the picture oh of? yeah i like it I, you gotta fix that number though bro you gotta fix that number that, 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 i've ordered those on ebay and yeah dude, yeah no, no no good <laughs> get the fat dirt digits number one copy those get those copied from the folks at roost mx they can do it because remember roller uh, had that big fat dirt digits number one yeah. But other exactly. than that, the bike looks sweet. Yeah, good job on it. Looks really good. Yeah, pre- I appreciate that. So, All right, well, you guys have a good night. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, JT. So, hey, um, talk about Paula. Talk about Supercross 21. What do we want to talk about with JT? I got a bunch of questions, but I don't know where I want to JT, start. JT, you missing uh, the GPs at all going over there? I am. It's it's uh it's been a bummer. I was holding out hope. I thought I was going to get to go, and then we finally pulled the plug on it. I'll go back. I mean, it's none this year, though. Is what you're saying? No, I'm definitely not going this okay. year. Um, I'm hoping to go to like Mexico or something before the right. end of the year, just for vacation. But I, I the MXGP things, they're they're going to be done like in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Like they do these triple headers, and it's over. So I do really enjoy you in there with Malin. I love it, man. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I'm all that great at it, but I really enjoy it. And as long as they're willing to have me, I will show up. No, you're, you're good at it. Um, Caroli's got to make it happen here. He's lost this lead. Jesus. he's Come on, Caroli. Yeah. Come on, Tony. It's going to be tough. I know. I, I think he still has a chance at it because Geiser <laughs> is so prone to crashing. Yep. But I'll tell you, Prado is the one these guys need to be really worried about. He, oh. uh, he He's going to catch fire here and sneak up on these guys quickly. How far down is he in points? Uh, I don't know. He just question. One, he's in one. fourth. Yeah, yeah. Sewer's third. He's fourth, I think. I don't know how many. Yeah, down. it's got to be in the 30 range now. I don't have it right that's in front of me. That's not very uh, much. It's not a lot. No, no not that's with, pretty close. Yeah, with him hole-shotting every time, yeah. they they don't want him to get momentum. I mean, that was his home race, right, he, yeah. You yeah. Know, in Spain. But they don't want him to get momentum going because he, he is dangerous. We've, we've seen what he can do. And the MX2 class, I mean, he, he can just rip off win after win after win, no problem. It's not a triple header right now. It's That was a you, one race. That's a one race. But now they're going to Lomo now 3, Now Lomo right? for 3, yeah. Lomo yeah. 3 and yeah. then 3 at uh, Trentino, and it's Caroli's done. Caroli's pretty good in that. Yeah. No, yeah, Caroli's good in the sand, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Dylan's on 3. Dylan, what's up? Did you guys talk a little bit about how race budgets worked? Uh, more specifically, one that stuck out, like earlier when Marvin got hurt before Supercross, Ian Harrison went on an interview and said about uh, they just they still have to pay Marvin, so there wasn't enough budget to bring in another rider of filling. But yet they have another semi sitting there for a hospitality. That just doesn't, from the outside looking in, it doesn't really line up. Uh, I would think they'd have insurance on Marvin's contract, but maybe not. Maybe they don't. Because um, a lot of these teams have insurance, so if the rider gets hurt, 
insurance picks up the uh, the contract after a certain amount of weeks uh, injured. But I mean, now, but the hospitality rig that's part of racing now, man. That's how it works. Like I get what you're saying, but you know that's that's all part of it. Red Bull says, hey, we want this over here. We're going to give you extra money for that. You know, so um, it's not a really apples to oranges thing where it's like rider salary versus versus hospitality. Was, it, was the question for a fill-in or to add Dylan to the roster? No, this is Dylan uh, himself. My name's Dylan. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. But no, just it. more so like, I mean, it's, it just seems like a big effort. And I understand like marketing and all that stuff, but just you would think more bikes on the track would be more higher on the priority list. Um, yeah, but it's apples to oranges. It, it, it really is. Yeah. You know gotcha, what? I, gotcha. I think they look at, they have the defending champ and that's going to satisfy a lot of their needs. And unless there's a rider that they feel can be relevant and be a top five or top, maybe top 10 threat. I think sometimes they feel like it's more trouble than it's worth to go through testing and get them up to speed. And you have, it's such a, a process to get these guys ready to compete. I think when you have the defending champion on your motorcycle, they kind of look at it as like, ah, we have what we need to go try to win. And that's, that's most important, right? If we can have a guy that's winning, no one's going to care about having that second guy. Makes sense. And one more, if I can, uh, with Justin Cooper, you know, his bike blew up on the line and they said he was in regular clothes in the parking lot 15 minutes after it happened. Is that kind of not a slap in the face of the mechanic to just bail like that? I, I, it didn't got, blow up. I, got, I got a bunch. No, the bike, the bike wasn't running. It was making tons of noise. Yeah. So, um, gotcha. I got a bunch of tweets about this, about Cooper leaving the track and how effed up it was. I don't care. I would have been gone. Ro- I, I would have been gone, too. Gone. Uh, Charles? No, there's they, no problem. I don't, what, like, what's he going to do? Sit around well, and help him said, work they, on it? They was said, he going to uh, watch no, they, everyone no, no, celebrate while he they, just they, didn't no. be able to finish? They said, what about the championship team photo? What oh, about the banquet? What about yeah. the banquet where they gave uh, an award out for him? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I got like I don't know four or five people that said that's bullshit, and I'm just like, what? If I won the weekend before and that just happened to me, I'm out. If there Gone. was some yeah. some type of really big organized banquet, um, like yeah. Supercross used to have or something, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I could see where the team would want him there potentially, but yeah, that with the program they had there, like uh, he had no reason. Hey, to stick I was around. on the gate and he wasn't throwing a tantrum. He didn't do nothing. He just took his helmet off yeah. and he was just like. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah, what no, it is. He uh, yeah. walked back, changed, yeah, and, and left. left. That's, that's what he beat traffic, right. so good for him. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. So thanks for the call, man. Well, I, I, thanks. I think, it, thanks. People, I think some people overestimate the uh, the team factor there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Justin Cooper wants nothing to do with going to celebrate with Dylan Ferrandez. Nope, not after the number nothing. thing. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, no. it nev- never does. Absolutely. You know. Um, so I, I see yeah. it from some people's side, but at the end of the day, I would have done the same thing that Cooper did. Right, right. Uh, DJ's on four. DJ, what's going on? Hey, man. I had a uh, kind of a state of the industry question. Um, Here on the local level, I guess, you know, we're seeing bikes sold out all over the place, can't get a new bike, uh, you know, also because of COVID stuff, which I understand. But also the gates are full every weekend at all the races. It's awesome. People are showing up, spending money. And then I kind of I saw this segment with Weege talking about how the industry might be kind of in danger. And I kind of wanted to get your maybe more inside opinion about that because on the local level, it, things look great. Yeah. I, I, uh, go ahead. Anybody wants to chime ch- in? JT, probably. Well, I think there's, you know, two different things going on. Um, you know, with Geico – I, I believe that that segment was based off of Geico pulling out, which causes problems because there's, to me, there's two different things going on. The world that's around power sports has gone through a very difficult cycle through COVID-19. So 
corporate spending, I think there are some very hard decisions, and every aspect of their their budget is being looked at very you know scrupulously right now. But then inside Power Sports, so if you're talking you know endemic sponsorship, I think things are okay. So that's a that's a that's a positive for our industry. That's a great thing for an industry that's been under a lot of pressure for a decade plus. But outside of that, if you're going to try to talk to insurance companies or uh, car manufacturers or these other companies, they've had a, a difficult couple of quarters. So that's a, a difficult conversation. So I think I think there are two different things there because I know for us. Um, it's been a positive, you know, and that's crazy to say that COVID-19 has been a net positive. But when you look at revenue, you look at people being interested in power sports, it really has been a net positive either. You know, it's terrible to think that way about something that's costing people lives, but there's nothing you can do about that. If people are, if there's a demand for your product, you have to be there to meet it. Um, so that's, this, I guess the silver lining of this whole COVID nineteen thing is it's been great for power sports. And for you, Charles, at hundred percent, things are things are well. Yeah, the yeah. same thing. It, right. And to the caller, I, I think racing is up at the local level. Just general interest at the very entry level of riders is that that's up. Demands up on youth rider gear and bikes and the, all that good stuff. Um, I think I didn't I didn't hear specifically what you're talking about with weeds, but I think there is some sort of um, reluctancy or, or worry that um, all these new consumers and new interest in, in power sports and, and mountain biking, all types of outdoor activities um, could kind of trend back to what it was. And if brands and dealers and distributors and all these different steps in the supply chain are are buying and producing products to the demand of today based on all this yeah. crazy new interest, yeah. and then it, it backpedals back into what it was, Next thing you know, we have all this excess inventory and all this. Um, yeah, I wouldn't new stuff. I wouldn't want to be forecasters right now yeah, for a company like that. No, it's not. It's it's not an easy job. No. I I live it with our team every yeah. single day, and we all just kind of shrug our shoulders and we take our best swing at it. Yep, that's all yeah. you can do. No one has yeah. a crystal ball. One hundred percent, right? Um, so, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, DJ. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. All right, uh, Jason Thomas, JT. Do you think is Dylan gonna have? Before we let you go here, is Dylan going to be AP, and or is Dylan going to break no, the Yamaha? He's, he's better than that. Okay, all right. He's not. He's going to yeah. break the Yamaha curse per se in the 450 class. I don't know that he'll win, but I think he is an immediate podium threat. Uh, I think he follow falls right in line with what we've seen from Chase Sexton. You know, Adam Cinturello's left a, a tough trail to follow just immediately, you know, almost winning a one winning the monster cup. I mean, that was a pretty, pretty heroic start by AC, but I do think that Ferrandis will adapt quickly. Uh, you know, you got to remember he's older too, right? So he's going to have experience that a lot of youngsters don't have getting onto the 450. Uh, so yeah, you'll, you'll see some tough weekends where things aren't working for him, but then I think you'll see weekends where he's absolutely in the battle for the podium too. I think a lot's going to have to do with the start. He's not going to be able to go through the 450 class like he can the 250 class. Right. So if he doesn't start good, it's going to be a lot harder to go to the front. Yeah. Because he's going to realize that 10th place is like second place in 250. I wonder if he's going to make any enemies coming through the pack like what we talked about earlier uh, yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, JT, I'm I just, I just oh. look at – sorry. I, I look at who he stacks up well against. Guys like Sexton and Cincerillo. He has been – every bit as good as those two or better and look what they're doing in the 450 class so that's really the comparison i make is you know you those, those guys are all moving up kind of together 
there's no reason why he shouldn't be right in the mix with those guys. Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting to, to watch. I'm all for the uh, 51 and Ferrandez battle coming up, JT, uh, in 450 Supercross. That'd be great. Hey, Tomax, just He's, as crazy as Marsha. He said it. <laughs> you think there will be? You think they'll get into it? Yeah, for sure. They're both aggressive guys. Be great. Uh, someone, someone, yeah, we'll someone, someone tweeted me and said Barsha right now has deleted all Yamaha photos from his Instagram. Really? Oh, I got to look at this. There's no way. <laughs> Go check it out. I can't wait for Dylan <laughs> to have to come, no through come, through, come through Freezy. Come through Freezy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Where he's like, oh, my God, who is this guy? <laughs> well, I can't, wow. I've been behind him for six months. Yeah. Now. So Barsha's deleted all. My man's is down to 37 posts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just him and his wife. And the last one is something about 700,000 in October 2nd. Oh, boy. Gone. Wow. I mean, they paid him a lot of money. You know? Yeah. His bio still I'm, says Monster Energy Yamaha. Is it? Yeah. But I'm wow. curious as to why you would do that, though. Was there hard feelings there? I didn't think so. But that's I, I, that's, that's the first I've heard of hard feelings there. Yeah, that, I don't that, know. That, that, to me, kind of goes back to the, the Geico Dungey thing. Yeah. People know it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are you deleting it? Yeah, nobody's going to be like, <laughs> But didn't you? I mean, everything I heard, his Yamaha offer was a lot of money. So why would you be? Why would there be hard feelings there? Yeah, yeah I feel I, like they they only did him right. And I don't. Of course, I don't know anything behind yeah. the scenes. But I feel like everything was good there. Um, yeah, that's that's the, where I'm getting. The at only too. thing, and he was going to go Yamaha until the gas gas thing apparently matched the offer. Yeah, and yep. he went that way. I mean, it, and I think from what I don't know if any of this is facts, but I heard it was two years to one. You take the two. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't don't quote me on any of this, yeah. but that's what I heard, and that's why he went that way. So It's just odd. It's odd. That's weird. Hey, I'll tell you this right now. If Yamaha wants to extend that offer to me, I will post all of Barsha's Yamaha <laughs> posts on my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, fair, that's a fair trade. Yeah, what if you deleted their archive? Yeah. So, uh, fly racing, flyracing.com. JT, thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll, we'll talk soon, I'm sure. So thanks, man. Okay, guys. All see right, ya. see ya. All right, uh, Corey here. Corey, is this Corey? Corey, he put his phone down. He's waiting too long. He's been on hold for two and a half hours. Wow. No, Andy, Andy. It says Corey. His caller ID says Corey. His name's Andy. Andy. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. <laughs> what if he just answered <laughs> to right. Andy? Andy's gone. All right, let's move on to our next guest. Zach Osborne's coming up shortly here. But last week we were supposed to have the legendary. Mechanic crew chief Oscar Werderman on, and uh, he fell asleep. He just didn't make, didn't answer the call. But he is going to make it right this week and call in. He's uh, the crew chief for Adam Scene Cirillo. Oscar Werderman, what's yes, up, sir. buddy? How are you? I'm here. I made it. Thanks for calling. Oh uh, no worries. Uh, so my buddy Chris called in too. Yeah, let's uh, let's get to that. He's a he's a friend of the show. God, I love. Bets. He's a he's a minor league uh, hero. One hundred percent athlete. He's a hundred percent athlete. <laughs> Chris Betts, what's up, buddy? Hey fellas, how are you guys doing? Uh, have Have you been running your hundred percent over there in Florida in the instructional league? Yeah, it's the only thing that keeps me out of the stupid sun. It's hot as hell out here. Okay, all right, Incredible. fantastic. Good to hear. Um, so, listen, I got AC's crew chief on the line, Bats. Like, uh, if you know, if you want, yeah, it's my dog. That's your guy. <laughs> yeah, it's my guy. Where's Dylan? Get, get, yeah, where's Dylan? Let's talk to him. 
Can we no. get Dylan on the line? No. Can we get Dylan on the line? Do we no. have a number for Dylan? I can't. I, I can't do this. I've so. reached out and uh, so far am so far fruitless. Fruitless to get Dylan? Fruitless. Fruitless. Okay. Please, please, no. Um, hey, Oscar, was, uh, for, I want to ask a question uh, that Betts is, was definitely wondering. Were there any plans to torpedo Osborne at all and try to get this thing, make this thing happen? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, we planned it. Okay. okay. Somebody wanted to torpedo him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like we had the chance in Lakewood. Yeah, but nobody did it. Wow, you're, it's a failure of your rider, really. It's just, just Lakewood you know, was close. Yeah. I saw Savachi put something on social about if uh, if it was the other way around, Osborne would have closed the deal. I speak from experience. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. No. No. L- listen, Oscar. Uh, uh, what's it like having bets there? You know, in in your corner at the, some of these races, cheering you on. Oh, it feels good. Hmm. That's it's uh, definitely uh, no voice of reason. And and, and, <laughs> and, and, and really, I would have liked to have Dylan on because Eli did, Eli really didn't do much of a job of riding for AC for the championship. You know, I mean, he didn't really. He was supposed to just ride for AC, right, Bets? That's what that's what Eli. Yeah, yeah. That's what Eli's job. No, was? no. Yeah, no. I heard Adam was supposed to, but that didn't work too well. Yeah, no. That I was spo- I was joking about that. I was flipping <laughs> around because Adam was ahead of him in the points. So. Yep. No, it's a great it's a great feeling. Do, what do you th- What do you think of the season, Oscar? <laughs> I was good. Uh, Adam did great. You know, being a rookie ended up second in the championship, which is awesome. I guess. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Oscar, rank with with bets on the line here. Give us your top. Give rank your riders: Reed, Stu, Roxon, Adam. Rank them in terms of in terms of natural talent and skill on a motorcycle. Well, that Beth is on, so I have to say Adam. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, Adam first. Then then who we got? Uh. Stu. Stu, number two. Okay, fair enough. We like Stu. Yeah. We like Stu. Shadow's gritty. Shadow's gritty. He is gritty. Yeah. So then then Kenny's number four. Great ride. That's bad, huh? No, 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 no. It's not bad because Tim Ferry would be further down there and everybody else, so it's fine. Tim Ferry. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's fine. Is, is, Is Adam a lot like Chad with suspension or exactly the opposite? Uh, nobody's like Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Now, Adam's easy. Um, is there any way we can get bets? Bets, do you have some sort of... I, I got your inspirational message that you wrote on that bat that you gave me, Bets. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, do you have anything that, that you could give to Oscar to put in on Adam's bike? Uh, yes. Uh, oh, like motivational messages? Yeah. Fuck. I. You know what I texted him before? Um, before Paolo was, you're a bad bitch. You got this. Oh, okay. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, dude. We. I think we. We say some things that probably couldn't go on the air or on a on a factory bike. So. Yep. That's a tough one. Um. Yeah. No. You're a bad bitch. I'll go with that one. Okay. Final answer. Can we? Get- I would like a bat though. I would like a bat. I can get you a bat. That's easy. That's easy. That's awesome. Oh, I, I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a bike for a mud race though coming up <laughs> in, a, in a little while. <laughs> We've got the goggles ready. Yeah, yeah. When it's time. 
No problem. Oscar, I want to, I want to, I want to race. A, I'm going to train and race a mud race after I retire in in the big class. But you can't retire. You're like 22, right? Yeah, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try and make my money first, and then when I retire, I'm gonna come out and uh, start training. Oscar, oh, bets. No worries. Oscar, best bets thinks that with a lot of practice, he could make the night show in a all mud supercross. Yeah. Starless? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Betts ride, so get, I'm going to say yes. He didn't get the whole story. There's going to be fire trucks flooding the track oh, every day yeah, yeah, yeah. for months. He's practicing on a muddy track Nothing every, but mud every single day. Right? He's going to roll triples for months. <laughs> get ready. Yeah, hey, my, ride, my riding isn't that good. <laughs> hey, Oscar, did you talk to Stu at Redbud? Oh, yeah, he called me. He called you? What? Yeah. What did he call he, you for? Uh, uh, advice <laughs> on 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 what? No, no, he did not. Okay. You don't have a phone. I, I know. I, I, I didn't think so. Let's be honest. Did you talk to him at Redbud though? I saw him at Redbud. Yes, fist bump. That okay, was it. fist bump. Okay, okay. All right. take it. That was it. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take it. I think that's fine. You know. Um, are we ready for a Supercross? When do we start Supercross, Oscar? When do we start that up? Uh, whenever it starts, we will be ready. Uh, who knows when it starts, right? Right. But when do you start testing for it? Uh, November 2nd. Oh, okay. God. Three. Hey, I get home on the, I get home on the 31st from Florida, so I'll be, I'll be right on time. So, so, so when ready? I go home on Wednesday and start riding Supercross, Bets can come train me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm Perfect. In. Let's so go. As, as I'll bring the claws. ready, we're ready. Yes. It, it, Bats, how's the instructional thing coming along? Are you are you learning how to catch and throw and stuff? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm learning. No, okay. it's good. Um, we're we're starting. We're playing games tomorrow, so it'll be nice to actually like go out and do something for a while. There, back home, I kind of just at times forgot that I had a job as a baseball player. Still. Yeah, I mean, you were coming up here and crushing white claws. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Allegedly. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how yeah. many did you have? Oh, I don't even I think I had yeah, I don't know, a twelve pack maybe. Wow. I'm on three and I thought. God I was bless close. the keepers for driving me home. <laughs> I, think, I think it was eleven. It was eleven? Yeah. Okay. All right. Eleven. The official count was My eleven. Man. Yeah. Oscar, do you like <laughs> Oscar, do you like being a crew chief as opposed to suspension guy slash mechanic all those years? Do you like that? Uh yeah, no, because it's way uh I get way more days at home, right? Right. So being from a mechanic to my current job. Yep. I spend two more months at home. Really? Is that what it wow. works out to be? Yeah. Fifty-two days. Holy smokes! Yeah. That's okay. what I said. I'd, <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I'd like that too. Then, yeah, hundred percent. Heck yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, like I go to every race and I'm still home. Right, right. No, I like that. That's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty sweet setup there. And Adam, really, uh, I think the bets won't agree, but Adam, I think uh, surpassed expectations this year. Chris, what do you say? Yeah, we want to win, dude. We want to be out there and win. You got two outdoor wins, Bets. We did. We did. We had it, though. I we really wanted that right Paula win. I really wanted that Paula win. Oh, I did, too. Bad, I wanted it in the worst way. Bad. When he didn't come around leading, I was bummed. Oh, you should have seen it live at my apartment. Uh, I, I was, was bummed. I was by the mechanics area, and I was bumming. It's I was un- bumming. It's unfortunate it was, it was Oscar's fault. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it was my fault. 
I actually blame it on Nick. What's that? I blame it on Nick. On Nick? Okay, okay, that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Fine. We'll do that. Um, no, it it uh, it was a good year, and I can't wait till next year. And, oh, it's a great year. And yeah, so, sure. uh, Adam has to come in studio here shortly for a, for a, for an auction that we did. You know, um, and uh, I said to Nick, I'm like, hey, uh, you got to come up with Adam because there's no way Adam's coming up by himself. Mm-hmm. That's what, these riders don't do that, right? Yep. So I sure. said to Nick, you got to come up with. Well, you do, but I, I meant. I got it. All right. I got it. Mm-hmm. Oops. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I know. I, so I said to Nick, you got to come up with Adam because he's coming up for a studio for all we, we – we're paying for a guy's flight and everything, and he's donated – we donated the money to Ronnie Tishner. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Nick's like, yeah, take bets. So congratulations, bets. <laughs> you're, you're, coming up Nick, with, you're coming up with Adam. Nick, Nick's funny as hell, dude. You can tell that guy the funniest joke you've ever had. And he'll just look at you like you've got three heads. And then I told him, like, this random, random like, clubhouse story that just somehow related to what we were talking to. And he thought I was fucking Kevin Hart. Like, I can't get a read on him sometimes. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah. He's, you know what? From the Nick way that I know, he's very serious now. Right, Charles? Mm-hmm. You've known him for yeah. a long time. He's he's a very serious guy these days. Yeah. He's got an important job. He's, he's serious, but he's not serious. Right. I, I I do wish we'd see more of the old Nick Way when I worked for him, you know, and I took him to the top, you know, well, well, seven. Hey, did he get your drill? He never gave me my drill back. No, fuck no. Oh, that bullshit. Did you get to use it when you were there? No, no. He wouldn't even show it to me, he said. Mm. Yeah. You probably would have snagged it. I probably would have. I never I never got it. No. So, um, all right, boys. Hey, we got to let you go. We tried to call Dylan. We got Zach Osborne coming up next, the guy that beat Adam seen Cirillo for the championship. Who's that? Who's <laughs> never heard about him? Never heard about him. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know her. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, he, he's on a Swedish brand, right? He is on a Swedish brand. Sure. Yeah, call it that. <laughs> yeah. That'll work. Uh, but no, too bad we couldn't get Dylan on the line. I blame Tits. Blame Tits. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, Betts, you're in Florida, right? So it's late there. Yeah. yeah, I actually I actually got out. Of, listen to this. I borrowed Adam's truck while I'm down here because I didn't want to pay the $1,100 rental fee for a month. Okay. Um, and I got pulled over a couple of days ago. And the cop the cop was like, do you own the car? And I said, you know what? It's funny you say that. Like, I'm here for work. <laughs> and I'm actually borrowing this truck from a friend. And he's like, okay, no worries. Just give me your license and give me his registration. So I'm fumbling through and I get the registration. And I hand it to him. And he goes, okay, sounds good. And he, he comes back, and he's like, hey, this this wouldn't be Adam Cien's really like the motocross racer, right? <laughs> and I was like, god damn it. I, I, I'm like a mile from the stadium, so I'm like, I'm going to drop in Tampa Bay on him. I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to be right, fine. Right, I'm a, I'm, a, he, he, I'm a player. Right, yeah. Yeah. He goes, he goes Michael, who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> and, That's a good point. And I was like, right. yeah. I was like, yeah, man, it kind of broke the internet when it came out. It was pretty ridiculous. And uh, and he's like, so uh, you play for Tampa Bay? I said, yeah. He goes, okay, cool. How do you think Adam's going to do this weekend? And I literally, <laughs> I just like, I got out of, I got out of the, I got out of the ticket because I was driving his truck, not because I was even the player, yeah, not, a half mile from the stadium. Nothing to do with baseball. Guy could, could, could care less, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. How do you think Adam's going to do this weekend? That's awesome. Yeah, that's, great. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I like that. That's a good one. Um, 
Yeah, it was awesome. Well, thanks, Betts. Thanks, Oscar, for, for calling in both no of us. Yep, I appreciate it. We'll, right uh, on, fellas. See you when you see you. Thanks, boys. All righty. Have a, have a good one. All right. See you. All right. Have a good show. Thanks, Oscar. See you. I'm going to have to tweet at Betts when I get back to Supergrass training. Yeah, there you go. There yeah, one-on-one. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, we still – we got to do – Betts I'm and I – I'm a big fan of that guy. Oh, he's classic. He's, he's awesome. Great. He, he, he was bugging Charles for 100% <laughs> stuff. And, and, and eventually, though, you made it happen. And, be a group message with Steve. Just yeah. But how do you not? Him. Betts is oh, great. Okay. I'm just there for the Supercross deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the muddy supercross. That's baseball thing, whatever. Yeah, whatever. it's not really going to work out. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for uh, all of us, or, or even Zach Osborne coming up here shortly. The four fifty motocross champion. We got the race tech rant as well. Are we ready, gentlemen? Do you, I am. Are you ready to go? Like, do we have this? Are we? Is this loaded and locked and loaded? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Racetech.com. Pulp twenty is the code to save with Racetech. Uh, Starling, you've run Racetech stuff. Yep. Uh, motors and suspension. Yep. Uh, racetech.com great people yeah great people great work uh, they've re- released a valve that are full one piece now rather than a friction welded two piece valve it's more durable than OEM valve and with their custom profile the valves flow more air and increase air speed resulting in an increase in horsepower they have them for the 2020 KX250 and intake valves for the 2019-2020YZ250F. Get your motor work done. Get uh, suspension serviced and show your bike some love with the folks at Racetech. It's easy to do. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. Racetech ran of the night. Mine's simple. Like, all you fucking idiots saying, like, Eli was shouldn't have passed Adam and he was costing him points and what are you doing and blah, blah, blah. He's 24 points down, people, and he's Very hauling good. ass. Yeah. Now, if he had come in and cleaned Adam out, maybe you have a case. You shouldn't do that, but it's 24 points down. And Eli's going for uh, the, the moto win and the race win, and as we just chronicled with JT, like these guys are degaff about their teammates for the most part. What do you think, Charles? Uh, Eli and Adam see each other for uh, three minutes on a, on a race day? Yeah, it, and that's at the starting line, probably. Oh, I'm in at the truck, but yeah. oh, yeah, they're right. They both they're on their programs. They're separate. They're not interacting. They're not hanging out. Yeah, comparing notes. They're upstairs, and, own rooms. And when they're in, yeah, Eli's in his motorhome. Oh yeah, Adam Adam's upstairs. Yep. When they're doing autograph signings, I doubt they're really talking at all. Yeah. And uh, and that's it. So stop it. Stop with the oh fucking because I was manning Racer X Twitter, which I normally do on race days. Mm-hmm. So. That those people are even un, more uneducated than the pulp fans. They're, they're a little bit more generalities of general fans of the sport, and there are people going off about Eli passing Adam. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, under ten points. Yeah, what, what's the number for you? Under ten. Is it 10? 10, Mine's ten. Five. Yeah. Going ten. That was my mind. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Ten into the last round with two yeah. photos to go. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then there's some. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Then if you pass them, you're an asshole. Yeah. But 24 points? No. Like, shut That's up, people. That's a moto. And exactly. Osborne's not going to throw that No, away. exactly. It's so stupid. So that's my race tech round of the night. Just back it down, people. Uh, Eli Tomac's going for the win, and he does he does not care about Adam Cincirillo's championship points, especially no. at 24 down. So, Charles, what's yours? Well, mine, it, it's nothing we can really do about it, so it's not even worth venting about. But no, it's, that doesn't stop me. Why? <laughs> Ever. I mean, you're going to go off on this one, too, about Verizon and whatever. But why can't the Geico Honda team going away? They secured the Geico sponsorship for 10 years. Is that what it was? Yeah, whatever. A a long time. Yeah. But So that one's sort of the anomaly outside of the energy drinks. But why can't we as a sport attract these bigger sponsors and then keep them interested? Even if it's not the same one, but, you know, 
Geico comes in and goes, and it's Jimmy, State Farm or whatever. Jimmy you know? Johns. Like, whatever. Like, Came in. Yeah, they gone. all. So they come and go. They come. They get a few years for the most part. Right. And then they – or a couple of years. And then usually when that first contract's up, they they go. Right. Yeah. And we've had our fair share of ones coming in and Samsung with, you know, Michael Holligan's team back in the day. And yeah. We've had them come and go, but – Sobe. We – Subway. We can't keep it. Right. Aren't these all sponsors of Geico? Is that, is that where we're going with? No. 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 No, no just At in one? general. Like, as, as the sport, like, the only mainstays that we've had with any kind of longevity is energy drinks. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Everything else has yep. got their sample. And I and as I said over left. and over, we have a good demo. We have good ratings. We're maybe the second or third most popular motorsport in America. And we can't seem to keep anybody. And that's why we need to look at the business model because it, it's not working, obviously. As I said many times, uh, a team owner like Forrest Butler would probably kill someone and bury the body <laughs> for a million-dollar deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And a million dollars for these companies is nothing. And, and I don't understand it either. I don't get it. But there must be something about our sport, whether it's the pit regulations from Feld or the MX Sports regulations or something where guys are like, I'm out of here. The Jimmy yeah. Johns was two years – our Dodge was a couple of years at, over at our, and they're just gone. So. Here's my thought on it: is when you do like a NASCAR team or something, you can see the car sponsor ninety nine percent of the race until there's some black marks on it, but you can still tell what it is. Two laps into an outdoor moto, you can't really tell too well what's on that motorcycle. So yeah. they're not really it's it's a pit presence, in my opinion. That's and even in supercars, I think it's still the same way. It's yeah, the pit presence. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So. I think maybe with the up in the air of fans and stuff for next year and all that stuff, it makes it a little bit harder for a sponsor to come in and sponsor something. And I, I know we're going to have that same issue with us trying to start a team. They're not If there's no pit presence, it's hard for – I mean, dude, the shroud is only this big. Yeah. And when you're on a TV screen that's literally being – or uh, uh, getting filmed from so far away, that sponsor – like Geico, you could barely see, and that's a – Huge logo on a Honda, but they were like, they were putting graphics on the TV though. Geico Honda, right. you know they do. But that, if you're not getting that. TV time, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah. It makes it tough. And I know a lot of those teams are like paying for extra TV time and stuff like that. But if you're not getting that TV time, it makes it really difficult. Teams are paying for TV time, from what I've been told. I don't don't quote me on See, that, but I have heard that. And my struggle with this is, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, they have the connections to get in front of any company. Are you right? stealing my rants for the last five years? No. That, so I, David I Evans, smart guy. Yeah. So all these things, like they, they're able to to get that in front of the right person. So it's clearly someone's. It's not like they can't get the phone call or they can't. Of get Of course not. They're Joe Gibbs. They can get yeah. anywhere. So that's just people saying a hard no. Like yeah. that's a hillbilly should, sport. Right. Yeah. I have right. no interest in they that. They should have the biggest in out of anyone in this entire. Yeah, I think 100%. we must. Industry. I think we must fall in this this middle ground. That's like, not high-end enough and not polished enough and professional enough to, to be worth these really big millions of dollars. But then it's, we're too expensive for the hillbilly audience that we have, I think, in their opinion. Like, we're in this weird yeah, yeah, middle yeah, ground yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. like we don't qualify for a $50 million TV package, you know, some crazy right, right, thing. Right. But then coming up with four, three, four, five, six million dollars, that, that's a lot of money, and you need to be a, able to have a really justified, measurable return on that. And we're kind of like, what's what's going I, on? How do yeah. we do that? Like, I, I don't know. I'm with you. I mean, because your your rate... rant of going stepping through the mud in the pits at <laughs> the outdoors is the perfect example yeah, of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's I mean, bringing you, those people. And also, I'm mean, going to cut you off, but like, if you look at Geico, they had the whole rear fender, the whole shroud, and the fork guard. Yeah, and the those gear are, was 
they yeah, lost they, lots of gear deals had over it, that. They had it know? on the chest. They had it on the arm. They had it everywhere. And even then, sometimes it was hard to see. Yeah. Just little yeah. things like yeah. that. I mean, you just got to think yeah. about it. And, like, dude, they had to pay a crazy amount of money to not even let one sponsor have a rear fender spot. Yeah. Uh, all right. Starling, what's yours? Dylan. I can't. The, the, the Dylan's tweets. I can't stand <laughs> Dylan's tweets. Like I understand he's great. a I, I understand he's a huge fan. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. I respect that okay. more yeah. than I can even like explain. Yeah. Right. But fucking lay it off. Like I can't stand I don't follow him. What are you reading here? What, what's so going on? So I just like first, I mean the 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 AC should ride in the defi- in, in, in That was bullshit. That, that was I mean I'm like is this for real? Is that this is a second I can't place tell guy. For real. Right. The I, second place. That, that's you, why did like you I see I, that tweet? No. Oh. But like I even asked Twits or Tits. I was like I don't is it real? Like, is he faking it? Is he real? Because it doesn't make well, sense to me. Okay, which one of you guys said that there's a camera on him watching the race? Yes, Marks. hi, that was me. Okay, so he puts a camera on him for four hours while he watches the race? Yeah. I can't Super stand it. That's incredible. You, you that got to check it out. Game up. You got to check it out. It's, it's, dude, he's got jerseys laid out. Like, he, he, it's, I'm, I have it's to see immaculate. this. It's does incredible. Betts know about this? Uh, yes, he does. He does. He yes. knows about the YouTube channel? So, someone informed him. Okay. It may have been me. So like, so when Betts is doing these saying these things, we all know it's somewhat tongue in cheek. He's having fun. Like yeah. he really does like Adam. And he really yeah. does. And he does want a but, horn. He does want a horn for lappers. Yeah. But <laughs> but he goes over the top sort yeah. of on purpose. Right. I have no idea what to read Dylan. I, I don't that's, know. That's where I'm at. That's why it's, I asked if he I was kidding or not. I don't know. Like when you listen to Betts talk, you can tell he's being sarcastic. But he is a huge fan. Yeah. But he says Triple it sarcastically. Get the fuck out of the way so we don't lose the win. Yeah. But there then you, you listen to, you see fucking <laughs> Dylan's tweets and you're just like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, are you serious? <laughs> the greatest of all time. He wins one moto and all of a sudden Dylan's tweet, 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 tweet. All this stuff about how great he is. And like, don't get me wrong. Tomac is awesome. Right. He's yeah, great. He's awesome. Right, right. Is he the GOAT? No. That is one person. That's Carmichael. He's, he's made it happen in his, his part. But like, Dylan, stop. Tweeting like and I and I respect him a lot of what he yeah. like, his fan like I love how yeah. much he loves yeah, 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 Eli yeah, that's yeah. awesome right yeah we but we, you don't it's good ha- to have people like that yes right. it's yeah. awesome I respect it but don't tweet that kind of stuff every <laughs> single time it makes me want to go read his I don't see now. the tweets but you I have, just go you off have to go read them and like the one that Betts quoted or whatever responded to about how he had to like we were yeah. talking about pull over yeah, and yeah. He's, he's there to help was, Eli for the championship yeah there was nothing AC was hired for nothing other than helping Eli win and it's like <laughs> no yeah. no that's not a thing that's not how that works he's hired yeah he's, he paid less obviously yeah but that's not why he's hired He's hired to, to another option to go win. And when Dylan's tweeting that stuff, it's just like, oh, my God, stop. Like, I can't handle it. I can't, like, I could never follow that guy, and I still see all of his tweets. And it makes me want to block him. And I don't <laughs> dislike the guy at all. I just don't like his tweets. I just, Race I, Tech ran of the night. Who knows I Starling just, would? God, it just bothers me so much, and God. I just can't we, handle we it. Had that, we had Star is so chill all the time. Yeah, too. Yeah, I just, it's, it's just the one thing that bothers you know me with great? how he worded it. Like, is there will be a tweet about this tomorrow. Yes, there will. I, I, and, I, I, and I don't want him to not like me or anything like that. I, if he does, that's fine. If, I understand. If Tomac takes you out in 2021, you know why. Starling, you know why. Starling hated Tomac so much. I lo- no, 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 no. I love Tomac. I love Tomac. I've been to his house. I've stayed with him. I've done that whole thing. Has nothing to do with Eli. Has nothing to do with Dylan. It's just right. stop tweeting so much about all of this stuff. Like, just just back it up. Tighten it up, maybe? <laughs> tighten it up. Uh-oh. Just tighten it up. Uh-oh. 
Like I don't I don't know. I just I just I don't know. That's just my only thought on it. It's just man, just stop. Just you gotta calm it down with the Eli this, 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 and this of being better than everyone and everyone's hired to be worse than him and help him. I just can't stand that. Eli did win three out of the last six motos of the year. He's great. To make Dylan, you know, probably Yeah. Don't he's awesome. I I you just don't have to say that like that. Yeah. No, absolutely. Motorsport.com Fly Racing. That was the race tech suspension and engines rant of the night from J Star. I'm sorry. No offense, Castle, but it was better than mine. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I don't mean it in a negative way. I just 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 calm down. Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X brand goggles, Michelin Star Cars 5, Maxima USA Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Skosh, Atlas Neck Brace, AtlasBrace.com. You know who wears an Atlas Brace? Chase Sexton. Winning Paula hmm. with an Atlas brace, doc, with an Atlas brace on. Hmm. He may or may not be in another brace in 2021. <laughs> I was going to say something. But Ask that question. I don't see that but that's okay. You know He's who wears an Atlas brace? Who? Noof. Noof does, yeah. Yo, Matt yeah. Gerke, the beef. The beef is retired. Yeah, Moment he, of silence for beef. Yeah. yeah. Good career. Local guy, 15 minutes from me. Yeah. Good career for Matt Gerke. Uh, get data, Guts Racing. Guts is sending me a couple of seats to try. I'm testing for guts oh, on, the blue, on the blue crew. Foam, all yeah, that? Foam, everything, the whole thing. Okay, like the Phantom Light seat foam? I can't reveal what I'm testing, but okay. I will when I make my choice. Okay. FMF, Art of Sport, OGO Power Sports. We've got a contest coming up with a with a truck bag uh, coming up here shortly. For the folks at OGO, we're going to give one away. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, in 10 cycles. WUSA, Ride Engineering Works, Chassis Lab, all on board with us. And the folks at Skosh, as I said, they're on board with us. They're also a big part of the Rockstar Husky team. Uh, they're innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. And they have uh, 40 years in business. And they got phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports clamps, the base links, module thing here on my desk that Castle and Starling have been using tonight. Pulp 2020 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, welcome uh, our next guest to the show. He is sponsored by Skosh. He is also sponsored by Rockstar Husky. And he is also your 2020 450 motocross champion. It's Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Congratulations. Straight chilling, honestly. Friend of the show wins a national championship. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, I actually... You know, like it's starting to sink in a little bit. But when you introduced me as that, I was like, "Oh, you know, hey, that's pretty cool." Yeah, put a smile on my face. You you've won uh, four championships, like uh, and this 451. You know, at the very very elite of the uh, of the elite, and uh, man, it must feel amazing. You just yeah, just never mind the bank account, Zacho. Just <laughs> rolling in cash now. Yeah, I mean that's always a perk, but that's honestly not the reason I do it. It's it's still fun to me, and I still still dig it like i did you know maybe more than i ever did honestly um it's tough at the at the front end and and at the sharp end of the 450 class but man it's it's rewarding for sure when you win does the money like do the bonuses are they already in your account how does that work do you have to invoice them at the end of the month like how does that work for the bonuses this is a great question yeah like does it just like here you go boom you win and you get it on monday no i mean you know auto auto pay or whatever we have to Oh, you there? Oh, um, same for per diem. Like it's all one invoice. Okay, so you'll get your bonus at the end of the month with per diem, a regular check, and everything. Yep. Oh my God, that is, that's just, nice. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So. Thank you. Will you have to tell them what they owe you, or they will just pay you? They just know. Uh, I'll have to tell them, but they they, they know. Yeah, they have a good idea. They know. Can you send me that? 
amount in deposit, a photo of that amount, like in the deposit. I want to see it. Like just your bank account, like yeah. starting on Sunday night and then yeah. Monday morning. Dude, that's got to be so <laughs> awesome. Oh. Um, okay, great question, Marks. Please, uh, this is a great question. Marks, ask, ask Zacho. Zacho. Yo. Are you going to splurge a little bit and get a sim racing rig with your bonus money? Well, I don't know. I brought, so there was a debate after the first Loretta's, like, I was Who at dude? work. What the so, fuck? <laughs> Uh, it's a sim rig deal, and um, I ended up buying a gun that I've been wanting forever. It's like a super specialty gun, oh. fast on gun that I can train with, um, like on my back, and then shoot. It's about controlling your heart rate and breathing and stuff. So it was more of a training tool. So maybe I can play this sim rig card as like you know something fun. <laughs> but um, the main goal right now is I want to get my garage redone because we moved out of our California house and it's a bit of a mess. So yeah. um, I'm trying to get my garage done to where then I can maybe have some room for some rig, but it's not, it's not ordered yet. Much to answer your question. So responsible. I mean, he is that, that, like that's, that, that's a decimal point up here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, no, I'm going to do the rest of it. Yeah. You're, you're going to get a garage <laughs> done. Yeah. Great. Great work. Zacho. I mean, come on. I, I got a couple guys actually. I'll hook you up. Yeah. You do. Yeah, I do. Okay, I, I like it. Yeah, um, I like where this is going. Have you seen Dylan, the super fan Tomac guy that we for ranting about that Starling was just ranting about? Uh, I just obviously heard the end of it. Um, Dylan, he's a he calls in normally, right? Yeah, yeah. But and I don't I don't have Twitter on my phone um, like on a daily basis, so uh, I probably haven't seen it as much as as it is out there. So um, no. If, if you if you're asking if I know the deal, no. Okay, yeah, all right. Just he he said that Adam should be there to ride in support of Eli's championship hopes. So Wait. I was going to say, you know, should you have ridden this, for Anderson this weekend? This is while like Adam's beating Tomac in points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not with Dylan on that one. <laughs> right, right. So I was just wondering if you were going to ride for Anderson, you know, starting this year. Forever. Yeah, yeah. That's just my only. No. Thing. Right. Just there for Dino. Right. Yeah. You're, you're just there for Dino. <laughs> Hanging out. Um, by the way, we had Dean on the show last week, and he was denying that he's the cheapest motocrosser ever. He was denying oh. it. And, and I was like, come on, bro. And he's like, just tell me. Give me a couple examples. And honestly, Zacho, I kind of locked even up. Own a vehicle. And I couldn't think of some examples off the top of my head. Like I Flying standby? Like that isn't... He defended yeah, that, that. That was mine. That's exactly what I said. Well, no, he defended that because, you know, it's Sarah. She works there, and, and that's, you know, so why wouldn't you And he you doesn't do want to just comfortably get to the race on time? I, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, no, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. But he's he's angry that I was saying that he's the cheapest motocrosser ever. So, um, so when you're it's out, a tight race actually between him and Jason. Like they're yeah, pretty. Yeah. They're pretty tight race. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree. So. Um. All right. So are you going to Lomo then and racing MXGPs? <laughs> Is that the plan? I no. Hear? I, th GNCC? I think I'm going to pass. I think I'm going to pass. Okay. All right. Is that because Hurling's got hurt, or you, you didn't want to spank him in front of his home home fans? Oh, yeah, you know, of course. I was just going to go there and blow him away in the sand like I did at Aston. Oh, MX Jeff just grabbed that quote right there. He just grabbed it right there. Oh, was <laughs> um, uh, what about GNCC? Are we racing some of those? No, um, I don't think so. I need some time off. I'm, I'm, I'm 31, man, and uh, time off is hard to come by right now. No, I know. I, but you would be the only national champion that would go grab your bike and go do some races. ISDE, something. Yeah, I've done a lot. I did consider it. I have the tank still and everything to be able to go and ride and practice. So um, it was in consideration, but I'm yeah. going to just use my time wisely. Yeah. Uh, Charles, are you with me in saying that Zach's WW450 race was his best race ever? Yes. Thank you. He doesn't agree. Don't, 
That was good. Oh, Starling says same thing. I agree. Yep. That was good. Just the timeline. Maybe not the fastest or whatever, but the timeliness just of the performance was... And you made it happen when you needed to. Following those two kids in third for like three quarters of the moto and being like, okay, watch this. Yeah, like, I'm with the, you. Yeah, it's the greatest race of his career. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate that, but I'm going to agree to disagree. What, what's, your, what's your vote? Uh, Redbud won. Redbud won. I don't even remember. Okay, well, then I guess it wasn't that good. It wasn't that remarkable, then. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not with you. That was solid. Yeah, Red Bud won. Yeah, 1-1, one, one, yeah. according to the results here. It wasn't bad. But look Fine. at WW. It was a 1-1, one, one. and it, when it counted, and it was hot. Yep. Zacho, when you're in that championship mode there at Paula, do you like uh, – so you're out there, right, and, you know, you're, 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 I don't think you're giving it your 100% effort, but you're, you're trying pretty hard. But late in the races, do you start letting your mind wander a little bit about, hey, what's that noise from the bike or, or, or am I hearing well, something or anything like that? I said it in something in the press conference yeah. maybe or something, but it, it's so hard. It's harder for me to do it the way I did it over the weekend than it is even for, like, a Vegas 17 situation where, where it's a must win because yeah. you just you give yourself this allowance, you know, that you normally wouldn't give, and it just kind of changes the whole game, and, and it's just not, not quite as – intense or right. I'm not going to say rewarding, but it's, you know, it's just not quite the same feel when you have 24 points to play with. And, um, you can kind of go, go out there and get a couple top fives and take home a championship. You know, that's just not really my style, but honestly it was awesome to have that cushion because the pressure was still just incredible and, and like something I've never quite experienced. But, um, I, uh, sorry, the question was... Yeah, did, uh, did you do anything different uh, on race day? Did you do anything different than you normally would have? No, I'm I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm superstitious, but I'm very, like, right. ritualistic. Like, I want to wake up, like, every Saturday this summer, <clears throat> somehow we came across watching Saved by the Bell on Saturday morning. So we've been watching Saved by the Bell every Saturday morning, and I was actually nervous because my TV is uh, in my motorhome is set for uh, East Coast time. Yeah. And it normally goes off at like 11. So I got up at 8 and I'm like, dang, like Saved by the Bell is going to be off. So what are we going to watch today? Like, yeah. you know, while we're getting ready for the motors and stuff. And then somehow magically it was on. So I was, I was super stoked. But um, yeah. <laughs> somehow magically like Saved by the Bell was on. <laughs> Save the day. While Brittany's putting in like a DVD or like yeah. streaming it up there. Like, yeah. oh, how do I find it? How do I find we it? Yeah. get this going. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, Steve, you mentioned something about, like, the bike and stuff. And, yeah. yeah, that's, like, I mean, everything you feel is, oh, my God, like, the foot pegs are falling off. <laughs> like, well, things that never would happen, you know? Like, um, <laughs> and every noise is magnified, and you just are, like, in a state of, like, hyper-awareness where everything you see, hear, feel, sense every single little thing, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I bet that that's how I would be. Plus, Paula looked, like, square-edgy and hard and slippery, like, did look like a lot of fun to race. It, it was not fun at all. It no. was it was actually terrible. But the thing that scared me was the rocks. Like I even put some hand guards on after the first practice because the rocks were just coming up massive. And you know you, you can always have that pop up and smash something or hit a radiator on the first lap when you're getting roosted or whatever. So that right. was like kind of one of my concerns as well. Was just kind of maintaining the bike and making sure that um, you know I didn't put put myself or the bike in any situations that. It didn't need to be in. Uh, Skosh bringing you Zach Osborne on the show, the 450 motocross champion. 
uh, Scosche.com. Uh, Pulp2020 is the code to save with those guys. Zach, did you? Magic uh, mount. Get your magic mount. Get your magic mount. Yeah, they're, they're great. I, I got the base links thing on the desk here, and every guest uses it all the time, so it's great. Is that the charge mat thing? Yeah, charge mat thing. Sorry, I didn't know the name of it. Yeah, yeah that yeah. thing's sick, too. Right. So, obviously, you didn't run a moose in the front previous rounds, but for Paula, given the circumstances, did you run a moose up front? Good question. No. No, I didn't. Really? Why <laughs> not? Died. Why uh, not? Well, yeah. so I've, I've been asked that by literally every European friend I have, like, what What are you thinking? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and the, the only answer I have is, like, I, at one point, I don't quite remember when I stopped, but I was actually running moose supercross as well like i did some funky stuff there for a while when i came back because i had been on a moose for so long and then um a couple years ago i stopped and honestly outdoors i in my mind i was thinking that we were racing with them and then when i got the flat i was like oh yeah must not be a moose site um but normally we don't actually switch solely because there's only two weeks and it's a hugely different feel like it's yeah you know night and day to, right, to adjust right. to that well, this year, obviously, we had eight weeks, and and it could have easily been done, but it was maybe an oversight on my part that I didn't ask for it or whatever. But um, the consensus was, like, it was just a fluke thing, and um, I've had it happen once in my 15-year pro career, and it wasn't going to happen again. So we, we took the gamble. Uh, all right. We got some phone calls on the line. Oh, anything else? Oh, go ahead, yeah. Charlie. Um, so – this is something I was thinking about. You spent a lot of time in Europe, obviously. Um, we've both rode it like Raven Broish and all of that. Um, would you ever consider kind of doing like a Villapoto type thing and finishing your career over there? Like maybe a, just a year in the GPs with your knowledge that you have now and your, you know, everything you've learned and the, you know, the people you know there and the families and all that. Would you ever consider doing that again? I definitely would have three years ago. Like if, if this were, you know, three years ago, I, I would say yes, but like, um, I I have a contract for next year here in the states, and then um, we're kind of talking about another year after that. So you know, then I'm going to be 33, turning 34, and that's a little bit too late to really go there and be competitive. Um, right. And I just you know I, I don't really have an interest in it if I can't go there and, and do it correctly and do it properly. Right. It's just something I always wondered just because you spent a lot of time there, and and I know you loved it, and you know the people you know there, it's like family to you, and especially, you know, being at Aston this year and you were there and, you know, watching the videos with Team Fried and all that going into it, you looked like you were almost at home in a way, you know, and uh, I just always wondered if you'd ever go back and, and do it again. But, yeah, I totally understand that. If you can't do it right, yeah, why it, do it? I mean, it's something we've kicked around, like Brittany and I have kicked around and talk, talked about and thought about, but um, the main factor is just that I'm getting older and, like, it's it's not getting any easier anywhere, so – you know, I'm better off to kind of just stay here and do what I'm doing and try to be as successful as I can. You know, other than that, it's, it, I mean, it would be awesome. It would be fun. I miss Europe often. I, I miss England often. And I would really, really enjoy to go back. But I just, I don't know if it's really, like, physically possible for me um, by the time it's time to do that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Two years in, you think, Zacho? And we'll, we'll see how it goes for retirement-wise? Two more years? Yeah, two yeah. years. Yeah. 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 That's what I like and to then, do. And then GNCC or God Works or, or, Dakar, or, or, or something. Dakar with Shorty. Shorty and Zacho going know, across I've, the desert. I've almost scrapped the Dakar 
deal. It's just so freaking gnarly. Yeah, Shorty, Shorty's an American hero. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> he is. He's yeah. a bad dude. Every chance I get, I just suck his brain dry. He's probably <laughs> like, this guy yeah. asks way too many questions. Yeah, I could see him doing that. Uh, Zach Osborne on the show brought to you by Skosh. Got some phone calls on the line here. First up is uh, Paul on two. Paul, what's going on? What's your question for the 450 motocross champion? Hey, uh, just wanted to call in and congratulate Zach for the big win in 2020. All right. There we go, Zach. Thanks, just, just a congratulations. Thank you, All right. Yeah. I called in at the beginning of the season and predicted you'd win the championship. So really? it came go. out pretty good. You know what, Paul? Hey, Paul, I was, uh, I, I was saying on Twitter, no, on our preview oh. show, like I think Osborne – is going to win races and be right there for the championship and be Eli's biggest competitor. And then some guy on Twitter's uh, yes. like, you got to stop sucking his balls, bro, just because he's your friend. And I'm just like, I wish I knew what that guy was doing right now. I, I wish I would fucking tweet that guy right now. But uh, Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Absolutely. I just, he was the Donald Trump of motocross for 2020. And <laughs> I want to dedicate that to the baseball player over in Florida, if you would tell him that. Oh, yeah. Oh, bet. <laughs> be Listen, Betts, Betts is okay. He's fine. Betts did not mean it when he said Zach Hood yeah. earlier tonight. So, well, um, congrats, Zach, and I'll, I'll let you guys go, and I appreciate you, and congratulations, Zach. Hey, Paul. Paul. Thank you. Hey. Paul. Uh, courtesy of Skosh, we're going to give you a Zach Osborne signed jersey and a team signed oh, boom man. bottle. All right? Thank you so much. Hey, I did, your show is the best. Thank and you. all jokes aside, it really is, and – well, we in Mississippi appreciate it. No problem. Thanks to the folks at Scosche. They got some prizes for you, all right? So stay on hold. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Stay on hold. We'll get you that team sign boom bottle and a Zach Osborne signed jersey, courtesy of the folks at Scosche. Didn't even know we were doing that, did you, Zacho? No, that's pretty sick, though. That's a pretty, pretty sweet little package. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, let's go to the uh, next call here. It's uh, Superfan Jay, is this uh, Jay? What's going on? What's your question for Zach? Yeah, Superfan Jay's the man. What's your question for yeah. Zach Osborne? I got to lead off with a testament to what an incredible human being Zach is. Uh, we've got a couple of mutual friends, and uh, over the last four or five years, I've sent Zach the occasional text to which he responds almost immediately. But once we got hot this summer, I started to pepper his inbox every week. And instead of him ignoring my creepy superfan text, this guy answered every one of them like the American hero that he is. He he certainly is. Everyone in the pits was pretty happy that Zach won. I don't think anybody, maybe Adam and that Betts guy. Other than that, everyone else is pretty happy for Zach Osborne winning this championship, I think. So, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, Superfan Jay. Yeah, and my uh, question for you, Zach, though, what, uh, with winning the championship last couple of days, uh, what kind of media obligations have you had to uh, to go through? Um, not that much, actually. This is maybe the second thing I've had. Um, well, the third thing other than a press conference and then a couple of um, local news stations from, from where I'm from in Virginia um, contacted me for some, some content. But other than that, it hasn't been too much. And uh, and I, I said to Zach after the race, congratulations on the championship. You've earned the right to call for us to call you on Monday night. So it was, it was a big deal. It was, a, you know, a lot of wins. A lot of wins. Um, hey, Jay. Um, we're gonna give you something. Yeah. From, we're gonna give you something from folks at Scosche, All right. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you. We have a Zach Osborne signed jersey, a team signed boom bottle, and a Zach Osborne signed helmet for you from folks at Scosche. Helmet. Wow. Helmet. Okay. Wow. 
Hey, Steve, the, the helmet sounds awesome. The boom bottle's awesome. Zach just sent me a jersey. Can uh, can we pay that that net, that other jersey forward to another caller, please? I yeah. like that. Yeah, we can do that. Nice. Can, I like hey, that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. Sick. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, stay on hold. We'll get your information, all right, Jay, and we'll uh, we'll get you lined up with that, all right? Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. All right, no problem. We'll stay on hold there. People are cool. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's what's that's what. Yeah, people are cool. That's that's cool. Um, so yeah, Zach. So we think Supercross is starting in twenty in, in uh, mid January twenty sixteen. We had Ricky Carmichael on the show earlier, Zacho, and uh, he was he was agreeing with me in the fact that uh, um, we uh, we think that your this title is going to really help you with Supercross next year. It's going to just relax you. It's going to put you at ease. It's going to it's going to make you uh, uh, really, really like kind of not stress as much about your results. Like you've done it. You haven't won the Supercross title, but you've got to the top of the mountain in the 450 class, and I think this totally helps you next year. I, I agree. I mean, already you know it just brings sort of a sense of belonging or validation. Like every win kind of does that as well. But at the same time, like a championship's just another thing, you know. So for me. Already, I feel just like I can, you know, be a little bit more yeah. relaxed and just kind of go into a little bit more open mind and not have so much stress on winning. And then also getting that win, win out of the way at Salt Lake the last round um, just kind of yeah. puts me in a good position going into the season. You know, I'm not looking for a win. Now I can go out there and, and compete for wins. And, yeah, you know, never you never know. Maybe a title. Yeah. No, that'd be pretty awesome for sure. Can we just think about that win that he got? He crashed really hard in practice. And, like, we yeah. didn't think he was going to race. Like, he oh, went yeah. walking off the track I straight to medics. That. Right, right. And then won. Yeah, got a handlebar to the gut. Yeah, at right. the end of the whoops. I have a sweet stripe down the middle of my middle of my abs that is a reminder every day. That was a bad one. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you go and win. It was – I did get a little lucky, obviously, with Jason C. falling off, but my number plate had fallen off, and, you know, we were going back and forth. Just husky, tighten it up. Tighten it up. Tighten it up, Husky. Tighten it up. Speaking of that, how about Feeney, your mechanic? Just a fucking legend. Another championship for Fiend Dog. Good job for Dave. Never say die. He is, man. You know, I, I was telling Brittany maybe yesterday, um, we don't do the California flight that much. I haven't been here since uh, – I mean, I guess when we left before Dallas or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the other day, I was just like, man, this flight is freaking long. You know, we went Orlando, Atlanta, Atlanta, San Diego, and, and those guys do it every weekend. And that's all fine and dandy, but Dave's 57, I believe. And, like, I know how I felt after it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Dave does this not only, you know, one way, but every Friday and every Sunday, back and forth, like it's, you know, no big deal. Like, what a baller. Yeah, and, and you were probably in first, and he's wedged in the, in the, in the back. <laughs> Middle seat. No, I wasn't. I wasn't, actually. I was in, uh, like, 24D, and Emery was in 24F because we were on Delta, so we had an open seat in the middle. Okay. But um, she managed to pull her headphones out every 30 seconds, so it was really <laughs> not that relaxing. Yeah, it really wasn't, didn't really work out, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. We have uh, Mike on one. Mike, you are the winner of... The last caller's uh, giveaway of Zach's jersey from the folks at Skosh, all right? Awesome. Yeah, so stay on, stay on hold, and you, we'll get you that information. But what's your question for Zacho? Um, well, it's kind of a two-part. I've haven't heard a lot of people talking about um, an asterisk for the title. Nobody's talking and about that. My, Stop it. No, Just here's, here's, here's what I'm saying. 
I, I don't agree with that. Getting that flat tire at, in Minnesota put all the uh, hardship that any title run has to have. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just overcoming that shows that that is a worthy title for anybody and it stands yeah. second to nothing. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Um, that's that's a point I wanted to make. And um, also, I got a lot of shit on Vital last year because um, after WW Ranch, I was calling for Zach to be the champion last year, and I was just a year early. Okay. So, All right. Well, <laughs> nice work. Yeah, I've been on so, closer yeah. last year. Like, I wasn't even that far out of it other than the missed race that I had at Red Butt. So, yeah. you know, I, I felt good well, like that I could do it in yeah. the long run, but um, I needed to stay healthy, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the part was, Zach, I, uh, I, I stayed there. I'm in Florida, and – I think it was Friday night, just rolling through the pits on my mountain bike, and you're with your family riding through in the uh, golf cart, and you just had a look of confidence. And it was just like, this guy isn't afraid of anybody. Mm. And the next day, it was just hammer down and no quarter given. And I was so totally impressed. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Stay on hold. We'll get you that jersey, all right? Sure thing. Thanks. All right. Sounds good. We got a call about your... This Ryan's calling about your Lululemon deal, Zach, and it seems like every single time you're on the show, someone calls you about your Lululemon deal. But <laughs> let's go ahead and get to that. Ryan, what's up? Let's ask, talk about Zach's Lululemon deal. All right, go ahead. Steve, I, I apologize. I haven't heard that one be answered yet. So yes, it's that fine. Is, it's fine. But yeah, it's that's a lot, part lot. one of the of the question. Uh, I know Lululemon's a pretty tight knit company, so I wasn't sure how that came about. But uh, second part is. Um, does it bother Zach when on, on air, you know, I noticed people say a few times that, uh, you know, the oldest rider in the field, now he's getting that card thrown at him. Um, does that bother him? And then, uh, I just wanted to say congratulations to, to his accomplishment. Uh, and, and I look up to him a lot. He's a big family man. And, uh, at the end of the day, family is important. So yeah, congrats. Uh, all right, Ryan, stay on hold after this. We're going to give you a team sign Skosh boom bottle from the, from the guys at Skosh. All right. I appreciate it. All right, stay on yeah, hold. So Go ahead, Tits. Right. The Lulu thing I stole from Alden, basically, or Alden gave it to me. Um, it was originally his contact, and uh, I made good friends with the guy, and um, we hit it off, and then they started an ambassador program, and I was able to get on that. And it's been a really cool relationship for me, and I, I hope we can kind of take things to another level next year um, as far as content and stuff goes. So that would be cool. And then uh, – as far as being the oldest guy, I know it's kind of a compliment. Like I know how I felt when I was 21 or 23 or, and how I feel now. So, um, you know, if I can still do it at this age and I'm, I'm pumped and I'm, I'm not ashamed of it or yeah, embarrassed by it or anything like that. Like, uh, it's an accomplishment for me. All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah. That, that's, that's good to hear for, for people that are maybe a little bit older getting into the sport and, I don't know. That doesn't really age doesn't quite matter. It does, but it doesn't at the same time. So that's that's awesome. All yeah. Right. All right, Ryan, stay on hold. We'll get you that boom bottle. All right, from the folks at Skosh. Thank you. All right, no problem. Pulp uh, Pulp twenty twenty is to save the code to save at Skosh. Uh, Skosh dot com. Please check them up. Bringing you Zach Osborne. Colin is on five. Colin, what's your question for Zach Osborne? What up, Zacho? Congratulations on the championship. But uh, I want to. Thank so, you. 
Tomac signing the uh, number plate and leaving it on Dave's uh, toolbox, does that happen often? With Obviously, he's won the title the past three years, so. Uh, but like with Roxon or anything like that, like do people usually do that, or has that not been done in a while? I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I really don't know. I know um, Dave had gotten one from Eric Gass, who was Cooper's mechanic, in 2016 when we won the title in 2017. And um, I just think it's a really cool thing. Like it's you know a super, it's it's a respect thing more than anything like that that those guys do. And yeah, I, was, I didn't know if that was a know. mechanic tradition or anything. I thought that was no. Pretty- yeah, it was. I was there. It was at one point, right, Steve? Like yeah. it used to be a thing. Yeah, it's a mechanic thing. Krantz brought that number plate over. I was there when he did it. Uh, so yeah, it's more of a mechanic to a mechanic thing. Like here's your plate, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty cool. But it is cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure Zach will put that right on his mantle. No, it's it's Dave's. It's all Dave's, yeah. and I, I know Dave will. I, I think he has big plans for it. Right. Uh, in a shadow box or something, and oh. he was like over the moon about it, was and I was really? super stoked to see oh, them. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, for I, sure. Like, oh, that's awesome. I that's had really already cool. put some thought into it before, like as if they would, you know, they would do that or whatever, and and I was super stoked to see that they did. I thought that was like over the top yeah. cool uh, of of Kranz and Eli both to sign it and and give it to Dave because it meant a really a ton to Dave. Uh, thanks, Colin. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm most excited in the fact that Zacho said 2021, I get to stay in his motorhome at a race. It's let's do it. It's finally going to happen. I'm really excited. Watch Saved by the Bell we and everything. We have to do a dog hair check at the door, though, because, like, I can't do that. And that's fine. No problem. Um, we can do that, and I can watch Saved by the Bell and uh, get some coffee, some creamer. Well, I'm hoping that that's still on. Like, we got to, you know, I've got to check with, I don't even know what channel it's on now, IFC or something like that. Right. And make sure that's on the schedule for next year. Yeah, yeah. IFC? No, it's probably on, like, Nickelodeon, actually. No, it's like. I don't know. It's like, uh, I think it's IFC. Okay. All right. That seems odd for IFC. Anyways, any questions for Zacho, Charles? Um, yeah, I was going to ask him, when you did ISDE, how long do you have to do all your bike repair? Like, um, So there's a 15-minute work period in the afternoon and a 10-minute and a work period in the morning um, before you race. But at each check, so do you know anything about like a yeah. time card enduro or how that yeah. works? Yeah, a little bit. So, like, if you're early to a check, you have, say, maybe six minutes, you can change your oil or pop a filter in. Or if it's, like, the last test of the day, you can kind of get a head start on some of the things that you have to do. Or if you get to the park for May early, you can loosen your rim locks or even loosen an axle nut if you're careful enough. You go in, you know, back to the to the pits or whatever, and then you have 15 minutes to do your tires, um, which is the main main thing, um, if you need a sprocket or something like that, that can can be time time costly. So, um, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Um, it's pretty easy once you get kind of a flow and and workflow uh, of how you do it. If you have somebody that's experienced with you that can hand you all the stuff you need and is kind of a step ahead of you in the tools department, it's not too bad at all. So where I was going with that is, I know you're changing. Tires, right? You're not changing wheels. You're changing tires with mooses and tires with mooses, yeah. yeah. And you're doing that pretty quickly. Um, so I'm going to Millville, and I'm, I'm thinking, you said you didn't see your your crew, but I'm I'm going on a limb here and saying there could be a point where Zach just the plan. If I get a flat, have a stand there, have the tools just ready. I'm just doing it myself. Everybody, back the fuck up. I've got it covered. Uh, uh, it's funny you say that because I've raced some of the guys in the shop a couple times, and we've we've had some good battles because. With at at the six days, you're using on road approved like spec tires. Like everyone has the same tire, and they're really soft and and like 
they're terrible to ride, but they're quite easy to change. And then the rear's an 18, which makes a huge difference because the sidewall is so big and, and mushy. But um, we've done some, some races in the shop with, like, the actual tire change, not the wheel change. They can do the wheel change way faster than I can. But yep. tire change, I, I got most of the boys covered. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, I couldn't do that's that. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Starling's like, I'm out. Nope. Baggett <laughs> does mine whenever I'm over there. I just have Blake do it because I can't do it. He Blake? does it so fast. Blake? Yeah. Dude, he's hands on. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I huh. Really hands. I mean, he works Chupacabra. on. He works on like D9s and stuff. I know, he doesn't I care. Know, I know, but like when it comes to like, I was changing a tire at his house once. It was taking a long time. He literally just took it out of my hands, knocked it out in like two minutes. Wow. <laughs> he's impressive. Good job for that. Uh, Scotch.com bringing you Zach Osborne on the show. Well, Zacho, um, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. As always, it's fun to have you on. Uh, friend of the show. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, man. We're all really, really stoked for you, no doubt. Yeah, no problem, dude. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks for all the support of the years. And, um, yeah, look forward to some more. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Congratulations. Yeah, that's, should, that's really awesome. Should yep. be great, man. Good work. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, guys. Right. See you later. All right, see you. That's Zach Osborne, everybody, and uh, yeah, really, God, really awesome. cool story, man. Really cool story. He's like, like one of the nicest dudes ever. He, he really is. He hasn't changed much. I, I remember not... being at like an amateur national back in the day. Yeah. There was a pit bike track. I didn't have a pit bike, but I was standing there, and he literally was like, "Hey, dude, do you want to ride my pit bike?" And really? he was just like, just like little things like that, yeah, I remember. Yeah. But it's like yeah. he's still that guy. Yeah, he didn't change when he went no. pro and started winning. Like when I pulled into WW Ranch, like he was literally out there playing with his, like he was with his dad and yeah. playing with his kids doing a figure eight on bicycles. Right. Or uh, stay six, yeah. sorry. Yeah. But it was just like little things like that. Like he's just such a down to earth yeah. guy. He, he uh, I started Pop Max. He shot me an email one time. I was ranting about the GPs or something and he shot me an email one time and was like kind of explaining a little bit on how the structure works in his opinion and mm-hmm. we exchanged emails back and forth. He just cold emailed me, right? And then uh, we started a, a little thing, and he started writing a column for me on, on pulpmex.com while he was over there. Yep. Then I met him, met him in person at the Glen Helen USGP. We struck up a conversation and a friendship, and uh, yeah, it's ever since then. I've been like, this guy's just totally normal. He's awesome. You know, and, and even when he, if he, if he would have never came back to America, I still would have been friends with him, you know? And yeah. then I remember when he raced Anaheim on an Olin's carbureted, do you remember hearing that bike? Dude. Sick. Yeah. That was the gnarliest sounding like 250 like I've ever sounded. Like it was like, no. Yeah. We just tell you the story. Like, I came running back. I'm like, you guys got to see Osborne, dude. He looks unbelievable. <laughs> I remember like, seeing the GoPro of someone behind him, and he revved it off a table single, and I was just like, that bike is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It was it was good. And uh, and that was it. That started him. Got him the Geico yeah. ride, right? Yep. Dixon. Yep. Came over they, the next year for, yeah. for Geico. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dustin's on three. He wants to talk about goggles. Dustin, what's going on? Hey guys, I think it would be a good time to call now with uh, both of you online. Um, I'm running a like old school Utopia like flare and warrant goggles, basically ten plus years old. Wow! Uh, I wear gl- yeah, right. <laughs> I wear glasses, so it, it just for some reason I just um, got them um, years ago, and they just seem to fit over my glasses pretty well when I ride. And I'm trying to. I just got back into riding, and I'm trying to look at other goggle options. Uh, do you know whether like say X brand or 100 percent? You know, do they have like a thicker foam on those, you know, or they, is that something? They used to make over the glasses goggles. Everyone had them. We make Scott, them. You make them? Yeah. Scott did it too, I think. And I don't want to. Yeah, okay. maybe X Brand no, does too. No, no. I really don't know. No, X Brand does not. But, oh. but 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 they do work with some people depending on glasses sure. and noses and everything. But yeah, you guys helmet. actually make an over the glasses yeah, model. We do. Huh. The the sides where the frame, um, where the foam is, you know, adhered to the frame, it's notched out right there. The frame goes back more so that oh, the yeah. foam can. Yeah. Has that relief for your glasses to poke ah. through? 
Yeah. Yeah, because with with mine with mine right now, like you could see on each end of the of the lens where like the edge of the glasses kind of scrape on because I've had them for so long. And I was just kind of curious if you know I know pro guys they have stuff custom like thicker foam for weather you know sand or anything like that. But just a stock goggle if they you know one brand more than another just for different style makes uh, has a thicker foam. Yeah, it's all going to be. I mean, to be honest, the best way to do it would be just to have your helmet, your glasses. And try on goggles to see what what clears because there's so so many variables, but variables between your face and your helmet yeah. and your goggle. Um, everybody's fit is a little bit different, but we do have specific, specific over the glass yeah. frames. Yeah, check so. out 100. percent yeah. do, do you have a name for that? Yeah, just uh, they're actually probably a uh, a menu on our website that's over the glasses, but it's within the uh, Curry line. If not, yeah, yeah. Cool. it'd be an acronym OTG maybe. Yeah, OTG or something like that. Try that. Sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. All right, no yep, problem. Worries. Thank you. Uh, Damon, what's going on? Is this Damon? Yeah. What's up, Damon? Hey, I'm curious. Like, uh, you're talking about RC and Josh Hanson and all these other people that used to hate you come on the show, finally, uh, in a minute relationship. I'm curious when uh, Pingree will come back. I don't know. I don't know if he ever would. GL might come up, though. There's been talk of GL coming up. Well, G, I never, I never heard you GL hit you, but I know Pingree like politically, politically. There's no, there's no just, plans to have Pingree on the show. There's why? No, no immediate plans. Well, you're always talking about mending these relationships. I just figured. No, I mended one. Uh, I, mended, Pingree, I mended one tonight with RC Damon. Let's just give me one every year or something. So, do you ever think that Pingree will come back? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think he's uh, gone his own way, well, like like Kenny Watson and Fleetwood Mac. He went his own way. Well, uh, K-Dub, Vegas K-Dub, he came back. He did, yeah. So, I think that I, there's hope that you know, Pingree could come back soon. Okay. I think that it's just a political thing. Well, uh, and uh, to make when it. you when you think about like uh, outside of politics, uh, I think you guys like each other, and you could uh, probably mend that. Yeah, I don't know. He he doesn't like seem to like our show anymore. So why would I have him on if he well, doesn't give, like our give, show? Give, it, maybe someday it will happen. Maybe. Yeah. 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 No. No. You can never say never. Don't rule it out. Yeah. You never know. I mean, uh, the Sp- Spice so. Girls got back together, and I never thought that would happen. Well, I thought he's like one of your best friends at some point. So no, I wouldn't go that far. I, I really, did you, but Damon, did you ever think the Spice Girls would get back together? I don't know anything about the Spice Girls. So yeah, but now. did you ever think they'd get back together after they broke up? I mean, it was a big deal. Yeah, well, sure. Why not? Yeah, no. So you never know. All right. This is riveting. I, I hope Th- so. Thanks, thanks, buddy. I hope so. Thank you. All right. I want to hear the motocross stuff. Dark side. Yo. So, could yeah, you have, could you and Cade, could you guys have talked at all about the sound clips before the wrap-up show? Like, at all? Was there any <laughs> sense of, like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about? So, Cade hosted the wrap-up yeah, show this we, week. Charles? Okay. Sure, we could have, but Dark that would have been, Dark like, was the guest. No, mm-hmm. Dark Side was the guest. And, and Cade would be like, so then we talked about uh, Adam seeing Cirillo, and Dark Side was playing a clip of, like, talking about Zach Osborne. I felt like the uh, outline I sent him was pretty good, but I guess it wasn't uh, 
quite enough. So, so quite enough detail. So Cade was hosting, yeah. but Dark Side was running the yeah. Yeah, that's got to be okay. hard. Yeah, and there yeah, wasn't a lot of communication difficult. going on. But but what well, did you... no, I sent him a pretty detailed outline. But you know, I guess it was there was a couple of the clips that maybe didn't have enough info as I exactly think, what they pertained. I think he did a pretty good job for a writer. I told him that today. Yeah, as a writer, I think he did pretty good. I agree. Like he was like yeah, carrying it and like switching co- switching topics and everything. You know, mm-hmm. Starling, you'd be yep. good too as a host. Probably not, you know? but, but I so. could try. Um, so, uh, what was the feedback dark side from your appearance here in studio? Everything I got email wise, Twitter wise, Instagram wise was positive except for one. I had one negative. What was that? That was, said that they wished, they said they wished, uh, Steven fired me on air. <laughs> oh, wow. Fired, fired I, you on air. I personally liked it. I thought it was good. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Is that, is that Justin? Yes. That's me. You were Justin, good. are we cool, man? Because you haven't answered my, my text in a while. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I have. 100%. Hmm. Okay. I, I, 100%. Last time I talk. All right. Did you get my jersey? Okay. I'm, no. Dude, that I That was months ago. This is awkward. Okay. Because I definitely <laughs> sent you one, but I've also sent like four others, too. Someone's and they got them. Lying. So if you didn't get them, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, no, I never got it. That was the last time we talked was when you were in Salt Lake City. Let's take Steve's over here. It's still sitting on the table. Not, not. I'm <laughs> fighting with Pookie right now. I'm fighting with Pookie. I got no room. Well, why don't you solve that that fight, and I'll just send that one. I'll just get do you, another do one. Do you want me to take down the rocks in one? <laughs> Put it in there? Yeah. Maybe uh, Anderson? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Darkseid, maybe, like, maybe he just wasn't happy with, you know, coming on your show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think maybe he was upset with me. All right. Well, who's on? who's in this week? Uh, so I got Mason from Steel Savers. Okay. And I asked Cass Lou, which he hasn't said yes oh, or no yet. Okay, all right. Well, I'm on the show. Steve says I can't. Oh, like he actually texted you tonight? Yeah, I saw it pop up. Oh. Yeah, we stay off our phones on, yeah. on this show. I'll get back with you. I've been on snowboard. Oh, you've been on snowboard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. What's, what's going on snowboard tonight? Nudes? Nudes? Mar- That's, I'm not on Marty Party. I'm on snowboard. Marty Party's it's been It's been pretty good. of uh, snowboard? What did you get any flack from your chick at all, Darkside, for for coming on the show? And no, 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 no. After, after cool. dark or anything, nothing like that. No, no, no. She's okay. cool. All right, okay, just checking. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Did you enjoy the process? I had a blast, man. I'm ready to do it again. Did oh, you wow. trust the process? Yeah. Did you trust the process? <laughs> I, I always trust the process. Yeah, I think it, I, I had I had a good time. I loved it. Hmm. We didn't even cut the pony. Sad. I thought it was happening. Maybe next time. I thought so too. Maybe next time. Maybe we can. We didn't. We didn't go two up. We didn't go two up. Didn't happen. (laughs) No. Heather. Heather bailed him out by telling Chris to stop pressuring him. Mm. Yeah, she she just kept going. Yeah. No. We we had a deal. But the money was going to Auburn, so it was cool. Right. Yep. Never. Never happened though. Just record yourself (laughs) cutting it, and then Dark Side said, "Fuck the riders. I'm Mm -hmm. keeping my hair." That's what basically he said. Right. 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 Yeah. So the hair grows back. Yeah. Uh, how is snowboard tonight? Everything good on snowboard? Everything's always good on snowboard, bro. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we Gucci. Fresh powder. We yeah. Gucci. Yeah, we Gucci. We so, Gucci. Oh boy, uh, if you were on there, you'd know. I don't hey, know I got a beef with Castle though. Too old. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Oh wow. Dang, okay. Texas. Texas. Everybody. Tonight. Texas versus Texas. Coming in hot. Castle, you took our like one of our youngest, best up and coming riders uh, from X Brand, 100%. Aiden Kiefer. What's up with that, man? You stole our guy. I, I didn't steal anything. I'm just giving people what they want. Yeah, I'm hey, kidding. fuck off. 
Uh, well, first of all, Aiden has switched gear, goggles, gear and goggles and bike brands, uh, uh, like basically every few months. So I'm confident he'll come is he back a test around. rider. Yeah, he uh, he just well, might as well. Yeah, he just decides, wakes up in the morning and he goes green. Now he's green. Now he's team green. So I right. feel, I Didn't feel they like just get a Honda. What they just got a Honda. Yeah, they bought a Honda for Loretta's. Yeah, just one race. Yeah, he's team green now. Yeah, okay. and then he was seven. He was Fox. <laughs> Now he's fly. He was X brand, hundred percent. But always he, in Alpine stars. I think he was Oakley at one point, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, don't worry yep. about it. Dark side. Well, he'll he'll come back around to the ch- choice of champions. X brand goggles. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Word. So, well, Castle, let me know. I do have another guy. Um, actually, a listener from Australia that wants to do it. Nah, he's willing to make nah, the call. Castle, will do it. He'll do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. He'll die. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, so Castle's in. Yeah. 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 He's in. Okay, well then, it's Mason and Caslu. All right, F- fantastic. Tex, you got to do it for Texas, bro. Sure, Berm Lords. Yeah, Berm Lords. You got to do it for Berm Lords. <laughs> the Lord I'm of sure Berms. Charles knows. I'm sure Charles knows Shan. I do, I do. They, he from actually Berm, printed yeah, a jersey for me a while back, a couple weeks ago. Okay, that's, that's Berm Lords. Uh, where do I send Berm Lords a bill for the advertising they got last week? They got week a lot of, lot of on, press. On the show. You'll have to take that out of my pay because they didn't sign a contract. So Okay, all right, that's complete bullshit. That's nice of you. Yeah. All right, Dark Side. Yeah, well, it was nice well, of you. Thanks. All right, thanks, thanks for guys. coming in and check out the Pulp and Mech Show wrap up show this week, brought to you by Michelin Bicycle Tires, Seal Savers, and the folks, the folks at Guts Racing, of course. So, all on board. Thanks, buddy. Yep, thanks. All right, that's Dark Side, everybody. He did a good job hosting. He didn't lock up or anything. So, thanks, fine. Yeah. I like Dark Side. Uh, before we go to commercial, well, not apparently. You guys got beef. I yeah, I don't you know what he's text, talking about, but I one hundred percent have, <laughs> and I'm one hundred percent instead of Jersey. So I don't know what to say on that one, but 100% happened. Okay, so we went before Starling gave us his surprises of the year in the classes. It was Rod Bell, and it was uh, – who was your 250 guy? Uh, 250 guy oh, was – Oh, I said uh, Schwartz. I said it should be Schwartz. No, I said Fry. Yeah, you said Fry. Because if you look at his like points, yeah. he literally like got better. But Schwartz is not on a Star Yamaha. No, he's not, but it's still a whole other thing to be running in the fifth, sixth, seventh place. But how much of that is Star-related? Oh, a little, a yeah, little. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. say a lot because right. I don't know. Right. I don't right. know him right. before this. I, he amateur. I, I yeah. Don't know anybody right. that comes up until they go pro. Right. But dude, he was really good at Paula. I was really imp- like there was like there's groups of like the really fast guys in the front. Yeah. yeah. Then there's like a gap, and then there's yeah. another fast guys, and then there's a gap, and then there was the yeah. next ones. Yeah, yeah. He was in that front one. Right. And I was really impressed with him. Right. Now the Schwartz guy I haven't paid enough attention to, uh, and it, uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's not on Star, yeah. So he's not getting that press. He's not getting starts either, right? Right. Like, and, and Fry was starting right. fourth, fifth place, but he stayed there. Uh, so I'll give him that credit. I thought he was really good. Schwartz's fitness is strong. God, dude, he just hammers. He came from last yeah. that first moto and, to and dude, like up in there. His times are steady. Yeah. So he did that at Loretta, one of the the first Loretta's too. One yeah. of the motos he fell in the first lap and came yeah. way back. Up to so I hope, well I hope he's good at Supercross. Like I don't I don't know right. him. Right. I, we don't even know if he's racing Supercross. I think he didn't we know. Don't, oh, I don't think yeah, he knows. that yeah, was I, a I, thing where he yeah. he might still stay amateurs. I guess. Isn't yeah. it, was it forty points? Is that what we found out? We no one really knows. I think it's, no I think it's thirty-five. No one knows, and then also well, people are telling me that after Loretta, I think it's it thirty-five. Count. He got thirty-six. So, I, but, but I don't think it matters. Somebody's telling me it doesn't matter after Loretta's. You could just keep racing. What? I don't know, bro. After Loretta's, the season started. I know. I don't understand either. I don't get. But that's my biggest surprise of the. I thought it was most. thirty-five. Schwartz. 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 The kid okay. was really good, yeah. man, and he's he's not on as you guys were alluding to. He's not on 
uh, one of these big powerhouse teams, yeah. especially a star Yamaha that you know puts you up at the front a lot of times. Um, so he was doing it a little bit more of the hard way. I think the team is good. We support it, um, the brand I work for. So I know a little bit about it, but um, it's absolutely not a Geico star pro circuit level yeah. team or operation yeah. with that kind of I mean, financial. if you look I'm at his points, bro- he's not just squeezing into the top 20. No, yeah. And he's slaying it. Like, those are with first good. turn crashes and, and stuff. The kid's and, good. Uh, uh, you know what? A lot of people don't like Larry Brooks. He's controversial at times. I like Larry. He works really hard. He's mm-hmm. very passionate. So good for him for helping those guys out. Um, who's your 450 guy, Charles? It's hard to not go with Justin Rodbell. I want to be different, but yeah. man, that kid was good. Um, and a little bit out of nowhere, too. Like, even when you know, think back to the every year. It seems like there's a 450 guy that sort of shows up on the radar yeah. and is like yeah. pretty good. Gavin Grayson. Gavin Grayson. But those guys all yeah. did something before that, yeah, yeah. where like you kind of knew who they were, right. and they maybe had some injuries or something, a bad break. Rod Bell's kind of out of nowhere. He was decent as an amateur. Like he had some times where yeah. he got on podiums and stuff. Yep. Um, but I, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Like, let's not forget he has a, he has a job. He was out of nowhere he, for he me. He works yeah. a job during yeah. the week. Like I, mean, I, I, I knew the guy was racing in Australia. Sometimes he was right. doing some stuff with traders when he was here before that. Yeah, but I never saw him race. I never saw anything. He it's slayed it. Consistent. Yeah. Like, he was always there, and he never yeah. faded. He was just good. And he was on an SGB Maxis Kawasaki. No yeah. offense to that to that team and everything, but yeah. Like I mean, like shock surprised me at the last race, yeah. but I also expected that because he is good. Yeah. Like that kid's really good. Once he cleans up his supercross, and I think now he will that he's had that time yeah. in it, and the he's taste of Eddie that Bourdain, like right? nervousness and yeah. everything right. is gone. Yep. I think he's going to be really good. The only thing that's a little bit different is Salt Lake was no fans or anything. So now he's going to go to a race where there's fans and there's the people around and sure. you're sitting on the gate and there's people watching you. Right. That could change things. But I think by then he'll have already had that confidence coming off of a 10th place, mm-hmm. which is no slouch. Yeah. I think it'll be all right. But if I was going to go with like the second guy that surprised me would be him. But at the same time, I kind of like expected yeah. it, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, cause it's not like this is the first time he's gone out there and like done. Wow. No, no, he's put some fast qualifying times in before. Yeah. Shock has he's yeah, he's and definitely. he's smooth. Yeah, like I told Michael, like after the second moto, and they were walking back. I'm like, dude, don't put him back on a 250. That kid's good. <laughs> yeah. Like he's yeah. he his style and everything that he does fits a 450 so well. Yeah, that I, I I know he's not going to, but yeah, I really hope that he takes that chance. Right. But if East does go first, like from what I'm hearing, yep. put him on a 450 at the beginning, sure. like because they're a 250 West team. So put him at the 450 at the beginning and. See how it goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's take a commercial break here on the show. Brought to you by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. It is Justin Starling. It's Charles Caslew uh, from 100% All In Studio. We're going to take a commercial break. Come back. we at the Motorsport.com tweet at tit segment. Got a little bit more bench racing going on. Ricky Carmichael called in tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't believe it. We got to talk about, like, Hart and Rapt and, like, Hayes and those guys. Oh, there's so many guys. They deserve yeah, something. I-, I know, but what? 100% should have a team. WSR Motorsports. Paul Max. Coming back, we're going to break down the Pulp MX 100% race team starting in 2021. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Love this guy right here. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. 
We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. 
Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800 440 3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, 
Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race teams that rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mitchell presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Hey, have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident lately? Did somebody or some idiot take you out? You need to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur takes the time to know his clients and will take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call him, ArthurDraper.com. He only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a call away. And our buddy Arthur's got your back. I've known him for a long time. I used to work with him as a mechanic back in the day. And so, so now check, please check that out, ArthurDraper.com. And uh, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com. Charles Caslew and Justin Starling in studio here at the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com and uh, Fly Racing. Sponsored deals on Pulp Mech Show. Go there. Uh, you got a deal from uh, many things. We have our codes there and everything else. And uh, we have Fantasy 25 code as well at 100%. So we'll, we'll pump that thing out. It's good for the casual wear, casual apparel and accessories. And uh, Charles Castellou brought to you by 100%, of course, but also brought to you by Roost MX. Pulp Nation code save 20%. Please check those guys out. Backpacks, sticker kits, T-shirts, trailer graphics, and more. Hats. 48-hour turnaround shipping orders is a top priority for those guys. So they are the behind. They have a graphic company behind the Rock River Yamaha Pro Team and Factory Cobra Moto. They have a whole Pulp Nation section on their website also. So you can get all sorts of Pulp Mex t-shirts and hats. I'm sure you guys are going to go order there right now or as soon as the show's over. I love Pulp. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm here. Okay. Uh, Rooster Mex bringing you uh, Charles Caslew <coughs> on the show tonight. Maxima Oil and Pro Filter, of course. Both of those companies are fantastic, and use the code PULP20 at MaximaUSA.com and ProFilter.com. Monster Energy, Pro Circuit, and actually, Geico Honda used Maxima and ProFilter. So we got to switch that I just up. Chain Lube. Yeah, did you? It's good stuff. Yeah, Chain Lube's great. Yep. Uh, I absolutely, I love this SE1, obviously. I like the smell of it, but I'm an engine-ass guy. Okay. They have the same thing. They have the same thing? Yeah. All right, okay. Huh. Uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit and uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, of course, and Geico Honda using Maxima. Pulp 20s go to save with Pro Filter and Maxima. Uh, all right, we, we went to commercial with saying who was the most uh, surprise of the year in the points. Who's the most disappointing in the points? Let's uh, let's go with that real quick. Uh, what do you think, Charles? Um. On 250, I am going to go with – he didn't race a lot of rounds, but I'm going to go with Pierce Brown on the the yeah. heels of his Salt Lake City Supercross yeah. success. I think a lot of people were expecting him to be what? a lot well, better. Okay, he got hurt near the end, but what was going I on early? Know. Yeah, good, great question. Like, I'm sure Tyler Keefe, him, they're all wondering the same thing. Um, between Drake and Cantrell and Brown – I mean, Brown looks like a little better choice than those other guys, but what's going on over there? I don't know. Do you think, okay, so Max Volan's going to be in the factory KTM rig mm-hmm. next year? Yeah. Is that why? Did that kid just come off at 125? Yeah. yeah. yeah and I, he's going to go straight super cross all I heard, All I heard about Volan coming up was that he's cherry-picking a little bit, He's but it's a slow play. They're going to slow play his career. He may go to race EMX even. Mm-hmm. And now I know he boom he's in Supercross. <laughs> like I don't we'll get it. That. Yeah. How's he getting his license? Who knows? It doesn't matter. The AMA will do anything they want. It doesn't matter. It's COVID year. Make yeah. You think they're just about like but, uh, ride it? But but Pierce Brown is a good one. Yeah. I like, think Pierce Brown. Yeah. And, and you know what the funny things about Brown is I heard he was better outdoor than indoor. Really? Yeah. yeah I. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This might sound terrible, but yeah. did he race outdoors at all? Yes, yes he, he did. did. For a okay. while. So <laughs> I don't There's a pay lot of a lot here. of attention yeah. to it, but I did not even know he did. Dude. He did uh, eight motos. Really? Well, he had yeah. one decent moto with a 12 points. Yeah, a lot of zeros. 
And then too many zeros for a factory yeah. ride. Yeah. 450. But well said. 450. It, I think Rinsland, I was very disappointed in personally. I know there's probably a lot of people that don't pay attention or, or yeah. care that much. But yeah. Rinsland, I, I expected a lot out of him outdoors on the I, 450. I expected him to be like a Benny Bloss type yeah, of guy. Totally. You know, yeah. For yeah. sure better yeah. than a yeah. Justin Rodbell. Yes. Like, yeah. that I, I expected. Fit. Yeah. I expected him to be, you know, a, a round he 10th place bike, guy. Bike problems Lots. in his head. Yeah, just, just issues, yeah. Um, and then he's been riding outdoors, you know, in Canada. So he's been fast. So, like, yeah. I, I expected him to be be good. Uh, if you wanted somebody higher profile than that, um, Savachi's here didn't go well. You know, he's a good buddy of mine, but that's not what he's expecting. Yeah. It's yeah. not what JGR's expecting. No, no. You know, coming off of his pretty successful rookie year on the, the Monster Kawasaki I just I think. like how much of it was that ankle and foot? Like what well, you talked about, earlier. yeah, you yeah, talked I, about earlier. Like how much is that, and how much is just the bike and the team and everything else? You know, he wasn't able to test too much. Yeah, he was really hurt. I mean, well, his his also, foot was bad. Like he didn't ride for a long time. I feel so. like Joey needs an attitude adjustment. Honestly, really. <laughs> I, no, do you agree or no? Sometimes, yeah. Like yeah, I, th- I don't know if he necessarily gel with the Cowie guys, right? Yeah. Like it worked, but yeah. there was some people like, eh? JGR guys are like, ah. Mm-hmm. You know, like wh- I think he's easy to misread. Right? He? Okay. Like he's he's quiet, obviously, and he's very hard on himself, as everybody can see on TV. He wins. Yeah. He's upset. Yeah. Like he's not happy yeah. about something. Like yeah. so, he's he expects a lot out of himself because he puts a lot into it. Um, and I think some people that can maybe come off the wrong way and um, rub people the wrong way, especially okay. people helping you, yeah. like in your corner. Yeah. yeah. That are like, yeah. Hey, we busted our ass all day and night, and we got this. And right. if he's not happy with himself right he's not jumping up and down hey let's celebrate he's yeah. not going out to dinner with the team let's celebrate this third place he's pissed because he didn't win type thing so yeah yeah i think that can come i think, I think that yeah i think that that comes across to some team guys sometimes right yeah. because you got to remember like all those guys around those teams are busting their balls and, right and you we all know that we've all been in the industry and and yeah sometimes i think they're just like what what what, what? they want to be yeah. you want to be appreciated a little bit sure he needs to loosen up maybe yeah yeah and and I only I say Joey you know disappointment because I also yeah think he's capable of a whole lot. More I thought that. last year was really good. Really, good. I I, mean, I, I was I, very impressed with last year. It, he was good. He even had like great races where his bike broke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like stuff where you're like, they don't forget about that. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it could have been even better. Than yeah, what it yeah. Was, like yeah. he got a zero on the paper, and maybe we'll forget, but don't remember that he was fourth for this whole race or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, what about you, Starling? Um, from someone I see that grinds really hard and puts a lot of work in. And should be anywhere between fifteen and ten. A Ray, I that dude works so hard and tighten it up. I just really feel like he just tighten it. Like he he does like with how hard he works, he should be so good. And is he on snowboard right now? And I'm not saying that his his, Haven't seen him okay. his results or how it was was yeah. his fault. Yeah, he had some issues, and that happens, but. I just like I see the dude grind and train and train and train and like he's a really good dude, and I expected more out of him. And then if you want to go someone like you know maybe higher up a little bit, Bowers. I expected more out of Bowers. I don't know what happened to Bowers. Really, really expected more out of Bowers. I might retract both of mine. (laughs) That's a good one. And nothing against Tyler. He wears one hundred percent. He just. 
God, he's better than that. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. I really like Tyler. And I it's, just expect it. Like, when you just see him around like 19, 20, or then even excited about getting a point, it, you're yeah. like, come on. There's so much money and effort going into what he was doing all summer long, and it just was not working. Yeah. yeah. And, and and Tyler knows that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he's yeah. riding around yeah. Apollo behind A-Ray. Yeah. He's ready to go yeah. stride his bike off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah. want to be back there. Yeah. No. Um, you got a dude that did two race, three races that scored way more points than he did, and he did the entire series. Who's that? Anderson. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Anderson. Right, but right. still, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's just, like, some things, you know, like, it's – when you get 23 in points and you're, you've done every race and you see, you know, one, two, three – like, there's, what, probably seven zeros there? That's a lot. Yeah. And then when you like and then, Yeah, and then when you see the points that he had, it's, like, a two. And, you know, it's a seven. Yeah. It's a two. And then it's yeah, a one. Yeah. But then – between those ones and twos, they're just zeros. Yeah, it's like no, I don't know what's going on. That's just know. a little bit odd to me because especially he moved his program to Florida. I saw him riding one day and he was grinding. Yeah, and then you see him at the race and you're kind of like, yeah, what? Not what happened, but you just expect more. Yeah, that's yeah, that's no. my only thought. I and he wouldn't he wouldn't dispute that. No, right? like no, he, he, I guarantee no. you he's not happy about anything that happened this summer. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, ride engineering, ridedesengineering.com. New code with those guys, pulpfan twenty. RideDeskEngineering.com. The product of the week is our super lightweight, high quality, 270 millimeter wave rotor. Man, I remember when we were doing like 240s. I need remember one. Remember 240? Can we like get 240 one? 240 was like a big one. Yeah, two, 270 is what like Factory Honda was running for a long time, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. 270 wave rotor kit in stock for the 2021 CRF 450. Increases stopping power of your new Honda with this 10 millimeter larger disc designed for better self cooling and self cleaning. Combine it with a precision-machined hanger bracket that minimizes drag, and it's $209, but scratch that. It's 268 bucks with the code from PulpFan20. RideDeathEngineering.com. I think, I think Honda back, what I was thinking was 280 But, like, Wyndham yeah. would bend those just on the torque of how hard he would pull the front brake. Really? He could twist up the yeah, brake yeah. disc, so they yeah. had to go back to a 270 I think. Back yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gnarly. Um, so please check that out, and uh, uh, absolutely time for... Uh, Time for the motorsport.com. Um, what, what are you talking about, Tits? Was I the only one who heard it? What? Travis. What? I didn't hear it. He wasn't listening. It's was $209, and yes. it's 168 if you use the I code. I thought you said you 268 said Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes, so yes, I was yes, sitting yes, here, yes. and I was like, did the they're price overcharging? more with your discount? Like, with your code? I was a little... You said 268 I, and That's I, how you get your money back Steve, when you're an investor. I'm so thankful to be here, but you did say that. Okay, that's fine, but again, hey, some support. You know what? So, from, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some support I'm sorry. from the crew would be I great. Have, I shouldn't have gone and down that route. How about? How about? Tits, I got you on that one. I how, heard it. How about in our fucking Slack? You go, excuse me, Mister Mathis. You said two sixty eight, and I would, you know, maybe correct that for the listeners. How about will, that? Will you look instead in, of just chuckling? Will you look at Slack? <laughs> excuse me, Mister. He made Mathis. a mistake. <laughs> that's what. That's basically what it is. Ha ha ha. Sorry. So okay. So you're Sorry. right back with those guys. Got no. it. Okay. In Perfect. Slack, I said the code costs more, and then how about? Excuse I me, Mr. Mathis. Chuckled. I'm sorry. Excuse me, Mr. <laughs> Mathis. Could you please correct that? That's w all. Would you like me to leave? No, I don't want you to leave. Okay. Because like, if you're gonna fire me, like I'll go. Like it's fine. Just. I mean, I don't want to lose my job, but tighten it up. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Motorsport, <laughs> motorsport.com. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts. Riding gear and accessories, motorsport.com. Dedicated team of gearheads. Have the knowledge and expertise to keep your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too. Whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street, make your next ride your best ride at motorsport.com. Ryan Villapoto, myself, our motorsport.com teammates and Blue Crew. I can't tell you how many OEM parts I've bought through motorsport. Really? Nice. Every year? Yeah. Every year? No, they got Every year I need something. I, I can't uh, get it. I went riding at uh, State Fair two weeks ago and I came back from there and then I went to go riding at Paris on Friday and I don't know where my gas can went. I have no idea if I left it at State Fair, if it flew out of my truck. Somebody stole it. Somebody stole no it. Idea. No I think idea. Stealing Gone. it here is pretty, or in California, is pretty common. Really? Yeah. Like Risk Racing makes like a thing where you can like literally like lock your gas can in. People steal gas cans at the track. That'd be depressing to find that out. I mean, it's California. People steal a lot of things at I the guess. track. But uh, anyways, um, so I had to order a new can today from Motorsport.com because I used Kiefer's last week, and Kiefer's got VP fuel, and I was. He's kind of like, so what are you going to do for gas? And I was thinking to myself, well, you get your fucking VP here. No. No. That. No. I'm going to use a quarter of a gallon. No chance. No. I'm a pump guy. Yeah, no. Straight to so. the pump. I rode Paris, by the way. It was fun. Have you really? ridden Paris much? Uh, are we talking about this? Maybe like a year or something. No, I talked, about, I talked about RJV. He'd yeah. been out there about a year ago. Yeah. I forgot about Paris. I went it's to fun. Paris uh, the Wednesday before the Glen Helen race yeah. on like a Wednesday night. 125. So much fun, but there was like 270 people. Oh, was there? Like yeah, actually, yeah. though, yeah, like yeah. there was like there. Was, I think there was four ambulances that came in because oh, of just people just that yeah. should not have been out there. Yeah, weeding their shit, and then you got like me, Ryan Surratt, Dylan Merriam, all these guys that are like, and you're just going through guys. Just... We're like riding, and like every time we catch someone, we would just like basically stop because we're just like. This is not going to go. I don't think well. five. That'd be fun though on that track. So yeah. much fun. Yeah. It was an absolute yeah. blast. Because all those tabletops are kind of like easy. But you could um, jump everything, right? But you could also like you weren't stretching everything. Yeah. Like yeah. it was actually like one of the most fun days yeah. I've had in a long time. All right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the tweets at tits Q and A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Uh, motorsport.com tweet at tits segment these questions are submitted to at Pulpomex show on twitter he goes through and picks a uh, dozen 15 20 and uh, asks myself and starling and Castle the best ones here we go <laughs> 15 to 20 that's a lot when there's 7 minutes left in the show we gotta rifle through these alright we have a time as, limit as your producer that's right are you guys going home tonight or what are you doing you driving back do we know I'm good with whatever I'd drive back Right. I'd like to drive back too, just because I got a lot to do tomorrow before I fly out. There you so. go. I'll make it quick then, so we can. Hey, honestly, fifteen, fifteen. Take, yeah. take, yeah. take your time. I, I'm cool. <laughs> I just want to produce a good show. That's all. Yeah, so, that's I'm, here, I'm here for a good time. Not a I long mean, time. Carmichael's on the show. Dungeon's yeah. on the show. We yeah. want to make it a good one. I like to and talk about strong, our team yeah. a little bit too, yeah. okay. if I can. Sure. Yeah. I have an email that people want to contact. Like, okay, a little bit. Okay. The first question is from the voice of the drunken people. Who has had the worst return on investment over the last five to ten years? JGR, Honda, TLD, or Yamaha? That's a good question. JGR. I'm going to go JGR. I'm going to go JGR. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I th unfortunately, I think so, yeah. Okay. God, look at this weekend. Joey, Norn, Troll Train. Done. Hey, Teasdale. Teasdale. Teasdale did it. He's legit, man. He's the, he's, the team's on his yeah. shoulders. And yeah. he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a nice he's guy. He's an awesome yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, good dude. Justin, this question is for you. It's from Brendan Phipps. Uh, was your crash at Detroit coming down from the stands your gnarliest crash? Um, I don't know if I would say the gnarliest, but definitely highest impact that I've ever had, like, 
to straight ground. Um, but yeah, that one was pretty bad. You can find that one on YouTube if anyone's looking on like snowboard or something. But yep. that one was really bad because I couldn't move my arms or anything for like th- two weeks, I think. Like I, I had severe mm-hmm. whiplash for a long time. Jeez. It was bad. Hmm. I was in fourth. Next question is from Sean Moore. Uh, off the track, Zacho seems very laid back and very friendly, but on track, he's absolutely ruthless at times. What causes riders to go through such a drastic change when the gate drops? Yeah, Shorty was the same way, uh-huh. right? You just, yeah, that's how you ride. You he knows aggressive. his job. Yeah, you're just aggressive. It's, it's how you ride, yeah. Flip the switch. I think that's yeah. like the best way to be, too. Right. You can have fun and enjoy your life, but when you put the goggles on, you're doing your business. Next question is from Doug. Uh, where does Mumford and Shimoda go from here? We talked about it earlier. Phoenix Racing would be good. It's a nice spot, you know. I've, I've heard mention of Mumford to that Bar X Suzuki deal, yep. maybe, but I, not, we're all yeah. speculating at no, this point. He, I feel like the be- I mean, not to interrupt, but I feel like Michael Lindsay, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Why you're, you're, wouldn't you're that happen? Yeah. yeah. Patches O'Houlihan would like to know, when a team folds, what do they do with all the parts, trucks, trailers, bikes, and all that stuff? Yeah, uh, RCH just went through this. They sold it all. Yeah, they just they sell it. They Craigslist and whatever and sell yeah, there it. Was, there was lots parts of teams. Huh? There was lots of teams around the pits at Paula, I think, specifically kind of poking around at those. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, what do you, 20 bucks? Yeah. And, yeah. Hey, you think about the stuff that Geico has, right? Oh, yeah, the, just the bikes years, and the, years. yeah, yeah. Everything. I mean, in their race shop, like, I don't know what they do with that like yeah i mean they're not going to find another team to move in there i don't think they only had another Uh, year on their lease from what i was told oh yeah so maybe it just goes back into whoever's in that area owns the building yes yeah yeah. i mean star's gonna have 20 riders maybe they need it yeah maybe they can make some honda parts and make it fit on yamaha (laughs) i never went to that place but i imagine it is unbelievable oh yeah you've been there so like you would know yeah like engine room suspension room semis parked inside gym like real legit like executive offices for yeah. Jeff to have and yeah. team manager and like it's and they were it's more an operation, than just right? the semis. They were like practice rigs and everything. Yeah. We're all indoors. Yeah, it's legit. Brad Street Racing, uh with Star taking over the four fifty team and all of their riders, is there any chance that Craig goes on to a four fifty rather than a two fifty? Yeah, there's been some talk of that already actually. I talked to someone close to that camp and they're like saying, Hey put us put me on a four fifty for outdoors. Yeah, I think he's 250 indoors, 450 outdoors. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that happens. Okay. Brandon uh, wants to know how you think Sexton would have fared in the 250 class had he stayed down instead of going up. Hmm. Good question. I hadn't I, thought of that. I think. That never even crossed my I actually like. I think behind J. Martin Dillon, though. Yeah. yeah. In that mix. But with RJ and Troll, you know what I mean? All those guys. Like, yeah. right in there. I don't think he's on that level yet on a 250. Bigger dude. He would be yeah. that third guy. I think that 450 suited him riding style wise. Mm-hmm. It's know? perfect yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Retired Bubba, uh, this is for you, Charles. Who will be in shift in 2020, 2021 now that Geico is out? Anyone? Do they go get another rider, 450 guy or something? Lawrence Brothers, maybe, on Factory Honda? Would be my guess. But I'm, I, don't, I don't know. That's a guess. That's a good <laughs> guess. All right, uh, Studio Cat. Since Brayton may already be going to Penrite, does Honda increase their support and put the Lawrence brothers there as well? No, well, I think they're going in, in the truck. Yeah, yeah but, but Brayton will have work stuff on his bike for sure. And I, I, Clout's got to be another guy there. And then maybe a third guy, maybe Mookie. I don't know. Maybe we keep talking about places for 
the other Geico Honda guys to go, maybe that's one. Instead of Michael yeah, Lindsay's team, maybe that's that. Honda puts some that. resources yeah. to pin right and yeah. sends Mumford I think, there. I think it all depends on what Honda wants to do, right? Because yeah. I don't think these teams have a ton of money, right? Did Mumford have a contract for next year? Two, two more, more years. years. Yeah. Oh, so they're going to try to do something. No. No, no, his contract's done. His contract is this contract yeah. with Geico or is it with, with Honda? With, factory with connection. Right? I mean, yeah, when I say Geico, yeah, I mean like yeah, that yeah, team. Factory yeah. connection. And I guess there's something in everybody's contract that said if we do not have a title sponsor for a team, your contract That's is That's like Jamar is how he's able yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shoot. All right. Uh, Caleb I'm going to put something in my employee's contracts about if you <laughs> mock the boss, uh-huh. you will be fined. There are contracts? proper protocols. And well, I'm going to make contracts. Yeah. Okay. I'll make you some should. contracts. I'll yeah. sign it. Agreement. Yeah. Yep. No, actually, it's, it's bullshit. Great radio. Okay. Uh, Caleb Hubbard, uh, would A-Ray have done better on HEP? I know he didn't have that opportunity, but if Ooh. he did, would he have done better than he did on where he is now? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, because he had motor problems and muffler problems and everything. So yeah, yeah I, th- I, think I think less he- DNFs. I think Hep would good. tighten it up a little bit. I almost said that. Yeah. I didn't want to, but you said it, not me. Yeah, less DNFs. I mean, he still. I think he would admit too wasn't riding particularly well for a lot of the series. But yeah, he, yeah. all those DNFs would be cleaned up more. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anstey was solid. Oh. Anstey was pretty solid, right? Like, yeah, he didn't open a lot of. I mean, eyes. He podium to moto on that yeah. bike. Not saying that bike's not good, but right, like to right. podium on a bike that's been yeah. unproven, yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. And I think it. Oh, that, ans- bike, that bike's that that story's old. Roxon won a championship on that thing. Like you know. No, it's- but it's not Olin suspension and not oh, works yeah, parts. Yeah, true. That's like the Suzuki's right. a great bike. Right. I'm just saying it's not a factory yeah. Suzuki. Yeah, and no, I think Anstey was solid. Yeah. Didn't yeah. set the world on fire, but was pretty good. After his Achilles injury yeah. and everything, yeah. he did good. Now, you tweeted something about this, but does A-Ray actually have a ride for next year? Do you know where he's going? I think he's staying with those guys, SGB, Maxis. But, I mean, I don't think, like, that's not, like, that team's not exactly, like, rock solid in funding. So, like, it could go away, too. Who but knows, I think you they know, keep but... the same guys, Belrod, A-Ray, yeah. and Catanzaro. And, and Jordan Jarvis. I yes. Think she brings some money to yeah. it, too. So, yeah. I, I, my imagine is, or my guess is they don't change their roster. Yeah. Catanzaro's yeah. on that team? Yeah. Cat- he does he, super, super cross for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. And he's, yeah, he's in tight with the, with yeah. the team and with everything. Jason so, there. Yeah. Okay. Supercross only. Yep. The cat. He well, he does like he's really big with the riding schools. Like he, that's where he makes his money. I think the supercross thing is just like he rides free, has a bike, and just goes and does a supercross, and then he goes straight back into his training programs. Hmm. He does well with those. From not important, Steve, which factory rig do you feel the most welcome at? That's a good question. I'm welcome at all of them. They all look at me like a. You're welcome with us next year. Thank we'll get you. a Keurig for you. Thank you. They look at me all with like a beacon of um, hospitality, <laughs> a beacon of kindness, huh. a beacon of love. Um, I, I, yeah, Cowie or JGR. What would you feel least comfortable with? Rockstar. Okay. Star. 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 Yeah. star. But honestly, <laughs> no one hangs out at Star. Like, Will is awesome. Everyone loves Will. Yeah, Will's great. Nobody likes anybody else. Well, some of the mechanics are cool, but you know what I mean? The, the executive guys. like I like Alex and dude, Brandis. Yeah, yeah. There's no mecha- – if you look at their truck, no media ha- – do you guys ever see media hanging out there? Do you ever see people hanging out there? Never. No. They don't. This, that's a fact. I like Alex and Brandis. Right. Yeah. Yeah, guess. Alex is from Minnesota. Yes. Good dude. But I met him when he was like with Grondel back in Florida just grinding with Hampshire as oh, a, was like a like amateur mechanic. Oh, he was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but – Started uh, from the bottom. Now so he's probably here. star. Yeah. How many more horse shots will it take before another manufacturer flips their 250 or 250 engine around like a Yamaha? 
I don't know. Like, it's a lot of work and R&D dollars, and Japanese guys don't like to copy necessarily. And did anybody do anything when Mitch was, by and far, had the best bike in the class, right? Started. They're now whole-shotting everything. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, nobody copied the Pro Circuit stuff when, oh, no. you know, when Mitch was the dominant no. team. Like, I just don't see the Japanese doing that. I think you're on to something with the Japanese thing. Like, yeah. they're so proud of right. their yeah their work. They don't. Yeah, they're not going to just do flip. that. From Chris Diaz, uh, with as hard as Cooper battled Ferrandis during the first moto and his statements that he would fight for the win, did his bike actually malfunction? Yes. Yeah, it was making a horrible noise down there, apparently, from people who heard it. That thing sounded like it had water in all the electrical systems. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The bike didn't look like it was clean, so I don't know if they washed it or not. Right. But that's like it was just blah, 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 blah. You can click right. that if you want. But yeah. that's what it sounded like. And even if he, they thought he wasn't riding to be good to his teammate or whatever, like they don't want their bike to get pushed off the track, right? Yeah, like yeah. it looks bad yeah. for Yamaha. Yeah. He, like, he wanted to race. He was like yeah, yeah. pissed, and the team was literally telling him it's not worth he it. He left like they showed him leaving. Yeah, before he was the race, not like he was not started, happy. Yeah. He held it together, but like the team literally told him like it's not worth it. Like if three years on your contract, this one moto is not going to change the world. But I get his point. But yeah, he held on a third of the points though. If they got any bonuses for that, by like one point yeah, or something. By, 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 yeah, by, by one point. Yeah. Okay. Poor torture. Tyson Jorgensen, as of right now, what do you think will be the farthest West Coast round of Supercross with fans in 2021? Uh, Salt Lake City, further west than Glendale. It would be, right? Yes. Is it? Yes, because it's way north. It is? Yeah, Salt Lake City's north of here. So. One of those Charles, with Charles fans? Is out it's with that it. or Phoenix, Charles for sure. Is out with, uh, with fans? With geography. Yeah. I don't know. So, so nothing in Nevada or California I do or not believe Washington California, or no. Oregon? No, I don't believe so. I don't know how Vegas is, but... Right. California for sure not. Yeah, and I think it's the same for Washington and Oregon. Yeah. They're and out. I can't see Vegas being like, hey, everyone can come to the Vegas stadium, but the Raiders can't. Like, the Raiders, well, they'll, they'll, they were not going to do that. No. All right, and then the last question. Uh, if Dan has a rider showing up with a flat tire for his fantasy team, does he tackle the rider off his bike and fix it himself? Yes. Did you guys see him with um, yes. Lesher? Yeah. Yeah, the video of him running. Did you see that? Dan's video? Yeah, yeah. Classic. Oh, by the way, did you get in touch with the bike winner or did he email in or was he listening or anything? Redraw. I haven't heard anything yet. Oh, okay, so all right. Yeah, I, I thought maybe, maybe, maybe there's a chance there's he was a listening. There's a 10 o'clock yeah, deadline, maybe. right, Tits? Yeah. You should just do oh, it yeah, again oh, just yeah. to see if Castle gets it. We're not even broadcasting right now. Should I we do? Hey, down. should we do it again? Should we do another draw? Just and then, for fun, and just like maybe that guy would just like fucking shoot himself. Or no, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, we <laughs> can back if up. We want to. <laughs> As a backup, can we do it? Yeah. Just, oh boy. Yeah, what, what if it's Castle? If Castle wins it, that's going to be a long four hours. Whoever this person home. gets drawn right now, they're going to be so pissed when it doesn't actually work well, out like, for them. Can we put a deadline on homie to? No, there's no deadline. <laughs> We're going to reach. We're just going to wait one month. This is just a backup drawing. Wait right. a minute. Ready? Right. Uh, go. <laughs> this draws my name. It's going to be a long four-hour drive. Now. On. You have up to 45 seconds to tell oh, me when to okay. stop. Now. Now. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, the not winner of the Yamaha is Hucklebuck Racing. Oh, That's way better Huckle name. <laughs> sorry, Hucklebuck. <laughs> How well did Hucklebuck do in yeah. the series? And whoever had the higher finish wins. Ooh. You um, know what? We're going to get Hucklebuck something. We're going to get him something. We're going to get him something. Get me his email. Yeah, so you have okay. to give him yeah, something. Yeah, we're going to give him something. All right. Well, the winner gets a bike. I'll send Hucklebuck like a t-shirt. 
That seems some, legit. Some socks. Yeah, here you go. Uh, hey, those Huckabuck socks are cool. You got any? 320, 323rd. Wow. 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 Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Legit. Dang. Fuck Hucklebuck. You got, <laughs> it's all, the, it's all those got, extra entries, man. You got Huckabucked. <laughs> Huckabucked oh, badly. Man. He looked like Carmichael in the whoops into the boat. Yeah. That sucks. Get, get his email, though, if you can. Okay. Okay, I'll send him something. Poor Hucklebuck. Poor Hucklebuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> old news, right? All right. That's the motorsport.com. Tweet at tit segment. Uh, Zach Osborne, Ricky Carmichael, Ryan Dungey. Best interview tonight. Zach Osborne. Ryan I liked Carmichael. Hey, I heard you screw up with Ryan Dungey, too, by the way. You were Did like, you? hey, Ryan, we have Ryan in the studio. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I said Ryan Starling. I said, excuse me, I mean, Justin Starling. Couldn't get Ryan off the brain. Oh, couldn't. no, it was it was right there. Did the he say, time. hey, is this tits? No, he didn't, he didn't. But he asked me how I was doing, so there was that, you know. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Did he call you buddy? See you next week, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? How you doing, buddy? Remember See that? That was yeah, like an ongoing buddy. thing. Yeah, yeah, you thought you were in. I, then I wasn't. <laughs> then I wasn't. Yeah, then you heard him call the, the janitor. That was... Cleaning the truck, Fuck. buddy. See you next week, buddy. Yeah, he said that uh, to the security guard to check his credential headed down to the tunnel. I know. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, side note, we're going to be the fantasy team next year, though. What uh, What do you want to talk about your team next year real quick, you said? WSR Motorsports at Yahoo.com. Sorry, we know we don't have an at the team yeah, you yet. Yeah. yeah. Tighten it up. And we got to tighten it up. If you want contacts and be a sure. part of us, right. we have a package and everything we're putting together. Okay. Um, me, Jerry Robin, and Jeff Walker. Yep. Tons of content, but we're going for results. Jeff is going to be east. Uh, Jerry West, me 450. We're indoor outdoor. All right. You're so, already not not doing good as a team owner s- spokesperson. You can't tell what coast you're riding. Yeah. You wait yeah, till you like, already failed that. Yeah. You already missed. You hold the, it all back. No, hold we're it all back. Nobody can know anything. We're not signing everyone up for the first round and just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. "Hey, yeah. here we go." No, yeah, that's that that's our plans right now. Things well, could change. What was the email but again? Say it again. WSR motorsports at yahoo.com okay. fantastic good to hear uh hopefully you can come in before the season starts too because you'll be in cali riding i'll be here yeah uh all right first thing you think of when i read the sponsor list all right you guys ready you ready going yeah. back and I'm forth yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we're, okay. gonna, we're gonna get this because it was always a big hit so okay. uh motorsport.com great oem products fly racing the cool new helmet formula race tech suspension and engines great people vortex racing sprockets Roost MX. Awesome graphics. Vertex Pistons. Not the Sprocket Company. <laughs> I'm kidding. Stock and Huskies and uh, KTMs and stuff. X Brand Goggles. The choice of champions everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Clip that, please. Thank you. <laughs> Clip that. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5. Uh, Bercy winner with Jay Owen. Good one. Yeah. Firepower Batteries and Chains. Uh, he had some issues with his battery, and that fixed stock, it. Stock one. Stock battery. Stock battery. Firepower stock battery. Yep. Firepower fixed it. That's why I contacted you. Maxima USA. Uh, great chain lube. Pro filter. Been roosted too many times in the head. That's the read, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I like oh, that. That's impressive. Yeah, it is. Wow. Skosh. Oh, I use their products a lot. Great. FMF. Megabomb. Megabomb. Mm. Dude. Make good products. Yeah. Atlas, Blew your mind. Atlas neck brace. Safety. Works connection. Uh, easy adjust clutch perch. Guts racing. Best seat covers ever. Get data. Dan. Dan. Just, he, he stops at nothing <laughs> for his fantasy team. OGO Power Sports. Best gear bags you can possibly get. Art of Sport. Can't wait to try it. Oh, good. WUSA. Great wheels. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. I hope I don't need it. <laughs> 
Ride engineering. <laughs> uh, new triple clamps. Works chassis lab. Ooh. Yeah. Works Michael chassis Lindsay. lab. Yeah. Michael Lindsay. Nah, I don't want to say a person's name. Oh. I don't know. More flex. Yeah, more flex. <laughs> Intense cycles. Maybe less flex. I need one. You need one? Yeah, yeah you do. You know, one of my, one of my best jo- one of my best jokes about the industry jobs is when people are in the chair and I'm said, oh, 100% needs a marketing manager. <laughs> this is odd or awkward. <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah, that's really great. That's a great one. Uh, well, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you, Justin Starling, for jumping in. I'm super thankful to be here. Always good luck yep. with the racing and everything on your prep for Supercross. Charles from 100%, 100%.com. Yep. Chris we need you. <laughs> thanks for uh, coming in, Chuck. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Yeah, good times. You guys were here for hey, a Carmichael. Hey, thank Carmich- you for letting me come with you. Yeah, no worries. Seriously, that's awesome. You guys were here for a Carmichael show. His- history was made. Best show ever. I didn't know he was on until we were on the way, and I looked, and I got so nervous. Yeah. And then when they were on, I was just I froze. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're I'm fine. sorry. You're I know people are probably like, he didn't even speak. But I, and I asked the both the same question. I just, legends. It legends. Happens. I get like that when Timmy's on. I used so to I live understand. in an apartment that overlooked <laughs> Dungy's house in Claremont, yeah. and I would just look. <laughs> Okay, now we're getting weird. It was I far like enough. All I could, to just get all I could see was his truck, but it's Ryan Dungey. Okay, after Ryan this, Dungey. It's after dark, with Dungey striking. and Tits and Starling. Um, Dungey. Thank you, uh, thank you both for coming up. Yep. Yeah. Both good guys. Uh, add a lot to the show up. tonight, and uh, thank you to Swiss Core and Moser and Pookie, of course. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, good job to um, who's the winner? The Ed. Book? Ed 391. Ed 391. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you to Yamaha. Thanks for Tits, playing. Thank yeah. you for coming yep. in. Appreciate uh, it. And I'm sorry. Hashtag snowboard. Em- employee of the I'll, month. I'll try to do better. Thank you. Thank employee you. Employee of the month. Everybody join up snowboard <laughs> and uh, get in there and uh, vote, for, vote for Tits for employee of the month. We'll, uh, we'll give them a plaque. Right. Yeah, everyone so. get on snowboard. It's awesome. It's really cool. I don't know. It's fun. Damon's pretty gnarly on there right now, but everyone on there is epic. <laughs> okay. All right. Besides Damon, everyone's pretty epic. <laughs> no, Damon is epic. Oh. He's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just. Over the top. Drinks too much. Too old. He's having a he's having a great time listening to the show. All right. All right, everybody. Well, are we back next week or is is the week after? Am I coming back? It's the week after. We're not back next week. No. Okay. All right. So we're off next week. I'll fly in. Then we're coming back. Uh, No, these guys make me take the week (laughs) off. Otherwise, they call they call the uh, they call the um, the labor board labor board on me. Uh, next, but the next time we come in, Jason Thomas and Max Steffens will be in the the co-host chair. So looking forward to that. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. See you in a couple weeks. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.